Welcome to the WAN Show. Sorry, one sec. Oh, no. Not this time. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> we have got a great show lined up for you guys today. We are finally going to be doing the segment where I find out if... Uh, I was right, or Reddit was right, about the difficulties that I had unsubscribing from Apple Arcade on my Apple TV, actually, even if it does work properly. That might mean something changed, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, we're also going to be addressing the community response to our NVIDIA Super Series review, and hey, maybe I left something for Luke to talk about. He's got to pick topics now, so he can't be oh, distracted crap. by his phone. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what I thought, Luke. Uh, did he talk about the EVs? Nope. Oh, nice. Okay, so GM is to bring back uh, plug-in hybrid EVs, which is awesome, actually. Yeah, hilarious. Something that we've been asking for for a while now, and... Ever since they stopped making the Volt, I was like, Which wow, was an amazing car. What a terrible decision. Yeah. How could they make this... To oh, okay, yeah, they unmade the decision. Unmade, Very cool. Which is great. Yeah. Good job. Um, did you talk about the Neuralink? Nope. And, and Neuralink was put in a person. Someone... Someone agreed to do that. Luke, could you pay less attention? Yes. Not much, though. The show is brought to you today by Odd Pieces, Manscaped, and Squarespace. Uh, why don't we jump into the uh, community response to the NVIDIA yes. Super Series review. So uh, we decided, rather than to spread our coverage of NVIDIA's Super lineup, the 4070 Super, 4070 Ti Super, and 4080 Super, over, I think it was a grand total of, I want to say... I think it was nine. It was like it was it, it was somewhere between seven and nine total embargo dates between the no. I think it was seven. I think it was seven because they had okay. the announcement. Then they had unboxing embargoes for each card. Then they had review embargoes for each card. No. Then they also had a Software separate. Or something? They had a separate review embargo for partner cards rather than founders edition cards <laughs> for at least some of the, it was it was some ludicrous number of embargo dates and I was kind of sitting here going okay so basically what you want is you want video after video after video after video that is just dedicated to talking about a mid cycle refresh. Sorry, no. So what we're going to do is we're just going to consolidate it into one video. However, there is one super thing that people are pretty upset about in this particular video, and that was the non-inclusion of AMD's RX 7900 XTX, seeing as it's widely viewed as an important competitor to the 4080 Super, uh, not least of which because it is at the same ish msrp it's actually a little bit lower from the listings that i've seen somewhere in the kind of 930 40 to 950 range um oh, basi USD, yeah? yeah 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 not not in rubles canadian canadian I was rubles. Price, I was like that's really far off yeah like, no 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 yeah. no 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 so basically i was in the room when it happened when we made the decision to not include the 7900 xtx um 
I have some of my own thoughts about why we ultimately made the call that we did to include the suite of cards that we did, but I'm going to start with the news team summary from Adam, who was the writer on that project yeah. and who worked with the labs on it. Uh, basically, point A, uh, the decision to, inclu- to exclude the 7900 XTX was based on a combination of relevance and testing capacity. Uh, we saw this as a review of the new Super Series as a whole, Uh, It was not a review of the 4080 Super, even though we did target close to the 4080 Super embargo, since that was the last one from the lineup. Uh, The 4080 Super is anywhere from 2 to 3% faster than a base 4080, uh, making it more of a a refresh with a price cut, essentially, is how we kind of laid it out in the video. We referred to it as 4080 Refresh, 4080... um, Internally, we were calling it 4080 Refried, 4080 Redux... um, Retesting cards for up-to-date results takes time. We tested a total of 11 cards for this video. We haven't fully rolled out our our new standardized test benches that allow us to test in parallel yet. So there was a limited number of cards that we were able to... If you are interested in that, there's a video on that that's awesome, Yeah, where they test all the CPUs. Go back and check that out. Um, we actually ended up adding a couple of cards that weren't in the original meeting, and there was one more spot where we kind of went, okay, can we test one more card? If so, what will it be? And the debate was between the 7700 XT and the 7900 XTX, and the decision was, okay, let's go with the 7700 XT. We don't want to cut the older cards. We've gotten really good feedback from people that it's really nice to have popular older cards. So we we chose our previous generation cards based on um, what is still holding really strong in the Steam hardware survey. We didn't want to cut those because we've gotten really good feedback on them. And we figured that the 7700 XT would give additional context for the lower priced cards that would be relevant to the greater number of viewers. Obviously... Not everyone agrees. Um, Number two is being selective about how many cards we retest in every video is an important consideration to avoid unnecessary stress and overtime. Uh, This is one of those funny things where it's always um, it's always kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Catch twenty two. If we test thirty five cards, I'm going to be questioned on why we have so much crunch here. If we test three cards, I'm going to be questioned on why we're so lazy here. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, there's always trade-offs, and we ultimately made the trade-off to go with the 7700 XT rather than the 7900 XTX. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the tech world right now, and I got to be honest with you guys, this wasn't the most exciting one. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, coming back to sort of my thoughts on it, first of all, we are going to, uh, we're going to address it. Um, I think someone is, is doing some OT this weekend to test 7900 XTX. We're going to get those numbers added. Um, but, you know, the reality of it is looking at the percentage of people that are, are very upset about this versus the percentage of people who are actually buying a 7900 XTX. Um, they're very, very different. And what it seems like to me is that this is one of those things where maybe video is just like not the right format. Like one of the, one of the challenges too, is you can only include so many cards if you want to have averages, which do matter. Legible chart. And 1% lows, the, which 
in my mind, are actually more important. If you want to have all of that in a in a 16 by 9 you know, graph, it starts to get kind of illegible past a certain point. And I'm kind of looking at it going, man... You know, maybe the solution is why, 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 why exactly are we doing a review for a GPU anymore? I mean, we killed power supplies 10 years ago. We killed motherboards like nine years ago as sort of, here's a product that merits a full LTT video. It didn't particularly perform better. No, no, it didn't particularly perform well at all in spite of the fact that it was a ton of work. Like, man, let me tell you, the cards that we did test, guys, it was meticulous we put so much flipping work into this stuff and i'm sitting here going if it's not about what you're actually going to buy which is the feedback that i'm kind of hearing right now and it's more about what you just you want to you want to see it compared right like you want to see you know the green horse versus the red horse which one ran the fastest and that's fair enough that's totally valid but that doesn't need to be a video and maybe the long-term solution is the lab's website and we just basically go okay yeah the card comes in we test the stuffing out of it, and if it's actually interesting, then we then make an LTT video. video, and we put all the all the <clears throat> effort into all the different ways that we present the graphs, and so they're paced with the script, and all the things that go into making an entertaining, uh, dense video. I mean, I'm actually, other than that one miss, which I acknowledge 100%, yeah, looking back at it, I flagged it. Um, I was like, hey, we should probably have the 7900 XTX, and the argument that was made to me, as I recall, was, well, here's the thing. The 7900 XT has dropped in price so much and, that it actually makes a ton of sense now. And so by taking this end of things and just having the 4080 Super be there as a $1,000 card, I mean, to be clear, we never recommended spending $1,000 on a GPU at all. So just, yeah, having that thing sit there and be its thing and then looking at anything that we actually think might be worth buying in more detail is the right approach. And I kind of went, okay. I mean, I, the enthusiast, I'm curious. I'd want to know, okay, how does the 7900 XTX stack up against the 4080 Super? It really is a, a fairly apples to apples comparison, but I accepted that. I accepted that reasoning and I accepted the rest of the reasoning that's in, uh, that's in our notes here today. And we ultimately didn't include it. Um, other than that, honestly, I'm, I think it's a great video. It's really short. Um, one of our goals going into it was to spend absolutely zero, zero time wasting the viewer's time. So from the moment this video starts, there we go. Oh, (sighs) viewer time wasted. There we go. Yeah, exactly. From the moment this video starts to the first performance graph is, sorry, sorry. It happened really fast is uh five seconds we wanted to get to the point right away and then our next graph where we basically start laying things out here we go we compare it to an older card comes at about a minute and then we get into actual results within about 80 seconds so that was our goal we spent a total of 13 minutes to go through this whole kind of sort of interesting launch we talked about the changes in pricing we talked about the changes in performance and yeah there's a card missing from the graphs but i found it oh what'd you find i found the card so card located yeah i can actually tell you about that so noticing that 
hey, maybe we should acknowledge this card. Um, I think Gary actually ran some testing over the weekend, and then we added that table. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't remake all of the graphs because we were like, okay, it's a $1,000 GPU. How many people are actually buying actually this buying versus, versus for most people actually shopping, um, how much of the information have we presented in this video? Um, yeah, swing and a miss. But overall, I'm still, I still think this is a good direction. Reducing the amount of time that it takes to process these sort of uninteresting refreshes. And the main takeaway for me from this whole experience of that, man, do you remember when one NVIDIA GPU was like millions of views and people were excited and now, a pile three of NVIDIA GPUs. I saw one comment that really stood out to me. Um, and it was, Linus, nothing personal. This isn't your fault, but I'm out. This is boring. Uh, these GPUs are boring. I don't care. And I think, I think NVIDIA feels the same way. <laughs> Yeah. What's their stock up? Like six points today or something like that? I don't even know. I can look. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the RTX 40 series super launch. Um, Five points? I don't know. It's, it's funny reading comments like this. I usually agree with Linus, but, uh, you know, hard pass on this reasoning. What reasoning? I said it was a miss. What do you... What do you... I'm explaining why it wasn't in there, because that's what people want to know. And then I'm saying it was a miss. I don't really know what there is to disagree with at that point. Here was our reasoning. No, that, we that, were wrong. that person thinks it shouldn't have been in the video. I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, that makes more sense now. <laughs> He's agreeing with the original decision. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just think video just might not be the right format for this anymore though. And I think it might depend on the card. Right, but what cards? Yeah. Name. Okay, like in the I bet, last... I bet you a 5,000 series launch, even if the sure. difference is this small, I bet you a 5,000 series launch would kill. Here's the problem. The problem is that 5,000 series is going to be flipping fast because NVIDIA has to do all of the development anyway yeah. in order to make better AI accelerators. Yeah. So it's going to be flipping fast. But I wouldn't be surprised at all to see a 5090 or, you know, whatever they end up calling it, TI, sure. Super, RTI, who, who knows anymore what their naming scheme. So whatever the 5090, whatever that equivalent Halo T-A-I. tier card is, I wouldn't be surprised to see it at $2,000. And what gamers have shown NVIDIA time and time again is that they'll pay. Yeah. Because some, something to consider, something that I think the, the components buyers don't necessarily think about that much because it's a really different perspective is that for most people a $400 difference in the GPU is actually only about an 8% difference in the total cost of the system they were planning to buy if you're buying a system that would have a 4090 or 5090 or whatever else like some kind of halo spec card in it you are spending probably somewhere between three to $5,000 on that computer. And so when you play around with the sliders, you're not looking at, oh, I just spent twice as much on my GPU. You're looking at, oh, I just spent 
25% more on the total system for, you know, so, let's say call it a 50% increase in performance or, you know, whatever that increase is generationally. Um, so the calculus is really different and most people don't build their own computers. So the market reality that someone like an NVIDIA is setting their price according to is not aligned with the reality that we see when we put together like uh, a price to performance, like a, like an FPS per dollar chart or something like that, because the FPS per dollar that we calculate is based on only the card pricing, whereas someone who's buying a computer, someone who's buying a fully completed system is not actually looking at it that way. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we got a million views. And so I'm sitting here going, do you think that was okay. impact, like, do you think it would have gotten more views if the, uh, if the sentiment around it was better because the 7900 XTX was included? No, I don't think so. I think it's a, it's, it's, Completely it's a, separated. it's a small number of people who are upset about it, <laughs> uh, in the grand scheme of things, the like dislike ratio on this video, I can bring this up for you guys is actually not abnormal in any way. Um, yeah, let me pull it up. Here we go. Analytics. So it's net positive for subscribers. Engagement is about a percent below channel average, but it started out for the first probably eight hours or so, a percent above channel average. Uh, it started out being received extremely well. And then over time, as people have yeah. piled into the comments, um, it's been received much more poorly. Sentiments shifting. Yep, sentiments shifted. And I've seen that before. And so, uh, oh yeah, view duration is, oh, view duration is extremely low. Wow. You gave them the whole story at five seconds. Right? Oh, this is amazing. So yeah, this is, this is what happens when you're basically like, okay, yeah, here's the deal. Here's what's up with this thing. In the first two minutes, so we get to 1080p results, and everyone's like, see you later. <laughs> So this gray band right here is your typical duration for a video of this length, your or your typical retention on this channel. So this is specifically relevant to our channel. Um, all anyone wants to see is a graph, and then the rest of it is just kind of like noise, apparently. Um, so this is one of those things where I think people think... They want to see a lot of graphs and a lot of visualizations and a lot of analysis. They want it to be interesting. But what they actually want is to watch an interesting video. And what really stands out to me about this particular one is, and to be clear, I'm not saying we're not going to cover GPUs. I'm just saying it's, it's probably going to end up being on short circuit. Or not be like a default. You're not going to yeah. cover it by default anymore. Or we'll do it, <clears throat> but not bother doing it at embargo. Why are we bothering? Let's test it. Sure, we'll test it before embargo. We'll make sure the thing's actually interesting. And then let's put together a cool project with it or something. Rather than just saying, here's a GPU. Because, or, or maybe we consolidate it. You know, we do a quarterly GPU update. That's kind of cool. I would, I would click on that personally. Because the problem with, the problem with at launch videos, and, and this is an inherent problem, this is not something that I think anyone can solve, is that you're taking the manufacturer's word for what the street pricing is going to be. And that ended up causing a lot of backlash toward the reviewer community 
back when NVIDIA and their partners were increasing pricing on the 30 series. Because we would review a card with the best information we have at the time, and then it would turn out that it would have a street price that's 20, 30, 50, 100% higher. And all of a sudden, it's our fault, and we're sitting here going, for crying out loud, guys, yeah, in the past, they've been off by a little bit, but my goodness, this has never happened like this before. Mm -hmm. And so if we do something like a quarterly update, then we can basically just go, okay, yeah, here's the actual street pricing. Here's the testing for this particular card, the one that anyone is actually buying, because we can look at, okay, what's getting the most reviews? What is actually ranking high on, you know, uh, bestsellers at sites like Newegg or Amazon or Best Buy or whatever the case may be? And we can give you guys uh, a snapshot of what the market looks like without any constraints, like being limited to pricing information that is provided to us in a very optimistic form by the GPU chipset maker. Yeah. Right. So the reason I had uh, the reason I had brought this up was because here, hold on, I'm just going to uh, filter by. And to be clear, guys, views is not the be all and end all. It's not the only reason we make videos. We make videos because we think something's really cool, or we make it because um, we some we think this is uh, something that's never been done before, or because we think it's something people really need to know. Um, occasionally, it's just because. I'm really passionate about something. I want to talk about it. Uh, we have a video coming up soon that is not going to get a lot of views. Uh, it's going to be called Stop Calling Them Chromebooks. Oh. And it's basically, um, I, I don't know, video essay or kind of a, uh, a chat about how I believe that Chromebooks are going to become laptops. We're not going to call them Chromebooks anymore. We're going to call them laptops because... Did you know that it is one checkbox now to just turn Chrome OS into I can install any Linux thing that I want? Well, I know I had no idea. Yeah. So Chrome OS is Linux. Chrome with, OS might be the with year a Team of the Fortress Linux 2 hat. So that that's my thesis. <laughs> how many people I just speed ran how many people I can piss off. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry. That's not going to get a ton of views. Um, so my yeah. point is that it's not the only calculus, but it is something that we have to at least consider. <clears throat> uh, we have people who I actually, it turns out, cannot pay in graphics cards and water bottles. Uh, they do need to be paid with money. And if we aren't making content that people... and 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 the other thing is that if it's not getting views... Well, that's an indication that it's something people don't want to watch. <laughs> and so we should definitely be making videos people want to watch. And I mean, have a look at have a look at the other stuff we uploaded in the last little while. So for this graphics card, um, we get, you know, th this will end up probably in the 1.3, 1.4 range. Uh, it has a below average. So our average is around 97.5% for like-dislike ratio. Okay, so... I did a tour of a building we bought talking about how we're going to run lands there. People flipping love it. Way more viewership. Uh, we collab with someone cool like Medi, Electro Boom. That video was fun. People flipping love it and watch the crap out of it. We just, we come in on the weekend 
and just upgrade the network infrastructure above average. Even 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 this, even this dry as toast. Uh, hey, here's 12 CPUs and we tested them. Yeah, it didn't get views, which we knew it wasn't going to, but we just thought it was really important. This is a sick video, though. So let's see how far back we have to go <laughs> to find something that people are just as apathetic about as NVIDIA's super launch. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I mean, even... Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, even this sponsored video on Asus's Zephyrus laptop refresh can't get that low. Let's keep going. And guys, no, I, I don't think that all this negativity just comes down to that people are actually that upset about one GPU that wasn't included. Here we go. Here it is. For Airjet, where we like mangled that MacBook. Um, or where we mangled that MacBook. Uh, and I think that really a big part of that was probably the title. Uh, we've updated the title now to include four systems, whatever. Uh, that usually happens anywhere from a week to three weeks after we upload. We'll add a more, a better descriptor at the end. Um, but I think some people thought it was going to be more something Apple can do immediately or something. And so there was, there was a little bit of bounce off of that video. But overall, it was one that the comments are overwhelmingly positive on. So I think it was just, um, I, I mean, everything is just kind of like crystal ball um at a certain point uh, you know why why did people like this or not like it and you can you can read a lot of comments you can look at a lot of analytics but it's there's always going to be a little bit of guesswork involved uh but at the end of the day yeah this um it's a high risk low reward video i i like the idea of will still produce that type of content. Yeah. It'll just be an article on the lab's website. It'll be a graph. And if it's yep. in the creation of that, we're like, whoa, there's a cool story here. Now there's a video. Now there's a video. Because that's that's something we've discussed about how the lab site could work for a really long time. Yep. So you can still come to Linus Tech Tips, Linus Media Group to get this type of information. Just clearly you're sniping the video for graphs anyways. So just go to the site and get the graphs. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that way there's just, there's zero wasting of anyone's time. This is all you want to know anyway. Yeah. And then we need to test the stuff anyhow. Cause I want to do, I want to do more build videos and stuff like that. I want to, I want to do cool builds. I want to do more, uh, I want to do more roundups. I want to do more, <laughs> uh, just kind of updates, keeping people up to date. So we have to do the testing anyway, but we don't have to do it on embargo day. We don't yeah. have to do it under constraints like yeah, not having, proper access to what the exact pricing is going to be prior People to publishing to time pull like crazy fever dream all-nighters and so why bother? weekends and stuff like that yep i think you know at the end of the day this is not entirely my decision this is something that we're going to talk to the team about but it's also not something that i think is that outlandish anymore and we've seen this decline over time and this is not the first time we've asked the question should we do gpu reviews anymore I think the first, I'm trying to think, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a GPU that launched. Um, looking at all the negativity around 40 series, that was, that was certainly a time when we wondered. I would say probably around the time of 4060 series and the 7600, we were just looking at it going, if AMD and NVIDIA can't even care about this, category 
How can they possibly expect their customers to care? And if their customers don't care, why are we, why are we covering it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, uh, I'm trying to think. Probably the peak would have been in the announcement of the 3080. Let's when was look. that exactly? Um, I think you'll be surprised how long ago it was. I'm trying to. So that was also at a very particular time, which makes sense why it would have peaked. That was September 17th, 2020, when everyone was like, Here it is. I'm going to stay indoors for a super long time. This was the peak. And you can play video games on computers? 5.1 million views. And yeah, it's been three years or whatever, but don't kid yourself. Nobody's watching that today. Yeah. Uh, that was, that w- that took off like a rocket ship. And then the actual review. Yeah. That was the last time people cared about a GPU launch. Yeah. What was the 4080 launch? Brutal. Uh, yeah, we can have a look. 4080. Right. <laughs> 1.1 million. No way. No one cared. No way. Dude. Pricing, it's a $1,200 graphics card. Who gives a shit? Yeah, fair enough. $1,200. I, I could buy a PlayStation 5. I could buy an Xbox Series X. And a TV. I could buy an extra controller for each of my bros. For each, oh, sorry, for each of those consoles, so, you know, me and my little brother or my little sister can play together. And some games. No, because it's 500 bucks each for those consoles. Is it? Yeah. Well, okay, not if I get the, di- not if I get the digital edition, but if I'm buying first-party controllers. You're if also I, probably getting bundles. If I don't buy first-party controllers, though, yeah, I might even be able to squeeze in a TV. Maybe. Maybe. It'd be that oh, really I, was, I was I was assuming, once you added the second console and stuff, I was assuming you weren't going the TV route. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. No, but or I could, or to your point, I could buy a console, a full complement of first-party controllers, and a decent TV. And your console is very likely coming with a bundle. At it's least f-ing ridiculous. Games. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. No, so, I don't know. I just, and I'm tired of being mad. Isn't anyone else just tired of being mad? I don't know if they are. But I am. <laughs> it's exhausting. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. I don't know. And like, to be completely honest, um, the, a lot of the old cards are fine. I, I don't know. Uh, like 1440p monitors, uh, 90 to 144 frames per second. Decently old cards are running a lot of new games. No problem. Yep. I mean, we, very respectable settings. We did this video a little while back. Only you can. This is a this is probably a bad title. I, I don't know how to fix it, though, because it's sort of. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't know how to fix it. But basically, I, I scrapyards scrapyard wars a single GPU. The only solution to GPU pricing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a great intro that was begged a gpu anyway (laughs) the the point is um instead of being mad just don't give them your money yeah buy a secondhand gpu there's a lot of them out there and they're generally in a really good condition i don't think i've or not personally ever bought one that ended up being a problem or with a little bit of macgyver know-how i mean the one that i bought in this video had a fan that was a little bit squeaky Yeah, yeah um Okay, but that's fixable with like a four dollar fan off of AliExpress. Like the, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I. It would be very off brand for me 
to say, well then, hmm, I don't know, the fan could, uh, the fan could make a little bit of extra noise, so you should probably buy a brand new card. Yeah. That's not, that's not, that's not me. That's never going to be me, guys. <laughs> yeah, like someone in chat, I think I lost the message, but uh, let's see. Red Pigeon in chat said, my 3080, it's a pretty high-end card, uh, um, but my 3080 still runs everything I play perfectly. The only game it struggles yep. in at high settings is Cyberpunk. Which yeah. is like an extremely insanely hard game to run, especially in high setting. It's also one game. Yeah. So play it and then just run it at like medium. And It'll then still run it at great. medium. Yes, it actually still looks really good at medium. Yeah. Um I feel like we do end up I feel like we do end up getting kind of taunted into spending more on a GPU sometimes by just the existence of higher detail sliders. Uh, yeah. I do I do wonder, as much as a, as a geek, I love that CD Projekt Red just keeps adding yeah, new sure. technology to Cyberpunk. You don't have to turn it on, though. It's the coolest thing ever. I mean, it's the new, it's the new crisis. They, yeah. they literally add settings that they know that no modern hardware can possibly push at a, at a reasonable frame rate. But I, I do I do wonder if that ends up almost having like a negative effect on people. Like the existence of that slider makes them feel bad about their GPU. And if they just set it to a lower setting and then just never looked at it at, you know, ray trace ultra overkill, you know, preset or whatever. They would just enjoy the game and, and, and be happy with it. Yeah. I mean, some of the biggest games this year, Pal World. You don't need a freaking powerful no. GPU to play Pal World. No, not at all. Baldur's Gate Three is going to run fine. Oh yeah. Uh, I I for a period of time ran Baldur's Gate Three on a uh, Titan RTX, which is twenty eighty equivalent, I think, roughly. No problem whatsoever. Twenty eighty Ti. Twenty eighty Ti. Okay. Now twenty eighty was a lot lower than twenty eighty Ti because Nvidia's naming scheme means nothing. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but but still, that's that's multiple generations back, and uh, I I don't think I noticed a huge difference when I put in one of the newer, more powerful cards. It's just like whatever. So that's two of the biggest games in the last quite a while. Neither of which would have an issue with a two thousand series card, let alone a three or four. You can run Lethal Company on Potato. That's another game that blew up recently. Yep. Speaking of running games on a potato, we finally did it. Potato-powered computer? No. Okay, good. Run for like a second if you got it to turn on at all. You probably could. I have no idea. The potato computer. What? It's water-cooled. What? Because of course it is. <laughs> you're not gonna explain are you it's a potato computer there's nothing to explain <laughs> we built a computer in a potato <laughs> in a potato is this like a a special variety of potato that's extremely large no oh it's a russet potato <laughs> <laughs> see that's probably gonna get more views than the 4080 super refresh oh it'll get way more yeah and it's also way cooler because it's interesting. Honestly, it's it's technology that's actually moving really fast right now. Like we, because what we're highlighting is AMD's APUs and how. Oh, okay. And so there's this really cool minis forum system that we used to that we dismantle in order to to make our potato PC that is 
shockingly small. Because I haven't seen anyone integrate these processors, these uh, these really powerful APUs that AMD has been coming out with over the last year or so in anything other than a handheld gaming PC or a laptop where you can only make them so small because they have to have screens and batteries and, and, and things that you don't need in a standalone PC. So things like this big, it's, it's freaking tiny. And we were like, can we finally do it? <laughs> Anyway, a lot of shenanigans ensues because it's me and David who uh, we seem to have developed a bit of a vibe uh, for the projects <laughs> that we work on together. But uh, you guys aren't going to want to miss that one. It's a lot of fun. I just want to jump to this to, to talk about your previous point. Oh, sure. Um, so there's an Xbox Series X. Oh, that's Canadian pricing, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. My point, though, yes. is that it comes with 24 months of Game Pass Ultimate. Oh, wow. So for um, half the price of a, a 4080 GPU. Super, yeah, you can have this. And two, I think this is actually slightly less than half the price. And two years of playing. Does it come with EA Play too? Yeah, it comes with both. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> so, I, and like this is Canadian dollars. So when you when you look at 4080 Super in Canadian dollars, there is easily enough money to get a very solid TV on top of this. I talked to Nvidia about this at CES. I was basically like, "Look, guys, um, I get it. You know, silicon's expensive. It's not like uh, it's not like you set TSMC's pricing. I understand that. Um, and I also understand you guys are a public company. You have to maintain you know your margins in order to make sure that stock price go up and all those things that you have to do. I guess in order to in order to maintain your health and and keep investing in the future of technology and all that stuff. And they, and they do that stuff. They they build really cool technology. I'll never hate on Nvidia for their tech. It's amazing. Um, but guys, you have to kind of understand what's going on here right now. You are alienating your your evangelical users. You are yeah. even worse than alienating. You are you are creating a culture of apathy in the gaming enthusiast community. They're just bored. And that is a huge problem. Not today, not tomorrow, but it will be. That's going to be an enormous problem. Unless you just don't care. And if you just don't care, then fine. Um, but you know, if there's anything that you can do to convey this to the higher ups, that it would be maybe prudent at some point to do something exciting. Um, I think you should consider it <laughs> and it's not like, I'm sure any- that went nowhere, unfortunately. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. But I mean, I had to say it. Sure. What am I going to do? Not say it. Yeah. I, sh- get mad I should say, say it. it. And NVIDIA, NVIDIA knows how to do exciting. <laughs> 8800 GT. When Nvidia decides to be exciting, they can do it. 30 series launch. That was exciting. And when they decide not to be exciting, well, they know how to do that too. No, no. When I say exciting, guys, I don't just mean worthy of purchase at all. I mean exciting. 8800 GT was a moment of gaming excitement all of a sudden for literally half the price with some compromises it had less vram uh, but you could get performance that was close to what the the day prior would have cost you five hundred dollars i have to make some clarifications sure Uh, apparently the xbox all game pass ultimate all access something or other whatever i called it 
<clears throat> is some form of financing option thing. Oh, is that why? So you pay for it over 24 months and then it comes with Game Pass Ultimate. So you, you pay for like the console and Game Pass Ultimate as a subscription for 24 months. Oh, okay. But then I think you own the console at the end or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, however it works, you were so far below the cost of the GPU anyway that I still think we're in the clear. Yeah, because I found this anyways. That's US dollars. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, they're, uh, oh wow. They're under 500 now. Wow. Microsoft must really need to move some units. I don't think Sony's discounted PS5. If anything, they've increased the price. It's freaking February. Yeah. What? Apparently it's 0% interest, that 24-month payment oh, thing. okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I'm not suggesting finance models. I just found the one that isn't financing is US dollars because sure. that's the main thing we're having the conversation in, and it's less than 500 bucks. So the point still completely stands. Here's our discussion topic. You are now, mm, let's say, 15-year-old Luke. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, I know. You know, you're stronger. I'm happy. Smarter, faster. <laughs> Things are improving in general. Yep. <laughs> I'm not as broken. <laughs> do, do you need to talk? Are things you okay? Are, things yeah. are great. <laughs> okay, so you're 15-year-old Luke. Yeah. Um, the one, the one Math thing... Math is going well. The one thing that's worse... Mm-hmm. Is that you don't have any money? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was very broke. Everything yeah. else was better, <laughs> but you don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> do you take up PC gaming right now? Uh, probably not. Or do you just because back on the then I w- I didn't really care. I cared. I mean, this is still honestly kind of true. Uh, just PCs can play so much more now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's but, true but back then I, I was in it for the games for the most part and I got interested in computers mostly because I needed to learn how to work with them and fix them and, and keep them going to be able to play games and like I needed to learn basic networking because my friend and I wanted to play Diablo on LAN and mm-hmm. then I needed to learn still basic but slightly less basic networking because we wanted to have lands of like a bunch of computers and multiple xboxes all at the same time and i wanted to be able to host servers for things and all this kind of stuff that was all largely because of games and that's what drove my passion for technology Um, but we pretty much always had consoles at the same time and i would always pretty much play both um because like i talk about how morrowind is my favorite game of all time all the time i didn't play it on pc i had it on xbox I played the crap out of the Halo games, not on PC. Yep. I played them on Xbox. We had a, uh, some of my favorite memories of playing games with my dad were on Super Nintendo and N64. Yep. Like, and he played Warcraft 2 on PlayStation 1, not on PC. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. Please don't do that. No. Uh, and we, we had PCs as well, but it was, it was about like what game I felt like playing at the time. And if PCs were this hard to get into... Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't have a ton of money. It would have come down to a costing issue and would have stuck with consoles. Like, it just is what it is. And I probably still would have gotten interested in technology because I still would have been having LANs, still would have had to network these consoles together and stuff. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, looking back, when I got into computer games, I got into games that could run on a computer. I wasn't... We didn't have a fancy computer. I don't think we had a dedicated graphics card until I needed to play Civilization II Test of Time. And in order for the full motion video um, 
diplomats and stuff oh, or yeah, em- yeah, yeah. Uh, emissaries to show up. You had to have um, just you had to support a, some level of direct 3D. I, for, I forget what it was, but I, I basically went to Bargain Bites, you know, some hole in the wall computer shop in Mission of all places, and I was like, okay. Uh, this is the minimum requirement on the box. I'm pretty sure I physically brought the box. Uh, yeah, I need something. I used to do that too. I need something that this. And until then, we didn't even have a dedicated graphics card, so everything yeah. was like CPU accelerated. And my point isn't um, isn't that you know we couldn't have bought a GPU instead of a console or something like that. My point is that <clears throat> it was just there. I fell into it. We're asking for people to make an enormous commitment to pc gaming before they ever actually fire up a game yeah the fact that the 40 super refresh didn't do anything for the sub 500 dollar range is what people should be talking about right now yeah the fact that 4060 series nvidia kind of looked at at this point and went yeah that seems fine is ridiculous to me I'm trying to see on Newegg right now what I can get for less than 449 <clears throat> USD. Sure. Like if I'm an American shopper, yep. and so I set my filter down here to 449 cap, um, so I can I can get an entire Xbox Series X, yeah, um, with the controller and stuff, or I can get. There isn't really like uh, what's this. Are those, hold on, hold on. Have you filtered for things that are in stock and shipped by Newegg? Um, sold by Newegg. Yeah, okay, there we go. In, in stock. stock. A lot of pop-ups, Newegg. Yeah, Newegg has turned into a Stop. gigantic piece of shit lately. It's very annoying. It's, it, it used to be an <laughs> oasis of easy filtering and, and somewhat intuitive shopping, and now it's just Awful, no, though it's not nearly as bad as Amazon. Uh, did you see? I added a I added a segment uh, just called like Amazon sucks or something like that. I want to do I want to do a fun little demo for you as soon as you're yeah, done with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm trying different filter options and stuff. I just did best rating. Um, sure. Okay. So what do we got? Forty sixty Ti. Awesome. I think is probably our best one. So for four. $100. Is that the 8 gig version though? Nice. Yeah. So for $400. Do you know how much 8 gigs of GDDR6 costs? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Not a lot. <laughs> like nothing, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, 460 Ti. I'm not really seeing above that, I think. Um, there's 7,600 XTs and stuff, but those are, those are lower at that point. You're saving like almost a hundred bucks. Um, I'm not saying it's a bad deal. I'm just trying to look for ones that are closely priced to that Xbox. There we go. Here's 425. What do I get for 425? 3070. Okay. So I get how, when did the 3070 come out? There's a monster deal on this. So basically I can buy some ancient card from October of 2020. That's right, friends. I can buy a three and a three and a quarter year old <laughs> GPU that launched for hold on, hold on, thirty seventy launch price. 
that launched at four ninety nine. Sorry, what was it priced at today? <laughs> uh, four four twenty five. <laughs> oh man. And uh, who this, do we blame? This, Joe this, Biden. This sucks because we're. we're <laughs> Yeah, uh, this sucks because we we were telling people to go buy used, but oh, these are Canadian prices. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Never mind. Yeah, so these, so it is a lot cheaper to buy yes. used actually. Yes, and so- there was some cheaper ones down here. So like in this, if you're going on Newegg to buy a thirty seventy, like you're also probably doing it. Yeah, wrong. that's not bad. Like that's two hundred and thirty or so U.S. dollars. That 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 FE for three hundred bucks. Oh no, that's that's bids. That's bids. So, sorry, that's not a buy it now. Um, buy it now. Four fifty four. Yeah, so it's around around three fifty. Not that you should do the buy it now necessarily. No, uh, and honestly, I've had a lot of luck with Facebook Marketplace recently, just because mm-hmm. there's no seller fees. Mm-hmm. So on eBay, it used to be that you could get really good deals, but eBay seller fees are quite high now, and I understand why because they offer buyer protection, which basically, as far as I can tell, is just a nightmare to administer. Uh, so there are services Absolutely. that they offer that do add to the cost of running the platform. I get it, but the seller fees are quite high. So if you can meet up with someone in person and if you can verify that the thing actually works, then more times than not, it's uh, it's it's a way to go. It's a way to go. People are like, eight gigs for a 3070 is awful. Right, but you weren't getting anything with more than eight gigs at that price anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's awful. No one's, our, our whole no point one's debating is that, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whole point is that it's rough. Yeah. 13% is the seller fees on GPUs at the moment, apparently. Yeah, that's, oh, that's freaking a lot. Oh, here, can I, uh, can, I, can I play this game with you? Let's play yeah. the game called, I'm going to go to Amazon.com and try to actually f***ing buy something. Uh, okay, so I don't know. So here's the thing. I don't know if this is going to happen the same way that it did when I was sitting in script review with someone earlier this week. Right. Because, I don't know, it seems to be just like RNG, let's see how, what's going to come up when you click on something on Amazon these days. But I was trying to figure out what was kind of the going rate for a 55-inch TV? Because we've got a really cool video coming on this. Um, Flanders Scientific, heard of them? No. Okay, they do instruments. They also do mastering monitors. I was going to say, wait, maybe I have? Yeah. Yes, I have. All right. So, uh, what is it? Flanders Scientific Instruments? FSI, I think? Uh, Yeah. Flanders Scientific Inc. Sorry. Okay. FSI. Whatever. Flanders came in and was like, hi, diddly ho, guys. I hope they actually said that. They didn't. Um, And they brought a 55-inch mastering monitor that's based on Samsung's latest QD OLED panel. Okay. And we were writing an intro for this video, and I was like, okay, you know what would be kind of fun is to do a bit of a, like, well, switch, you know, switcheroo, where we start the video in kind of like a ranty form. Like, who would buy this thing for 20? thousand dollars it's got bezels that looks like it i dragged it out of my grandma's basement it doesn't even come with a remote control and it doesn't have an hdmi port for crying out loud right so we kind of just roast yeah we kind of we kind of roast it which is was even more fun because the uh, flanders scientific guys were in the room 
while we were filming this, um, the, the unit, oh, they, they basically hand carried the unit because they were on their way to do a demo somewhere or something and <clears> allowed <throat> us to make a video and test it because normally we would not have access to this kind of stuff. No. And then when we were done, they had to take it away with them. Um, anyway, so we, so we do this bit. Um, and as part of that, I wanted to have a comparison point for, okay, well, what's a, What's kind of your going rate for a 55-inch monitor? Because, sure, you could spend $1,200 on a 55-inch... Did I say monitor? Sorry. The Flanders Scientific is a monitor, but I, I was talking TV. So you could, you could spend like $1,200 on a 55-inch TV, but you could also spend X. I wanted to know, like, how, how, low, how low have they gotten these days? And so the exercise was electronics, television and video, and trying oh. to find a television. <laughs> There's one. Here's a 40-inch Vizio. Here's what even an antenna. Are some of these things? An antenna, okay. Here's a magic stick. <laughs> I think there's a song about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the penis of magic, right? Mm-hmm. Magic stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a man of culture, I see. Here's a USB-C cable. Here's some sponsored results for... A Toslink cable. <laughs> That's cool. <clears throat> Did I do something One wrong? <laughs> Amazon.com, maybe. Um, Nen Hanser yeah. says, I've never had the issues you've had with Amazon, but I never search by category. I just search I what I want to find. I wonder if it's a category. So I just search. <clears throat> What's yeah, going okay, on with me right now? Luke laptop. Yeah, I just searched the word television. Sure, but like... I want to browse, Luke. Is this not browsing? <laughs> See, look, they figured it out. The filters on the side are oh all TV filters. Oh, my God. But why? Why is... Why did what I... Why is it that what I did didn't work? I searched TV and that worked, too. <sighs> I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that I... You're just saying to get good. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe try and find it then. Maybe I, maybe I, I missed it. I legitimately don't use Amazon, so where, where is it? Where's TV? Isn't it in here? You could try movies and television. That's not the one I clicked movies on. And tel- okay. Or what did, I, what, did I, what did I click on exactly? I, switched, I looked at televisions and video products. Where's the, okay. No, that was, that was, that was I content. I don't think I have that. Seriously? Hold on. I don't know. I, no, you don't. I am not kidding. Oh, no, no, I don't no, it's under electronics. It's under electronics. Okay. It's nested. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay, so fine. Where are the t- where are the bloody TVs then? Television video. What, this what is, even is that? I don't know. It's cool though. It's a replacement lamp <laughs> for a projector, I guess. It looks sick. Yeah, yeah for a projector. <laughs> for the restoration of color, it will bring you a feeling of being immersed. People Love are it. telling me, hold on, hold on. People are telling me I need to go, hold on, we're going back to my screen. People are telling me do? I need to go one level deeper. Oh. No, I don't. There is no level deeper. Model what's, year. What's that movie? I mean, at least model year brings up some TVs. Inception, yeah, but you gotta go deeper. I don't think there's a deeper layer. What is this? The Universal easy mode? big button TV remote. Yeah. Wow, they sold 6,000 6, reviews of this thing. What, what is this? This is a Sabrent Thunderbolt Ethernet adapter. <laughs> what is this doing here? This is an absolute <laughs> quagmire. Get that bread, Sabrent. 
And I don't see, I, I'm sorry, guys, I don't see 3D, really? What year is it? <laughs> smart TV, you mean every TV? Okay, this might help. This might help. Okay, so if I click smart TV. Then that's actually, I think, a lot of the same results I got when I just searched TV. That's the magic hack. So and, that's the deeper level. And I understand why you would just search TV. But let me explain why I don't want to do that. Sure. Because if I search, then I am at the mercy of whatever you're being paid the most to promote. 100%. I am just, I am letting you... In my logic, if you go to the department, it's the same thing. You don't think they're going to advertise on the department level? Well, no, because on the department level, I want filters. That's more, or I expect to find filters. Oh, but I got filters when I searched I know, but that's ridiculous. A little bit. Why don't I get filters? (laughs) Yeah, like if if I just go to your category view, the the all all the first results are sponsored, hundred percent. Like that lamp replacement yeah. thing is a sponsored oh, post. Oh, I know. So it's right know. there. You're seeing this ad based on the product's relevance to your search query. No, I am not. <laughs> Sorta. No, I'm not. This two star lamp replacement is very relevant, dude. This is a dumpster fire. Yeah. I can't even believe this. Well, you know it's, what? it's the, it's the, where even is the mute button? It's the <laughs> notification of, uh, I don't think I did that properly. Yeah. Well, fine. Good job. Um, <laughs> uh, of, of Amazon and other various websites, right? Like it's just getting worse. But this isn't sustainable. <laughs> Go to try Amazon. So here, hold on. Website. What's really, what's really wild to me is if, look, okay. okay you know, the, the category that I drilled down into just doesn't have the TVs in it or whatever. I could see that, but no, it does. Because when I click on smart TV, they're all here. They just didn't think that that was relevant to my interests. I mean, what even is this stuff? Okay, an HDMI splitter, sure. But a Sega Genesis HDMI adapter? What are the odds, Amazon? What are the odds? Hey, hey, Amazon.ca is actually better. People recommended that, and they're not wrong. Um, oh, wow. So I, I, went, I went to all... And then I had to scroll down further, I think. Uh, shop by department, electronics, computer, and office. Is this what I did? Yeah, and then TV and home theater. So there was two more layers here. So that's probably what that person was talking about. Oh, and then I clicked on TV and home theater, and it brought me here. And then there was another layer where mm-hmm. you just have to click on televisions, which is fine. Because all these other things are related to what I've done so far. So televisions. And then, boom, I got a bunch of TVs. Let's see. Uh, some people are saying that. Oh, hold on, hold on. Ship. Uh, some people are saying that it might matter that it says ship to Canada in the top. So mm. I'm changing it to. Why is it not? Let me go back to. Oh my God! Why is it not in the drop down? United States minor outlying islands. No, why? Where? Is that what Canada is to you now? A minor outlying no, island? No, I'm just, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find ship to US in the Come drop on, down. America. It's not here. And it's not here. Is there another, have they changed the name to Americastan or something? Like what, where, where the heck is America? Whatever. I just, I put in, I put in the only zip code I know. So 90210. <laughs> uh, here we go. Let's refresh the page. Nope. Sorry, folks. Electronics. You got to put in a uh, twenty-five hundred televisions and video products. Here we go. Two zero five hundred. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
America's attic. We are not. No, we're the hat. Come on now. Yeah. Figure it out. Really nice hat. Warm. Yeah. A, a beaver hat, you might say. Beaver hat. Sold out of... What are we supposed to be doing right now? What even is the this Hudson's show? Bay. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> You know, it's amazing how much of Canada the Hudson's Bay Company owned. Oh, yeah. Like a couple hundred years ago. Yeah. Like actually owned the country. And now they're like almost gone. Yeah. Kind yeah. of what a what a way to fall. Yeah. What a. What a, what a story arc. <laughs> amazing. Canada actually has some genuinely very interesting history. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, like actually. Yep. And I'm not even just saying that because I'm also Canadian, but like it actually does. Yeah. Anyway, it like literally was the fur trade for a while. That was its only point in existing. And that's why Hudson's Bay like owned it all. It was, it was super weird. I don't know. Oh, hey, Luke, check this out. What's up? TV and video up here. Oh, Hey, now, now, now you works. got that Canadian page. Now you click on televisions. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no, hold on, hold on. Okay, so what happened? So from the homepage, if I go here and I go to shop by department, see all, electronics, TV and video, what the f*** just happened? All right, at least I can find televisions now, so that's good. So I want to know how much a 55-inch TV... Great. <laughs> 50 to 59 inches, then. Fine. <laughs> I'll settle. Anyway, we found the answer before. It's about 250 bucks. is what the kind of going rate for a basic 55-inch TV is. In fact, I think this might be the one that we settled on. It is amazing. Oh, no, that's not it. That's 50 inches. It is, is amazing. It's pretty wild that you can get a nice 50-inch TV for 260 yeah, here bucks. it is. This one. TV prices are something that have not gone the route of graphics cards, it seems. No, no. They somehow managed to keep getting cheaper. That's they, wild. They have... Man, I've talked about this before, but I actually got to experience it firsthand for a while. Uh, uh, firsthand um, for the first time. Because for the first time in my life... I went to a store and bought a TV. Not to make a video. You know, I've only ever done that once too. Just to have a TV so that I would have it. Yeah, me too. I've only ever done that once. My grandparents um, have a, had a pretty small TV. It was like 38 inches or 40 inches or something like that. And their vision is not what it was. And uh, they do not have, at their age, they don't have the capability to go to a store and, and buy a TV at this point anymore. So um, I was over there and they were talking about, you know, some of the, some of the hassle with it. And I was like, tell you what, uh, Merry Christmas, new TV. Sure. Um, so we went down, we went down to visit them uh, last weekend and I was like, Oh, I still owe you your Christmas present. It's <clears throat> late January. Uh, peace. I'll be back. And so I went to London Drugs of all places because okay. it was that close. That is a thing. They actually have a surprisingly solid electronics department. They it's always surprise me. They they carry Samsung, LG, Hisense. Oh, wow. Sure. Um, okay. And Sony. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, range. let's have a look. Um, <laughs> I don't... 
I totally understand. Or actually, no, I don't understand how how enough people are buying. Makes no sense, like, especially with shipping costs. Like LG and Samsung TVs. Uh, given how much more they cost, like I understand why I understand why TCL and Hisense are gaining so much ground in yeah. North America right now because it was literally half the price, and even to my eye, I was like, "Yeah, it looks good enough for Mima and Peepaw." Uh, so, so I ended up with a Hisense. I know, right? Like, got rid of my TV buying virginity with Hisense of all people. Um, <laughs> Right? I'll remember it forever, though. Unforgettable moment. So, so anyway, uh, look, again, looking at price... <laughs> just hear Dan sigh from behind the camera. No, no, I, I always think about things that I want to say, and then they're just absolutely not appropriate. Again, looking at the pricing, the difference between 55 inches and 65 inches is basically negligible. So I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, let's, well, let's get them a 65-inch TV. Let's get something nice and big so they can, you know, see National Geographic or whatever it is that they watch, figure skating. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. I, my grandma likes figure skating, all right? Yeah. So, so 65-inch TV. Very impressive. So I took my, I took Actually, my son no, with me on this errand because he doesn't do enough errands. And I was like, you're going to do an errand. Um, let's go get a console. We needed to get a new console table because uh, we discovered, you know, we found the TV we wanted and realized it had the new style stand because it's cheaper for them to make uh, with the two feet on the edges instead of the single thing that kind of supports it at the back. So we had to go to Ikea. We had to get a little, a new little console table. So we got that, threw it in the trunk. Uh, we went back to London Drugs, picked up the TV that we'd gotten the quote for. They, they had put it aside for us, dragged it out to the parking lot and went, oh, sh**. Doesn't fit. It's a good lesson on running errands. Why would I drive the Taycan? You were just trying to be why did, uh, a dad who teaches his son things. Why did I take the Taycan, though? That's That was it. You were trying to teach him a yeah, lesson. Yeah, but why did I take the Taycan? I don't know. <laughs> it's because I didn't think about it. I didn't think we were going to go out and buy a TV. No, because you were trying to teach him a lesson. I'm trying taken to get you out here, man. Come on. I would have taken the minivan. Yeah. Um, so the real reason I drove the Taycan is because I like driving it and because it's electric. Yeah. I hate going to the gas station. Yeah. Like, hate it. Yeah. So, for those wondering, for those Taycan drivers out there who have a Taycan, um, you cannot fit a 65-inch TV in the trunk unless <laughs> in the rain <laughs> you unbox the TV in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Put it in with about this much clearance to either side. <laughs> Take all the accessories out. <laughs> put them under it. Drag the box back inside. Say, hey, can you throw this in the compactor for me? And then hope to whatever deity you believe in that that thing is not DOA. <laughs> you could have. Um, oh, I've man. done stuff like this before. Yeah. You could have plugged it in and turned it on while you were there. Yeah, I I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's fine. That's amazing. <laughs> Anywho, this is actually Fantastic. this is actually not. That the is a different lesson. Yeah, maybe not the best so, one, but so, you get her done no matter what. Yeah, that's yeah. Not. I mean that that's definitely the lesson. Yeah, and uh, Mima and Peepa now have. And it works. A new TV. It does work. Mission accomplished. Yeah, thank thank the maker. Uh, high sense in this case. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good job. <laughs> I've actually had to do that before. The last time was buying... Uh, sorry, sort of in float plane chat. Ty can't. 
Got him. But it could in this case, so it is still a Taycan. So a 65-inch TV does fit in a Taycan. No, that's not the lesson! <laughs> I actually the takeaway. I actually have had to do this before, and it was <laughs> way worse. Uh, when we moved Wait, to... Wait, so this is the second time you've moved a TV with the Taycan? No, no, it wasn't a TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, the first time I've had to do... No, I mean, I mean unpack something in a parking lot. Ah. Uh... The first time was way worse. <laughs> it was at Costco which should give you some idea where I'm going with this. And it was a king-size bed frame. (laughs) For some reason, because I don't believe in planning, I already had a bunch of stuff in the back of the van. Ah, nice. Good. So I had to completely dismantle. And at Costco, I was, I don't know, I was afraid to even ask them to take the packaging for me. So I basically Tetrised the crap out of this thing putting in the pieces every way that i could trying to use the packaging to keep it from like to keep the pieces from destroying and scratching each other and at the end of it i was able to <clears throat> shove the trunk latched it was completely full completely <laughs> solid um yeah so um plan ahead <laughs> you won't. Well, it's like what? I'm going to pay for delivery? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh man, and like that that bed frame, it was wrapped in that, you know, that really really thin foam wrap. So it was wrapped in that. It was a windy day and it was like blowing all over the place and stuff. It was, I was in the loading zone in front of the store, so people were like watching me do this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at least one person walked by and was like, hey, Linus, because like, it's not like I'm anonymous. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Won't pay $10 for delivery, so I'll spend two hours bagging it. But yeah, that's two hours that he wasn't working, though. Yeah, and it's d- delivery for $10? I can't get Uber Eats delivered for $10. Never mind a TV. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. $10. Yeah. What's that line that Bill Gates... Do a backflip. Bill Ga- the Bill Gates character on The Simpsons says, you don't get rich by writing a lot of checks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's such a great scene when his goons come in and just start, like, trashing Homer's living room. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen yeah. that. He created, like, a website, right? Yeah. Or something like Homer.com with, yeah. all, with, like, all the junk on it and the ads. Yeah, and he was just, he was just bandwagoning <laughs> on the .com. Get him, boys! Yeah, and so Bill Gates rolls up and is like, we'd like to acquire your company. And it turns out acquire just means, like, wreck the joint. Because <laughs> it was like a home server that was basically just his computer, and they just destroy it with baseball bats. And then they... <laughs> I wish the internet worked more like that. Your website is cancer. We're just um, going to destroy it. We're supposed to explain merch messages. So the way to interact with the show is to leave a merch message. Don't do a super chat. Don't do a Twitch bit. It's not like Twitch needs more money. Actually, they probably kind of do. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Actually, why don't we? Yeah, why don't why don't we expand that thing we were doing before the show into a bit of a more of a topic? Twitch and the no good, very bad week. Um, yeah. Pokemon left. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. Yeah. Anywho, um, merch messages. All you got to do is head to LTTstore.com and put something in your cart and you will see a box for merch messages. Once you complete your order, it'll go to our producer, Dan. There he is. Who will either forward it to the appropriate party, reply to it himself, or curate it for me and Luke to respond to. We've got a couple of merch announcements before we do a couple of merch messages to show you guys kind of how it works. First up, 
we have a new newsletter this week going through the minor backpack. Oh, here it is. So make sure you are signed up for the newsletter because we are trying to provide some really cool behind-the-scenes content. Um, Tatiana actually hosted a video over on Floatplane where she went through that backpack that had been used in a coal mine and contrasted it with a brand new one. This was in the lead-up to the discovery that the bottom panel was not actually doubled. So there's some really cool learnables from all of this from our materials expert. Uh, what else do we have as an update for the merch team? Um, okay, I am a little confused by this one. Oh, okay, we have a 3D down jacket promo right now. I'm just going to have to go to the store to make sure that this is working. But as winter reaches sort of the end of winter... This is my favorite jacket ever. Uh, blah, 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 jackets, here we go. If you order the 3D Down jacket, which is a relatively light jacket, but very warm for how thin it is, good reviews, and there you go, you get free shipping for your entire order. Oh. So if you live somewhere where shipping is expensive and there was some stuff that you were planning to pick up anyway, then maybe pick up a 3D Down jacket at what will amount to a pretty sizable discount. So there you go. You just got to click that box and you fill out this thing and it's pretty cool. And then you go ahead and check out your order. The last thing we have going on on the store this week is precision screwdriver notification signups. There's going to be a couple of reasons that you're going to want to sign up for the precision screwdriver notification. So that's right here on the homepage where work meets play because it's... Oh, that's that's cute with a twist because it's got a really nice uh, hybrid ceramic bearing in the top. So it'll spin for like a minute if you just kind of lightly give it a little spin. Uh, anyway, there's two reasons you're going to want to sign up. First is you'll be the first to know when you can buy it. And second is you will be in the pool to potentially get a chance to be one of the first 100 for that first batch of top of production samples. Oh. Um, and then after that, everyone else is going to have to wait for mass production. So you could end up with it much, much earlier than anyone else. All right, Dan, do you want to hit us with a couple merch messages? Yeah, I've got some here for you. Hi, LLD. What do you think about Pal World? Luke, how do you feel about regionals in Pokemon Go? Do you even do Pokemon Go, Luke? I'm going to let I you. Do. Yeah, awesome. he's a Pokemon Go guy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Awesome. Um, I disagree with pretty much all of the things that the Pokemon Go community seems to care about because I play it for wildly different reasons than I think most people do. Um, so I don't care at all about region- regionals in Pokemon Go. <laughs> I don't even care slightly. Yeah, um, for you, it's just more of a like touch grass thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like whenever there's some feature I thought that was that's the whole like, point of Pokemon Go. Am I missing something? Oh, 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 okay. I, I would... Can I just say that I would like, if I'm going to be canceled, <laughs> I would like for it to be for something other than Pokemon Go. This is the only time I've actually feared for my job. I, I thought it was... You're poking just, the hornet's nest here. <laughs> that, that reaction when he's like, oh, we're here now. Let me, let me address the community really quick before we go further. Not that I'm not going to go further, yeah. but just... Control Z, <laughs> control Z. <laughs> You're going to use those mute buttons, and now would be the time loop. Oh, man, that was really funny. Yeah. Um, I'd like, if I'm going to get canceled, can it at least be for something cool? You know, like... Yeah, I don't know. And like, like graffiti. I don't know. People, <laughs> pe- pe- people will, would absolutely 
yeah, hate like all my takes on Pokemon Go, and that's fine. And they can just be mad about things, and that's okay. But uh, but yeah, I don't really care about regionals. If a regional happens, can you explain what a regional is for those of us who don't Pokemon Go? Got it. Certain Pokemon are only available to be caught in certain areas right. of the world. Right. I don't need them. Right. I don't care. Right. And now if I happen to be there and I get one. Right. Neat. And then for anyone in that region, I guess it's like, if you want it that bad, then you can Pokemon come. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than go. Yeah. Come get it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. That's probably a different game. It also incentivizes like... I wouldn't be surprised if it exists, though. Probably exists. Um, yeah. Uh, what is it? Rule, rule something? Something, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, there's so many jokes there, but I'm just going to leave it where it is. Um, yeah. But, like, when I was in Japan, uh, there's a APAC regional, which yeah. is far-fetched. So I mm. caught a bunch of them. Yeah. And when I came back, I've just been giving them to people when I'm back. So you don't even have to go get it yourself. Right. If someone you know or someone in the Pokemon community around you which uh, it's very likely one of them will travel at some point, happens to go somewhere and gets a bunch of them, you can just trade them something when they come back and then you get it. Like, it just... I, I don't know. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Why do you care? But I, I, I've been I thinking... I mean, it's literally the tagline of the entire franchise. Gotta catch yeah, them all. Okay, okay. I, but I'm just... No, but this is a very good point. I'm just saying... I know it is. Thank I've you. been mulling on this thing that I'm... I make very good points we, once. We one bo- time. We both know I'm never going to make this, and that's one time. fine. But I've been enjoying the mental idea. I've been mulling on this video idea of uh, we all suck at playing video games. Hmm. And my like whole, doing my whole point is that we're doing it wrong. Yeah, we're like, never yeah, making that video. Just because the tag... No, I'm not saying... Blame the com- community video rarely goes over well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just because the tagline is gotta catch them all does not mean that you've gotta catch them all. Like, you should find a way that you have fun in a game and then do that. Right, but... I mean, let's look at the Pokemon company's entire raison d'etre. Like, why do yeah, they create new Pokemon just- so that you won't have them all? Like, they know sure. that this is a compulsive and, behavior for people, that they need to have them all. And they, and they feed that. They do it on purpose. For sure. They, not only do you have to have them all, you have to have them all in this game, then you have to have them all in cards. Oh, by the way, did I mention there are shiny cards? You uh-huh. need to have them all in that form. Oh, there's shiny Pokemon. Don't Pokemon forget, you need, digital, you need digital cards for the digital game so you can play it online. Don't forget about all the collectibles. Well, you're going to have to have all of those, too. I mean, the whole thing is just designed... Yeah, to more. exploit people who just compulsively need to collect things, and right? to so a certain re- to a certain degree, you should want that because that means there's more content. But you just got to not be obsessive about the content. Oh my god! Listen to this guy. You just got to not be obsessive. Do you have any idea who you're talking to? I don't know. These are people who are so into computers that they are like now... Are, hold on one mad. second. There's this thing called shadow raids. Luke, they are an hour and 23 minutes into this <laughs> podcast about f***ing nothing. <laughs> what have we even talked about? Yeah, but we're second monitor. They're not obsessed. Hold we're, on. We're second monitor. Let's find out what monitor we're on. I'm putting up a poll. You gotta include third as well. You're okay. on my fourth. Fourth? Yeah, yeah but... Yeah, we, got, we gotta stop it somewhere. I do, need, I do need more. We still have to talk about that. Oh, my goodness. We'll get you one of those 55-inch TVs and just divide it up. No, that doesn't work. I did that at home, and it's terrible for productivity. I miss multiple monitors. Yeah, multiple monitors are great. Oh, and so doing good. a two-minute two poll. Here we go. All right, Luke, carry on. Okay, so th- this is going to be nothing to you, but there's a, there's a thing in the game called Shadow Raids. And 
in <laughs> just leaves. Well, it's nothing to me. I was going to get a snack. That works. You I can, can talk I can to talk them. To no, I'm, 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 no, I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually kidding. Um, so uh, over the pandemic, I, I quit playing over the pandemic because the reason I would play it was to go outside. But um, cool. over the pandemic, they added something called a remote raid pass. Yes. If you wanted to do a raid, you could buy, because I don't think there was any opportunity to get them for free. Maybe there was at some point. There isn't now. You could buy a remote raid pass. Sure, but, uh, can, sorry, can I interrupt for a second? What if I wanted to catch something other than a bug type? <laughs> well, raid wouldn't be very effective against oh a bear. Oh, my God! <laughs> Actually, I have to applaud you for that. It's very good. I wasn't sure where you are going. That was pretty good. That was uh, pretty good. Raid is a brand of insecticide here in North America if it doesn't exist elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, raid is usually for more rare uh, types of Pokemon. I think the most commonly done one by at least groups of people would be legendary raids, which are the harder ones. Um they introduced these remote raid passes so you wouldn't have to go outside in order to raid. A cool idea. We're actually primarily on primary monitors. Just just saying. Wow. 45%. Well, that's the float plane people, though. Yeah, so what? They yeah. said they all use Firefox. <laughs> why, don't you make this, why don't you make this point that you are apparently going to make it okay. eventually? Okay. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, I just poked that hive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can you not antagonize <laughs> okay. our, our most so, loyal, diehard <laughs> community members, please? So there's there's these things called remote raid passes. Really cool idea during the pandemic. They still exist. Whatever sounds good. People are really pissed that you can't do more of them per day. Right, raids. Remote raids. Remote raids. You can do as many local raids as you want per oh, day. Oh, okay. But you have to actually get go off there. your chair yeah. and go there. Um, I heard a lot of them are like churches and stuff now or something like a lot of locations or gyms gyms yeah like churches have embraced like the whole pokemon gym thing so oh, that probably. people will go to them sure anyway that's a whole probably separate conversation yeah anyway um i doubt it works to be honest because mm. people show up for like a few minutes and leave they don't really anyways whatever um but shadow raids you which have a certain type of pokemon don't worry about it, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. you can't remote raid into them and shadow raids shadow legendaries so like a a shadow zapdos is only going to show up on the weekend uh they can't see it they have to move you and i luke created a poll called i did not dan did this dan why i think they've kept it perfectly neutral his (laughs) i respect that a lot good job guys that's actually amazing it's 50 50 (laughs) his poll here is is everyone on float plane a liar yes yes luke had uh luke had the polls closed uh that was for him more than anything so sorry about that Uh, that's where i find that amazingly entertaining that it's 50 50 Um, good job float plane (laughs) that's that's impressive i'm genuinely impressed you guys Um, are you guys are great these these shadow legendary raids they only happen on weekends you can't remote raid you can't remote raid pass into them got it that has created this emergent behavior where I will try to organize with people to meet up on the weekend yeah. and go walk around and do these raids. Right, so, you're, so you imagine that... That's really cool. So you're the true Scotsman. That's fantastic. But no one else is a true Scotsman. That's exactly what I want. And right. people are mad because they want to be able to remote raid pass into Shadow Raids. And I'm like, actually, I would rather if we couldn't. Because so that, now... If yeah. people want this thing, if people are going to, ooh, I go catch them all, then they're going to have to come out for a walk. Right, okay. So, like, I have differing opinions to the majority of the community, which is fine. They can want to play the game however they want to play the game. That's no problem. 
but I play Pokemon Go for a reason that I don't think most people do. <laughs> right. I I I play it because like this weekend there's a thing going on and I'm probably going to walk like 15 plus kilometers in a day. And that's great because getting myself to do that without a gamified motivation is harder. But now I'm like excited to go walk a crazy amount of kilometers. Some people are just going to put a bunch of lures down and sit on their butt for the entire event. And that will be very effective, but I don't care. Well, they can just be kind of like the NPCs in in that region. Yeah. Yeah. Like like the the, the, the trainers that are just like walking back and forth between two points and they're like, I like bug Pokemon. In the grass, do you want a battle? (laughs) That would be fantastic. Um, If you don't move enough, you should turn into an NPC. And when people encounter you, you should have to battle or something. Is that a is that a thing? Is that a mechanic they have? Because no, if not, they totally it'd should. Be pretty sweet. Though. Like if you don't move, you're just like you're one of the people on like route it six or whatever. It puts like a vision cone in front of you. <laughs> like anyone that walks in front, it challenges them to battle. Um, someone said, "I agree," but as a wheelchair user, there needs to be a wheelchair mode. Is wouldn't you just wheelchair around? You just well, roll depends. Around? Not everywhere is wheelchair accessible. Like man, it's. It is. That's fair. Where it, I go to every time I do one of these is very wheelchair accessible. I had a um, I had a pretty bad knee injury a number of years but ago. But I understand not everywhere is such that like walking was actually really hard. Me and too. I it was for a bit. shocking, like how hard it is to get around anywhere. And I was still on my feet. It's crazy. Um, and the thing is that like as someone who's working on a building right now, if you guys missed it, we uploaded a video earlier this week outlining the plans for the badminton center slash land gaming center. As someone who's working on a building right now, um, I, I recognize a lot of the really good things that are being done in the building code to make things more accessible. You have to have handy accessible spots. You have to have X percentage of handy accessible washroom stalls and sinks and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so your, like your counters have to be such that you can, you can roll up to them and use them. All that's really good. But what's interesting is that building code just straight up doesn't apply to anything that was already built. And 98% of everything, actually, no, 100% of everything is already built like today, you know, there will be things that exist that will become that they have been built. But my point is just that the overwhelming majority of things were built before that. And the planning was terrible. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's a, that's totally a fair, that's totally a fair point, And that's something that, you know, Niantic should address. But I also don't think that that invalidates Luke's point that a lot of people are able-bodied and just don't want to go out i would love if there was solutions for that type of stuff i'm not against solutions for that type of stuff i think there's ways to accomplish that uh like maybe make it that you can invite a maximum amount of people to remote raids per day and you have to be a certain level of friends with them because like there's a there's a if you hadn't stolen my phone <laughs> i forgot about that until now i knew um, you would there, there's a there's a uh, there's multiple apps there's a ton of different apps that you can use uh to host uh, which I'll do sometimes, or or to to remote raid in to mm-hmm. other people's things. So the community element is just fully digital now. Um, I don't know. I I, I I understand the countering argument because you can play the game more yep. and honestly probably enjoy it more and play it at a more competitive level and all these other types of things and be much more immersed and in the Pokemon Go experience if... 
uh, you're able to remote raid roll more and you're able to catch more things from your house. Like if your catch radius is bigger, so you can get more things from your house. Sure. All this type of stuff. I get that. But the reason why I want to play the game personally on a personal level is because it gets me outside and moving and more active and, and in the sun and all that type of stuff. Um, my motivation is less about Pokemon. It's more about personal health and, and fitness and well-being and stuff like that. So I like the idea that I don't have to do those things alone. And I have genuinely received the response. I've been like, oh, I want to go do this thing. Like, let's go to whatever park and walk around and try yeah. to do as much as we can. I have genuinely received the response of like, ah, I'm probably just going to hang out at home. I'll, I'll remote rate it. And it's like, oh, that sucks. I don't know. But uh, to each their own, right? Did we just spend half an hour on the first of the two merch messages we're supposed to it, do right now? You didn't now? even answer the full question. Oh, what was the question? What was the question? And also, what do you think of Pal World? Oh, I haven't oh, played. I've played it. Um, I hope it's a major wake-up call to Pokemon, and that's honestly pretty much my only feeling about it. Yeah. It's the best Pokemon game that has released in many years. It makes, uh, what was it called? Legend of Arceus or something? What was that game? I don't even know. Whatever it was even called, because it didn't matter at all. Uh, it makes that game look like a joke. Yeah. Um, and hopefully Game Freak wakes up and does something with that IP, because it's incredibly frustrating as like a person who does like Pokemon. That the Pokemon games like, I don't know. Yeah, and it's not like Nintendo is. I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo can be really stuffy and really kind of set in their ways, but they can also be kind of edgy and unique and fun. And so, yeah, I don't see why they couldn't do something a little more creative with the Pokemon IP. I mean, you look at like look at, Super Mario RPG or look um, at Zelda. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Zelda's very been changing, evolving, improving. Yeah, how ironic that Pokemon wouldn't evolve. <laughs> Yeah, for real though. Uh, we should do a, a a super chat really quick here. Someone didn't get the memo and sent a two hundred dollar super chat. That is a perfect way for me to highlight why we don't do super chats and why we moved away from using this dashboard entirely. Check this out. Uh, hey, love the channel. Um, Columbus, Ohio is getting new Intel chip factory. Yeah, that's super cool. It's uh, kind of crazy that semiconductor manufacturing is like coming back to the states. Who to thunk it? Anywho, look at this. I've had people call me out on this and say, no, Linus lied. The dashboard is perfect. No, Linus didn't lie. The dashboard is not perfect. That message, okay, A, I can't apparently unselect it. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, is not here. It's not in- What happens if you refresh? The viewer activity. No, it's it's not here. Check it out. <clears throat> doop, 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 doop. not there and eventually things do fall off here. yeah that will go away that's only still there because it's such a big donation that's the bug that made us develop <laughs> merch messages in the first place how many years ago was that two three somewhere around there yeah it's been a while it's still not fixed how is that even possible like tell me something how complicated is the database that needs to store these text inputs these text entries. Like, is this is this more complicated than an Excel sheet? Help me out here. Well, yeah. No, um, but, no, but on, really. On YouTube scale, yada, 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 yada. But uh, it shouldn't be a big deal. It has to store a username, an amount, a timestamp, and a flipping It should not be message. a big deal for YouTube to do. It, it doesn't even have to store image anything. Like, it's... 
Are you kidding me? So anyway, that's why. <laughs> and as for why I don't turn them off, if people want badly enough to do things wrong, then I say power to them. Yeah. All right, Dan, hit us with another merch message. Sure. Hi, Dan, Luke, and Linus, too, I guess. What industry have you been most surprised by, the amount or kinds of technology that they use? Man, just about, just about... I think I'm more surprised by the opposite. Oh, ones that don't use technology? Or or that, like, oh, they're still running the same computer with serial cables from the, like, early 90s. I remember finding out in, like, 2010 <coughs> or something like that, that uh, one of our competitors at NCIX still used fax to place POs. I'm just like, what? Japan just email them, like, obviously. I don't know if this is in the yeah. doc right now, but Japan is dealing with, like, the fact that a bunch of businesses are still sending the government, like, floppy disks. Yeah, apparently they just changed the legislation that forced that, so maybe they can finally move past the floppy diskette after all these years, all these decades. Um, I will say, being in Japan, a lot of the more tactile things still being around is kind of nice more things tend to have physical buttons um more things tend to have moving moving physical components involved that don't seem like they're going to break often did i ever tell the story actually like pretty cool about getting the insurance and registration taken care of for my car oh yeah and how like not only did they require facts like like a like like signed facts uh, like a signed fax, but they actually required the original form for like the business registration for the dealer to be mailed to the insurance broker in order to register the car because some some ICBC is our insurance provider in BC. They have a monopoly because that's legal for some reason. Uh, if anyone was looking for a platform to get elected on in BC, it would be to abolish ICBC's monopoly and then instant you're elected just in case anyone's wondering anyway the point is um I, yeah the fact that even a fax wasn't considered good enough how is it how is it how is anything more than an email required i just am sort of baffled by that um and then the, yeah the fact that things have to be physically present for signatures always blows me away uh hey the the, the superb owl is coming up really soon. Uh, sports tech is is really cool. Sports tech is really cool, especially in the NFL. Actually, yeah. Like, I mean, have wow. you seen how? Have you watched an NHL game recently? <laughs> Hockey game? No. <sighs> I heard we're doing well, but Rem- no. Remember how bad those digitally superimposed uh, yeah, boards are now? They're really good. Now. I have seen that. I have seen that. They like move yeah. and stuff, and looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but genuinely, uh, if you're, if you're into tech at all, even if you hate sports, if you look into the tech that the NFL uses, um, for, for NFL games, it's, it's really pretty wild. That is actually an extremely tech forward, uh, uh, organization. Yep. Yeah. You wouldn't know it from all the NFL, uh, co-branded merchandise. We did that video where yeah. we bought sports yeah. tech. It was just the cheapest cheapest absolutely of aliexpress garbage with a silk screened logo on it it was amazing yeah but when it comes to their games and like how they do refing and all this other kind of stuff mm-hmm. really impressive yeah hawkeye is super cool i might have some news about hawkeye for you oh okay well here why don't i first explain what hawkeye is it's what they use for tennis badminton oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah. to to track the projectile and <laughs> i didn't realize this but it's not 
actually that the camera array is seeing where the ball landed or where the shuttle landed. It's that it is calculating based on the initial trajectory where it will go. So Hawkeye might not actually always be right. Because this is less true of a tennis ball, probably, where... You could do a like a NASA-style to-compute thing, where you have Hawkeye try to figure it out, and you have something that watches it and tries to figure well, it out. Well, I think they and do they have agree, that. Okay. But it has to make a decision, and it is the final call. Hawkeye is? Yeah. Because Hawkeye only comes out, at least in badminton, I don't know how it works in tennis. Uh, in badminton, Hawkeye only comes out in the event of a challenge. So they have um, uh, Rob 18 full plane chat. I don't necessarily know how true this is, but I've worked with Hawkeye at a Grand Slam tennis tournament. It's not 100%. Yeah. They use a lot of cameras. I, I know they use a lot of cameras. Uh, it's like in the dozens, if I recall correctly, like it's a flipping ton of them. Uh, but aside from the cameras, my understanding and hey, feel free to correct me. My understanding is that the cameras are more about feeding data into the computational engine that decides where it landed. Because the the point of contact is so much smaller than the actual projectile. Think about it. For a tennis ball, no, absolutely. Yeah. only the part that mushes touched the court. And if the edge of the ball that doesn't mush onto the ground is over the line, well, that doesn't count. So no camera, unless it was positioned at ground level is going to actually see how much that ball compressed, or in the case of a shuttle, how much the, uh, the, how much the cork compressed as it hit the ground. So they cannot see where it landed. They just have to have a pretty good idea of where it landed. And in tennis, I could see this being less of a problem. <gasps> but in badminton, the shuttle is fragile. So if you knock a feather <laughs> off of it with a, with a really powerful smash or something like that, its trajectory may not be as anticipated um man sports projectiles are a fun rabbit hole oh yeah have you ever watched a baseball get made yeah they apparently like tried to cost them down and make it make it like machine sewn or something and they were like no this doesn't work so they're hand sewn like every single baseball that the players are just casually just like huck it to the fans which they should that's a part of the experience of the ball game like handcrafted (laughs) what what's that thing about like Uh, badminton shuttles too man badminton shuttle manufacturing is wild the fact that they only cost like uh about a dollar 50 wholesale us is mind-blowing to me yeah baseball rubbing mud (laughs) anyway uh dan tell us about hawkeye yeah, so we had some really good feedback after uh, the Badminton Center video came out. And some people have been recommending a bunch of equipment, especially for the audio, like something like QSIS came up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did some digging with Matt. And apparently QSIS has a lot of partnerships with Intel and Dell. And then also with Sony. And so apparently Sony also works intensely with Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And we... May, this is sounding really expensive. We may be able to get a Hawkeye system. What? Maybe. We'll see. How much, there might Dan? be there might be some major partnership stuff, but we'll we'll have to see. How much, Dan? I don't know. But like full Sony 
full Sony Badminton Center build out. Um, but if you could have, <laughs> if you could have a Hawkeye system, ah, uh, okay. Like just it would be installed and it would be permanent. It would be yours. Because generally you rent them just for just or, for people. Yeah, in the that's audience. my understanding. Anyway, or just for people in the audience, we do a Hawkeye video and then. I mean, I'm. Ex- I'm we do a Hawkeye video. We explain the system. I am. We do a full build out. Not only is it he is down, so cool. That would be a sick video. It would be an incredible video. video. Like, and then you know we put that in with the QSIS system because they've got some really amazing. They're all based on like Dell servers. What is QSIS? QSIS is sort of like the same audio management system that we're planning to put in. Okay, like there's Dante. Like, yeah, but it works with Dante. Like there's a controller box. Um, and all of them are kind of in the same kind of integration thing. They've got okay. some. Uh, and then they're also partnered with Sony. So you know how we're going to have our TVs all over the lobby? Yeah, yeah. So QSIS actually has a partnership with Sony because the Sony like professional display TVs uh-huh. have a QSIS integration. So okay. all of the media and everything can be controlled under the same banner in the same system. Okay, so we'd really need to change like a lot of stuff. Well, we'll see. But we I was, it, yet, it might be worth it. I yeah. was just planning to buy cheap TCLs and then replace them when they burn out. Yeah, like that was my and put USB sticks in them with a looping video. Like that was actually the plan. It was minimum yeah. viable product. Well, I mean, all of it, all of it was designed under minimum viable product. Well, except the facility could easily accommodate what Dan's talking about. So we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So so basically, what we did, just to give you guys a a bit more context here, is we built amazing bones. Yeah. And then we planned to put the cheapest possible flesh on them. Yeah. With the idea being that in the future, we would... You could upgrade or you could replace. We are decked the fuck out when it comes to networking and power because that's how we roll those things are annoying to run you um, run it once you hopefully don't think about it again but knowing that technology only gets cheaper unless it's a gpu um we had planned <laughs> to just go min- bare minimum for the initial implementation and then to kind of see how Which it goes we might need. <laughs> but if we i mean look i'm I'm like, I need to take my sweater off excited if we could have a Hawkeye. I mean, yeah, um, this is kind of what we're working on. Because after that video came out, just everybody started jumping on me for, for that audio setup. Oh, but, dude. Yes. Like, it would just hurt. But, of course, much. right? Minimal viable product. Leave that, Dan alone. That's what we need to have. Uh, could you he's come, our, in, can you come and pick up, Dan's, can Dan's you pick up plan, our car, please? Dan's yeah. plan made complete sense given the bounds that we gave him, to be very clear. Like, uh, uh, we could have told him you can spend as much money as you want. And he could have come up with a different system. My client gave me exacting specific specifications yeah. for that yeah. right so yeah. leave dan alone <laughs> but uh, but looking into qsis like some stuff yeah. some good stuff did come out of this and okay. like because we have people with intel and i think matt's already reached out to a couple of them because all of them like qsis has a heart and the head is intel and there's dell as well and got it all okay. of them know what we're doing and they know qsis and then this is hilarious and then sony this and then also sick. hawkeye we need to release preemptive videos for every future project. <laughs> this is why we never build anything reasonable. Yeah. Because the second we say that's our plan, either the community or our industry partners jumps on us. They're like, 
what what are you doing that could be eight so, percent better so for 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 me right so the system i designed for your for your minimal vial per product cheapest that we can get going yeah it can do like i don't know you know maybe maybe 16 16 channels or something sure. like that, that seems fine. the problem it's probably the fine. problem is that the the qsys things that have the dell logo on the front of them that run on the intel servers are designed for airports <laughs> So they have 256 independent channels of Dante and like a thousand different individual paging zones. Um, and so uh, some people were asking, they're like, so how many paging zones do you need? And I'm like, well, like, the spec got changed, so it's one. Because yeah. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't want to buy a second microphone. So we're just going to do one. And it's like, okay, well, I need, I need an no, airport. No. Wait, okay, you're no, making me. No, uh, I know, but you're making me sound like such a cheap Head. No, no but that was reasonable. It was okay. All you, of you it is extremely hear. reasonable. Should we tell it is them what so my reasonable. plan was, Dan? Should we tell them what my plan sure, was? Sure, sure. Okay, so <laughs> I'm known as the cheap guy. Yeah. So I threw my plan into the ring, and it got upgraded because my plan was rough. If you all want to know what my not a, plan not was, not a six ten, a uh, fifty three hundred. It was Sorry. like yeah. I I don't remember fully, but it was like Raspberry Pis connected to speakers, and they're all logged into Discord. Oh, I've done a full and house install. Just, I've done a house install move, like that. You would yeah. just move your your top. Talking thing around in Discord and then speak it to a mic. Move. It was really cheap. Move okay. to gym channel. <laughs> it was very cheap. And then, so we went from my garbage solution that would cost practically nothing. Yeah. And we looked at, because there was conversations early on. Of we looked multiple, at traditional paging systems as well. There was, yeah. there was months of discussion, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, we, went, we went way above. We went way below. And then we found the pretty reasonable spot in the mm-hmm, middle, mm-hmm. and now we have offers that might result in it being way above again. In a facility that we plan to have a grand total of about two people on staff at any given time, <laughs> we're going to have to have a six-person IT team. So this yeah. is this is the problem. I mean, Sick. that's why I went with that system initially, because that was one of your requirements. It just has to work with no training and be I really simple, the, right? I love the... Look at him. He's freaking out. <laughs> What if you could keep it? What if you could keep it, Linus? What if you had what a if you had system it? at all times? I mean, you'd have to, you, you might have to put a Sony sticker on something. Badminton Center in Canada. They also do like floor-to-ceiling nano LED walls that what? are all also controlled. Like it's digital signage, oh, right? That. Why not? Oh, no, those are like millions of dollars for an install. We're not. They could, they, you no. could put a Sony banner on the outside. I don't even. I don't even want to. The Sony Linus Badminton Smash Sony Champs. I don't even want center to owe them for badminton the players. Of my soul who can't read good and want to play badminton. They would be entitled to at that price. No, no, that would not be reasonable. But no, full Hawkeye video would be actually incredible because I don't think there's been any media on it like really at all there's a little bit but there's it's kind of um it's pretty dry like kind of explainer type stuff yeah um and i don't think that i've seen anyone who's like an independent media who has gotten a chance to mm-hmm. benchmark it like i would be really interested to put hawkeye up against yeah real mm-hmm. eye and like oh. an array of like you know 25 oh. cameras around a spot Oh, how good is sick. how good is Hawkeye? I mean, this is the kind of thing that they're probably looking at, going, mm. <laughs> "We're not um, gonna, we're not gonna do that, are we?" That'd be um, sick, though. But and then, that's yeah. that would be really interesting to me. And then, of course, that also means that you know the the cameras that are going to be recording the uh, the courts 
they would probably also be Sony. Oh, well, that's good. We have found that Sony one we really liked. The only reason yeah. I was going to go Panasonic was because it was cheaper. Well, they're also doing like uh, some PTZ cameras, PTZ cameras. Yeah. Uh, Pan tilt zoom for those not familiar. So they, they are remotely controlled. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of it is in like the maybe tracking and stuff as well. But I don't think those are going to be super necessary. But, you know, uh, huge build out. Very exciting. Yeah. One bit of a downer. I saw one comment where someone was like, hey, I work with BWF, uh, which is the Badminton World Federation or whatever. Um, one of the one of the big mistakes we see a lot of centers making is is not investing properly in the lighting and the uh, and certain other elements to make it uh, BWF standard. So we'd love to work with you guys to make it so you could like host international tournaments and stuff. Um I don't think that's feasible as much as I appreciate the outreach um, because, <laughs> A, we don't have any kind of... Um, we, we don't have any kind of spectator capabilities, really. Like, you could be up in the, in the lounge, but we don't have parking to accommodate if, you know, hundreds or thousands of people wanted to watch or whatever. We could handle video, but, yeah. you know, part of a sporting event is, is the crowd... Right, at least to to a degree. Yeah, we do have a crowd section, though. They can all be on treadmills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then number two is that we don't actually have the um, we don't actually have a high enough ceiling. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm trying. I'm trying to find it right now. But yeah, here it is. Um, according to the. Uh, the minimum ceiling height for a badminton court at Olympic Games, Youth Olympic Games, Grade 1, Grade 2, and badminton BWF level is 39 feet. Mm. <sighs> Ours are, I want to say, 32. 30, okay. Yeah, I think they're 32 or 34. I can't remember exactly, which is for uh, even a high-level recreational player, more than fine. But those professional players, man, do they ever hit hard. And there are certain instances. I actually saw I saw so many people uh, in the comments on that video who just, they don't know anything about badminton. And I get it. In North America, we most people know absolutely nothing about the sport. I didn't. And one of the, one of the big <coughs> comments that I saw from people was, what do you need all that vertical height for for badminton? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Uh, High-level players, if their opponent plays a really tight shot over the net where they're basically just coming in like this and just kind of popping it up so the shuttle tumbles and it just barely like kind of rolls over the net, what they're going to do to, to counter that is they're going to come up and they're going to hit it as high as humanly possible way, way up and toward the back of the court. And the more ceiling height you have, the more travel they can get toward the back of the court. And that's really important because the closer it is to the front, the more likely it is that they are going to be eating that shuttle when their opponent smashes it down at them. Um, so having it really, really, having the ceilings really high is actually incredibly important. So we're not going to be able to host like a BWF sanctioned tournament or anything like that. That's not in our future. There's, that's how high the ceiling is. There's absolutely nothing we can do to change that. It'll be a quality facility. It'll have some of the highest ceilings in the lower mainland, but no BWF tournaments for us. Hawkeye'd be cool though. Hawkeye would be sick. Just oh, for, Hawkeye's you know, so bad. Just for any tournament. Even if it was just a video. Yeah, yeah. yeah even if we had to tear it out, that's that's fine. I'd be down. Yep, yep. Uh, you got one more. Now, uh, 
I'm just it's sponsors. We have to do sponsors now. Oh yeah, we better do sponsors. Uh but right. The show is brought to you today by Odd Pieces. Don't get stuck using the Apple Vision Pro all by yourself. Share the fun times with your friends and family with Odd Pieces, our sponsor. Their puzzles are more than just pictures you put together. You are also getting to experience their storyline. So the picture on the box doesn't match up exactly with the puzzle you're putting together. There could be a hidden story, a mystery, or even a secret ending. When you think you're done, there might be a twist. Each set comes with two storytelling comics, a clue checklist, and a secret ending envelope. You'll get a full narrative experience rather than just a static picture. Odd Pieces works with independent artists who can bring their flair and personality to each puzzle, and a part of every sale goes back into finding more undiscovered artists. With only $35, you can get the 1,000-piece puzzles or save even more with their bundles. So check out Odd Pieces and get 15% off your purchase at the link down below. Super cool. The show is also brought to you <laughs> by Manscaped. Thank you, Dennis, for that. <sighs> Have you tried to hide your overgrown nose hair at the last minute? <laughs> or simply just need a fresh trim for your little guy? <laughs> Let He's an artist. Sp- I'm, I'm glad we didn't have a visual for that one. <laughs> Let our sponsor, Manscaped, get the awkward moments out of your hair. We don't have macro lenses. Check out their Lawnmower oh. 5.0 Ultra. Its trimmer blade and foil blade are interchangeable, letting you choose from buzz cut, bald, to Jeff Bezos bald. <laughs> this man's an artist. And to navigate through those more voluminous spots the lawnmower 5.0 even comes with an led light so you can see right through the shrubbery it's also portable and charges conveniently with a usb-c cable meaning you can whack the weeds anywhere you might be check out the lawnmower 5.0 at manscaped.com slash wanshow and use code wanshow for 20 percent off and free shipping finally the show is brought to you by squarespace tech tips can be very helpful for many things i feel like that's got to have a visual but You won't even need them if you're building a website using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that simplifies the process of getting your website up and running quickly. All you have to do is pick an award-winning template, and you can drag and drop everything you need with their website building tool. They have a wide selection of templates that cover all kinds of businesses, whether you're selling products, services, or even online classes. They've got you covered. With Squarespace, you can grow your business online through their marketing features, which include SEO support, email campaigns, and social tools, and you can even access analytic insights to optimize your website's performance and identify areas that need improvement. Finally, if you need help, Squarespace has useful guides and a 24-7 support team that's there to help you out. So visit squarespace.com forward slash WAN and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. The folks that prepare the show topics must just be like, what even is this? Why do we even bother? They don't talk about them This anyway. is the worst it has I'd, ever been. I'd be upset. I wouldn't be. Let's do a few topics. Let's do some topics. Sure. Please. GM? Sure. Let's talk about GM. General want- Motors. Yeah. They were bound to do something right eventually. You know, broken broken clock is right at least twice a day. It's like they, it's like they got 10% on a Scantron, but they figured it out at the end. General Motors has announced that they will be bringing back their line of plug-in hybrid EVs, <clears throat> which they retired back in 2019 at the worst possible time with the end of the Chevy Volt. The company has been under significant pressure from dealerships who have been struggling both to meet consumer demand for hybrids and to sell battery-only EVs in the quantity that's required by their carbon reduction quotas. 
how many times have I said the Volt was an amazing car? It was just ahead of its time. And if if they their, their problem was the lack of demand, so their dealers have apparently figured it out. They could have sold, man, they could have sold this thing. It's such a cool car. Yeah. You only have to burn gas if you're going... Plug-in hybrid just makes so much sense for most people. And they just couldn't figure out how to sell it. Like, man, I'd read... Anytime I want to just be angry, I'll go and read like Chevy Chevy Volt message board messages and stuff. People be like, "Yeah, I worked at a dealership. This guy brings his car in and uh, he brings it in for a trade in." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, the the like lifetime fuel economy is really high." He's like, "Yeah, I never plugged it in, like not once." The fuck are you doing? You could you could do your daily commute on battery, and then anytime you need to go far, you just put gas in it. It's the best of both worlds. You don't have to strip mine the entire country to get all the lithium because they just have small batteries, and you don't have to just like put gas in every week because you just really like consuming gas. Because the vast majority of most people's driving is a extremely predictable, and b not super long range. But you want your car to be able to do that sometimes. So you don't so have that anxiety. the EV solution is enormous batteries. Yeah, and they're not so heavy because they don't have gigantic batteries in so them. So they actually end up being crazy fuel efficient. And I get it. They were pretty expensive to produce. But they managed to discontinue it right before car prices went <laughs> like this in general. Anywho. Other manufacturers also seem to be jumping on the plug-in hybrid electric vehicle bandwagon. As of now, there are 33 different PHEV models available in the U.S. Six different automakers have three or more PHEV models available, and even Lamborghini launched a plug-in hybrid in 2023, though they don't plan to introduce an EV until 2028. Our discussion question here is, was EV adoption pushed too hard? And did Elon Musk bamboozle all of us when really we should have switched to hydrogen and called it a century? I mean, I'm not going to try to speak to the whole hydrogen fuel cell thing. I got to be honest with you guys. It's not a technology that I understand well enough to comment on all the infrastructure challenges that would have been involved in that. But what I will say is that for most people at the time of the introduction of the Model S, when the Chevy Volt was still in its early days, like the first gen Chevy Volt kind of sucked. Um, and that's the reason that I didn't buy a Prius Prime back when I bought my second-hand Chevy Volt was because the range wasn't good enough. It was like 30 miles or something like that. It's not enough. The second-gen Volt, though, could do, I think, something like 55. I only know it in kilometers. It'll go anywhere from 60, 70 to 100 kilometers, depending on the weather. Um, and once that thing launched, for most people, I think it made more sense than a full electric vehicle. Yeah, it was pretty expensive up front. And I could see a lot of people looking at it going, oh, well, I might as well just go full EV. But that's the thing. Depending on your usage, you could basically go full EV. I did well over 80% of my driving in that car on battery. And then anytime I needed to go really far, I could. Yeah. I know the sex appeal. Not much. (laughs) I get it. But you can make plug-in hybrid cars that have a lot. You could. You just, they Absolutely. just didn't. Yeah. Actually, I, th- I think the Volt was an okay-looking car. I think it was fine. I think it could have been... I think there could have been things it about had, it that... It had notable family car energy. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but I, I, I don't think it was bad at all. Definite dad energy. Yeah, the 2024 Prius. Um, people have been like, drooling over this thing, and it finally has decent range. Um, and it's just... <laughs> Chevy is not there to participate in a market that they practically invented. Yeah. It's just... Oh, sorry, GM. So Chevy, the sub-brand of GM. Chevy Volt, General Motors. It's just mind-blowing to me how at every possible turn... GM can get electrification just 180 degrees from correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, cough EV1 says uh Syphilis in float plane chat. A hundred percent. Yeah, new Prius Prime looks pretty nice actually. Um what's the what's the range on this thing though? Blah, 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 blah. And that's, the, oh man, see, this is the other thing that people don't realize about these plug-in hybrids is that not only do you drive on pure electric a lot of the time, but when you are burning gas, they are just wildly efficient. Yeah. 4.4, 4.6 city highway. Like what? Yeah, that's wild. That's awesome. Uh, specifications, here we go. Okay, show me my, show me my all battery range though. Where, where are we at here? horsepower kilowatts okay what is this measure (laughs) is horsepower a metric uh sorry anyway hold on one sec like what what are you you even talking about okay hold on why is this dimensions why is horsepower a dimension (laughs) that's actually really weird um i don't know man i just (laughs) well that's odd Stuff happens, you know? <laughs> I just, I've decided to be less judgy. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Maybe someone knows. Uh, that 4.4 is liters per 100 kilometers. Just want to clarify that. I'm on the Canadian site. Kilowatts are metrics and engine power. You know, I know, but how are horsepower and kilowatts the same? Are they? Are they, though? Kilowatts... Versus horsepower. There's no way that a horsepower is exactly a thousand watts. I don't believe that. A power level no. of one horsepower is re- approximately equivalent to 746 watts or 0.746 kilowatts. Okay. And there's the mechanical and hydraulic horsepower. I don't even care anymore. To convert from Sorry, horsepower to watts, simply multiply by 746. Nope. I'm over it. To convert from watts to horsepower, I'm over simply it. modify by, uh, multiply, sorry, by 0.00134. Yeah, so anyway, um, good job, Toyota. Yeah. (laughs) Missing an absolutely critical spec from the page altogether, how far it can go on battery, and then also... um, Horsepower's a dimension. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, What else are we we talking about today? (sighs) Oh. Is it time? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, I, I'm, it's, I've just been hearing you talk about this forever, so... No, apparently turned off. Well, okay. Dan's supposed to do it, right? No, no, I, no, no, I got this. I okay. just, I think I just need, I probably went to sleep. It's a sleeping itty-bitty apple. Okay, so one thing I'm not going to be able to show you guys, or rather I could, but I don't feel like going through the entire initialization process for this thing, okay. but it is shockingly difficult to sign up for Apple Arcade without an iPhone. Make sure you don't blast your credit card, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, that should be fine. 
Okay. What just happened? Okay, sure. That makes sense. Um, so I have already, the, the issue is that getting your Apple ID signed in on this thing pretty much requires an iPhone. Uh, it was, it was, a, it was a real pain in the butt. Oh, I hate this touch sensitive remote. I always accidentally click it. I feel like watching my grandparents operate anything technological. Okay. So, oh, 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 handyman's bringing a good point. Make sure it's updated. Are there sure. any updates that this device needs? I don't know, but it looks like it says I can cancel any time. So it looks like they've either changed it, um, so it should be under subscriptions, I guess. Um, no, I, for, I forget, oh I forget where it's supposed to be. You leaked your name. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm uh apps maybe can't remember there's definitely there's definitely somewhere it's supposed to be uh yeah that's a game that i've played uh system okay well it was not easy to find no seriously though where is it supposed to be no maybe maybe it maybe it is still hiding uh okay well going into the apple arcade app is not the solution there's no you just you just scroll um, there's no unsubscribe in here. Uh, Dan, do you mind moving the uh, topics piece of paper? Uh, oh, yeah, let's go to account. Let's go to account. Yeah, general account, I think. Uh, or you're supposed to click your new usernames and people in Flipplane Chat are saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I know it's, it's supposed to be in here somewhere because I Googled it and I did manage to find it at some point. Um, like find where it was supposed to be. Here we go, here we go, subscriptions. subscriptions yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. What the actual f***? Can you just sign in manually? I have already signed in on this device. To change the settings, sign in. Yeah, that sounds like a very normal Apple thing, though. Um, because they always make you re-sign in or re-pin into, like, everything when you have an iPhone. Unsubscribing from something when I am signed in should be one click. Exactly one click. Now, hold on. I don't Here think we go. that's true for, like, anywhere, because they ask you to confirm. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, let me see if I can find this. I, don't, I actually don't know my iTunes password right now, and I think the only way for me to see the screen is for me to share it with you. So it's possible that this has been fixed now, but... I can, I can actually do a thing. Hold I on. found... No, no, it's fine. Sure? I found this okay. before the show. So back when I tried to do it, I came across... This discussion thread on Apple.com, which showed that someone else ran into the issue where there was no cancellation button for Apple Arcade. The button to cancel was physically not there. This is from February 2022. And I came across this post of someone that had the same issue because for me, it wasn't there. I clicked on this. And this still has no reference whatsoever for how to cancel a subscription from the Apple TV. So this is how I ended up being forced to install, I, uh, to install iTunes in order to get rid of the subscription. There is absolutely no way from within a browser to cancel a subscription, which is absolutely wild to me. Within a browser? I couldn't believe it. Here. I'll, uh, let me sign in. Let me, uh, oh man, oh, this is not going to be, this is not going to be easy. I'm going to need a new, cro- okay, maybe I'm not as prepped for this as I, uh, as I should be. Should, should I do another topic? Yeah, sure, why don't it? you do a topic while I, while I get this going? 
Sure. I'll do the, the one that we kind of leaked earlier. Uh, Japanese government finally weans itself off of floppy disks. Since 2022, Japan's Ministry of Economy, Trade, and Industry has been pushing for the modernization of over 1,900 submission protocols throughout the Japanese government, which still required companies to... Re- oh, whoa. So it wasn't that companies were necessarily just happened to be submitting this way. It required companies to submit official documents in outdated and defunct media formats like mini disks, floppy disks, and CD-ROMs. This year, many, but not all, of those requirements will be sunset, finally allowing companies to move beyond 1.4 megabyte floppy disks, which stopped being sold by their last major manufacturer, Sony, in 2011. Globally, many industries still use floppy disks for legacy hardware, like uh, medical equipment and older planes. Notably, the U.S. government only modernized its nuclear launch coordination system to stop using floppy disks in 2019. Um, discussion question is why do institutions hold on to legacy media? Why is it so hard to modernize? I think a lot of it is if it works, don't fix it kind of mentality, which is honestly often not the wrong kind of mentality. Um, especially for things that were fine. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like if all you need to submit is a document, um, and their system works that way, it's probably okay. I know there's like there's issues at scale, at like government scale as well, and you only have a certain amount of budget. Like if your IT team only has a certain amount of budget, uh, they're going to have to cut things um, to be able to do other things, right? Um, and if I'm, if I'm assuming that they're not misusing this budget, which is highly questionable, but if I am assuming that they're not misusing this budget, they're going to put it towards other things that might need it more, um, than something like that. I don't know. Also, there's, there's someone who brought up, isn't it really hard to hack into really old tech? It's not necessarily true, uh, but it might not be as much of a target, um, or, or people might not know, um, how to do it, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily harder. Okay, Um, I've got one little update for you guys. So if you go to the Apple support site, which is where I ended up, and I clicked on TV, and I clicked on billing and subscriptions, this all seems pretty good, right? Start your cancellation. This is what greets you. Uh, What is the fine text there? If you don't have iTunes, download it for free. Why the fuck do I need iTunes? To cancel a subscription. <laughs> that is a little weird. So download it. Why? Why? <laughs> no, really, though. I would actually like to know what the justification is for that. I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't think of any reason why I should have <clears throat> to do that. Isn't iTunes dead? Well... Okay, so people want me to go to my iCloud account. Okay, so hold on, iCloud. Let's let's sign into iCloud. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. Let's 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 play. Let's let's have the experience. It is entirely possible that at some point I missed something. Oh my god. People are also pointing out a bunch of different things. Yeah, purchasing things as a government entity is often very interesting uh because you can't just like go out and buy the cheapest one you have to go through like all these processes and yada yada and it can end up costing a lot more than you would expect um oh my 
God, I don't have my iPhone on me, so I guess I need to get a phone call now. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty fantastic. Why does it have a British accent? At that scale, wouldn't time saved outweigh the it works mentality? Uh, Clearly it just did. Or more probably, in my opinion, it was enough companies complaining about it. All right, here we go. What's new on iCloud? Don't care. Okay, I did not think to sign into iCloud. I somehow got signed into um, like the Apple support site before. I couldn't even find a sign-in today, but I, I did manage to find it at some point. You should continue to be careful as document names and things are being shown. This is all complete garbage. Look at this. This is from 2020 or something. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Okay. Your iCloud plan? We're getting into dangerous settings, sir. I think you should off... I'll be fine. There's nothing on here, Luke. I promise you. Settings? iCloud? No. Apple ID settings? Sure. Let's try Apple ID settings. What are people saying? Uh, okay. Yeah. Say family sharing. Uh, yeah. The really bizarre one was that it wouldn't let me remove the credit card. So I eventually did install iTunes and it wouldn't let me remove my credit card because I was the, uh, the family owner. Um, it looks like I can change that in iCloud. It didn't tell me where to change that. It just said you can't. So I didn't know that. Uh, role organizer, how to change your family settings. This is freaking hilarious. Check this out. Okay. So I clicked on my role organizer. You have access to these subscriptions, shared features, how to change it on an iPhone, iPad, or iPod touch. Go here on a Mac. Go here. Don't have enough of our products. Go f- yourself. Seriously, where is my, where is my unsubscribe button here? And look, guys, my point wasn't necessarily that exactly the exact steps that I went through or didn't go through. My point was this is a prime example of some of the most ludicrous dark patterns that I have personally encountered. It was far more difficult than it should be. Okay, so hold on a second. Let's, uh, is, can anyone else, I'm, I'm open to suggestions here. Can anyone else figure out where in my iCloud account I should go to there's, remove? There's some people that are really mad. I'm trying to get the steps that they want you to do from them. Sure. No, no, I, I know how to do it. I did cancel my subscription, guys. I did figure it out. But it's not that easy. Oh, but they, but but it's right there on the Apple TV. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we'll go back to the Apple TV now. Oh, lordy. Okay, here we go. What's going on with that? Okay. Uh, oh, hold on. I have to do this. Dan, am I able to see it, but not them? Yeah, give me one step here. Okay. okay. I love the f- I love the floating merch message. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. I can see it. 
Luke's going to do another quick topic, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Apple launches the Vision Pro. The Vision Pro released today after reportedly taking just over 200,000 pre-orders. First impressions from customers have been broadly positive. Some of the ones that I've talked to personally, this is not in the notes, have been very positive. Uh, though the handful of reviews that went up on Wednesday were a bit more mixed. That is very true. The Vision Pro was praised for its crisp displays, minimal latency, pass-through mode, very impressive, um, and hand-eye control interface. We are already knew that the Vision Pro was going to be on the heavier end of headsets, although I'm going to add a note here, uh, still lighter than a number of other ones. Um, but most reviewers noted that they really uh, that they really noticed the weight, especially after a few hours, um, due to how front heavy it is. Yeah, the back is just the strap. Um, a lot of other ones have either a more substantial strap or something weighing off the back, so it, it helps counterbalance. This one's weight is basically all out the front of your face. Uh, <clears throat> impressions of the floating intangible keyboard range from clunky to usable eyesight the vision uh, pros digital representation of the user's eyes on the external display is also apparently very uncanny looking in real life yeah it looks very different i think marquez made a big note of this it looks very very different than um the the examples in the like the, the i don't know what you'd call it product announcement trailer videos whatever uh meta likewise announced today a new update adding playback support for apple's stereoscopic spatial video which can be recorded on iphone 15 pro and pro max to their own quest headsets as well as support for using game pads with the quest browser um, I don't know who wrote this, but it says, I googled, and while Vision Pro supports gamepads, it doesn't look like it supports the browser thing, but anyway. Okay, cool. Um, discussion question. Is this the most out there Apple product launch you can remember? Man, you sure picked a meaty topic. Hold on. Let's finish this off. All right. There we go. Oh, my God. I have new terms and conditions to accept. Okay. Yep, I'm good. Oh, where'd it go? View terms. Oh my god. Okay. Require password. Okay, subscriptions. Seriously? I just I just signed in. Uh Round two. Oh boy. Okay. Okay, you know what? It doesn't matter. The point is it was there. It was there. So that's good. Tell me something, Luke. <laughs> In fairness to me, would you have found that? What? Would you have would you have found where to manage your subscriptions? Where was it? It's under users and accounts, and then you click on your name. Uh you go down to subscriptions. Where would you have looked to go, unsubscribe okay. from so, Apple Arcade? So I, I would have gone into settings. Would you have, or would you have gone to Apple Arcade? Uh, that's a good point. I would have I done settings. Probably. Okay. I immediately went to settings when I turned it on. Because that would be where I would manage my account. Sure. Where did you subscribe to it? Did you subscribe to it in the Apple Arcade app? No. I subscribed to it on my phone. Okay. Then, I, then getting I might sub go to settings. Getting subscribed to it was a pain in the butt for some reason. I forget why. Okay. Because then I didn't have an iPhone on me. Yeah, I might go to settings then. I would scroll down from here. I wouldn't immediately go to users and accounts. I would scroll down. And I would look, look, look. Okay, then I would probably go to users and accounts. Yeah, I would want a subscriptions in that menu immediately. 
I yeah. don't know that I would click on my user now. Absolutely not. Honest. No, yeah. I would. I, I would get here, and then I'd probably go, what? And then go I must away. have missed something. <laughs> and I think that's exactly what I did, too. Uh, this doesn't look right. Yeah. And then leave. And then what? You want to go into Game Center now? Now that you figured out that you need to click on your name? No. You go down to subscriptions. Okay. Is Game Center the thing that you were subscribed to? No. Oh, okay. I don't remember what Game Center is. It's something else entirely. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's like uh, you can friend people and you can play mobile games together or something like that. I, I, I can't remember exactly what it does or ever sure. or did. So, in conclusion, I didn't find it. It either moved or it was always there or it was a regional difference or it wasn't. And outside of that, the resources that I could find from Apple's own website did not direct me to a meaningful way to get it canceled. So here was another person who was trying to do the same thing that I was and who was directed to this help article, which included no information about how to do it on an Apple TV. In order to do it on a Windows computer, I needed to use iTunes. And in order to access and in order to remove my credit card, I needed to change my my family sharing, which it didn't direct me how to do. And then now I know how to do. I actually had no idea that you have to do that by signing into iCloud, which is great. I would never have done that. Now I know that. Um, so I retract what I said about it not being there. I maintain what I said about it not, not immersed in the Apple ecosystem. Just to balance the tables out, should you show your Windows search thing? No, that doesn't matter. Okay. I, that was, I was just memeing with you guys. It was I, pretty fun. I searched for, uh, I searched for sleep because uh, I just reformatted my desktop um, just, to, just to, to make it clear that I hate Windows just as much as I hate anything that Apple does. I, I searched for sleep in the start menu because I wanted to tell my computer not to go to sleep because sometimes I need to remote into my workstation. I just reformatted. And the result was... I can I can show on my yeah laptop. oh if you, if you have it up then by all means go ahead and share it no so this isn't the exact same so if I search it on my laptop it shows view recent sleep time and then sleep country Canada in his example view recent sleep time was not there uh, it was it was just sleep country Canada so if he typed sleep and then quickly pressed enter it would have just <laughs> it would have just like googled sleep country Canada if I send which is hilarious if I send opinion. this to you Dan can you put it on screen. Uh, yes, I should be able to. Okay, uh, how do I send it to you in a convenient way? Teams. Oh, okay, then you already have it, because it's in the topic approval chat. Oh, no, you're not in the topic approval chat. Okay, all right, I will, I will send this to you. This is uh, actually Wancho Crew? Funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll send it to Wancho Crew. Okay. Sleep Country Canada. Yeah. You should probably buy a mattress somewhere else. I did. Nice. If you live up here, that's a jingle you know. Just how it works. Well, I think they have the same jingle in the U.S. Oh. But it was like Sleep Country, USA. And I, I heard it once when I was like south of the border. That seems not fair. I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uncanny Valley. <laughs> yeah, it feels gross. I don't like that. Yeah, it's our jingle. Image. Button. File not found. I don't know. I didn't attach a file. Do I know what I'm doing? I don't know. In fairness to Apple, it was like the middle of the night when I was trying to do this too. And I think that a lot of my frustration was already teed up from trying to get signed into that bloody thing without an iPhone. 
um, which was a really frustrating experience as well. In iTunes, there's no way to manage your family group, by the way. So that was really annoying. Uh, I just, it was a more frustrating experience than, in my opinion, it should be. I don't think subscriptions should be buried anywhere. I think they should be super, super easy to find. Speaking of which, I need to cancel my subscription. Because um, oh, you just started one. <laughs> yeah, because I just started it again. I've, I've got the uh, the picture ready. I've played Fantasia exactly the number of times I need to play it, which is ninety point point nine nine times. I only haven't finished the second, the the third phase of the final boss. I got you through the played it point nine nine times. Yeah. Oh, like played it through. Yeah. Oh, I'm just yeah. gonna fade it in. There you go. There you go. That is the result yeah, for like, sleep what? on my brand new windows install it tries to autocorrect it to sleep country canada and it best matches to sleep country canada that's absurd i hate current year that's absurd settings nightlight really that's the setting they got rid of this computer so you can't search this computer why is it nested why is that nested Uh, dan i don't know i hate it how is this this bad? I wish I could pay more for no ads. There should be no ads in Windows. I mean, especially because we do pay for it. Yeah. This is unbelievable. The fact that everyone knows what a complete useless meme Windows search is, yeah. and the fact that it doesn't improve indicates that this is Microsoft's desired behavior for it Yeah. to me. And there's a whole, there's so many settings in Windows dedicated to sleep. Yeah. Like, so many. Like, how about sleep? <laughs> yeah. 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 Now I'm angry. That's a bug. Check Windows Admin. I don't believe you. I've seen it on basically every Windows machine I've touched in the last few years. I, it's, if it's a bug, it's one that exists on purpose at this point. I'm sorry. Not even shopping for a mattress. Get better Intel. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, advertise better, nerds. All right, App, uh, Apple Vision Pro. I did the intro. I want to try it. I haven't. Me too. I haven't gotten a chance to yet. The thing is, Apple only seeds to media that they get along with, which I, you know, is a thing. Um, and being in Canada and not being one of the first people to click the button, um, our unit isn't arriving until, I think, Monday. So I haven't tried it yet. I, the, way that, the way that it looks to me from the outside, I've actually tried not to find out too much. Mm-hmm. Like I just, sometimes I can't help it and I'll click an article and I'll read some of it or I just, yeah, mostly that. Um, or I did. I did watch the one Apple uh, promotional video where sh- she's like packing for a trip or something like that, and she's wearing a Vision Pro headset for some reason. Uh, so I have been exposed to some stuff, but I've been trying to keep my reactions as raw as possible because we're going to shoot a short circuit on Monday when it comes in, and then after that, my main mission I think is going to be to figure out how to use it. As a non-Apple user, I've certainly had my frustrations using the Apple products that I do daily drive. I mean, I've talked about this one before, but you know there's absolutely no way to update the firmware on AirPods without an iPhone, right? No. 
You cannot. <laughs> That's sick. Not through iTunes, not through iCloud. This one I'm sure about. You simply can't. Um, and, and there's also features that are extremely inconvenient or impossible to change, depending on how... Uh, like, I think there's third-party apps that have managed to... Uh, you know, change what the long press does and stuff like that. Uh, except if you have an iPad. Oh, I'm sorry. A big iPhone will also solve the problem for you. Um, apparently, you better have an iPhone or you won't be able to use the Vision Pro properly. I think I have a 13 Pro at home somewhere. I will have to check. Unless, unless I have it with me. Um, No, I don't have it. I used to be a big, like, always two phones guy. Like, I'd have one in my side pocket, one in my back pocket. And over the years, I found that whether I'm on an iPhone or whether I'm on an Android phone, I just don't really need it anymore. Either of them can kind of do everything. And people who have this kind of super intense oh. brand loyalty one way or the other, I think they just haven't... I think they just haven't tried the other in a while. So the one way or the other is an important point because Runjun just said in Philippine chat, I can't update my Samsung earbuds on my iPhone either. Really? If but what I about Mac? on a computer? I don't know. You can only do it on an Android device? That's They, they didn't say that. They didn't say that. Oh. Don't, don't hamburger this hot dog. Okay. They that said would they be can't on an stupid. iPhone. Yeah. They just said no iPhone. Sheesh. Can Rough. you can you do AirPods on a PC or Android? No. No, you can't. Um, we'll see if they respond. You can, but you have to install Samsung's iTunes. Okay, no, that's a joke. Very funny, you guys. Yeah, you have to use their Wear app, a handyman said. Well, that is equally stupid. Yeah. And I hate it just as much. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Uh, did we talk enough about Vision Pro? Oh, right. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what it's for. It's obviously not for gaming. I um, think it's monitor replacement. Sure. So it's a $3,500 monitor? It's a $3,500 monitor that you could have in scenarios, but you can't have a monitor. Yeah. I think is is it. I mean, um, one of the ideas I had for the video was just yeeting the monitor off my desk at work. And only using the Vision Pro as a monitor. I think you should use it in more scenarios than that. I think you should have, uh, like, Yvonne drive the car mm -hmm. and you work on your laptop. I thought you were going to say, and wear the Vision Pro. No. Okay. Yeah. All I right. mean, based on their low latency pass-through, it feels like that might be possible. Um, but I'm not suggesting that you do it. Cool. I think that That's might good. also be literally illegal. I would think so. I would hope yeah. so, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, if you're going on a trip sometime, wear it on a plane and ha set up a bunch of monitors instead of yep. your laptop and see if it's interestingly productive. Um, and yeah. I can only use it with a MacBook. Is oh, that right? Is that true? Yeah, well, I've, I'm, already, I'm already preparing myself to go back to the MacBook. <laughs> Return of the Mac once again. I mean, MacBooks Sorry. are kind of killing it right now. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, no question. It's just, yeah. And you know, what's really, really interesting. I think if you were to plot the amount of time that it takes me to go from completely fresh install, first time I've seen the desktop to my computer is fully set up and I can do everything I need on it. It would look like 
this. When I, that fresh format, I was ready to do basic things on it in about four minutes. Oh. And I was, and I'm, and I'm ready to do pretty much anything. And I'm talking drivers are installed. So, so not that. And then beyond that, probably about another 10 minutes and I can do 98% of what I need to do on it. And there's, there's things that I would set up on my personal machine, uh, or there's tinkery things that obviously I haven't bothered with. Like, uh, I, okay, I want to play around with NVIDIA's AI HDR conversion tomfoolery. And yeah, sure, that's the kind of thing that obviously takes a little bit longer to get everything dialed in exactly how you like it. But that computer was completely usable for me to do my job in like 15 minutes. Yeah, And that's assuming that the writing team keeps using the office suite instead of switching over to Google Docs, which is something that we may do in the near future. So having just gone through that experience, I'm kind of sitting here going, okay, uh, what exactly would prevent me from using a MacBook then? Because almost all of it is either cloud-based or something that I could easily install on a Mac. It's not like Teams doesn't exist for Mac. Yeah. Teams... Makes me want to throw it through a wall anyway. So. Maybe I should do the Apple challenge again. Maybe. Maybe I should just switch. Maybe. Why am I... As much as I don't want to, I know it would be fine for me. I work almost exclusively in browsers. Why would it matter for me? Well, you'd go to do a thing and you'd be like, why can't I do this thing? It'll happen. I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, for work though, honestly. Like one of the ones that drove me crazy last time was how poorly it handles mapped network drives. It was just a nightmare. So stupid. No, why don't you get a Thunderbolt? Why don't you get Thunderbolt? Like, no. Thunderbolt is a stupid solution for, uh, for that. like, direct attached storage in general is just a stupid solution. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> completely over it. Um, Apparently, and, by the way, someone did drive with the Apple Vision Pro and did get pulled over and got arrested. Well, pulled over at least. <laughs> so, why does that not surprise me? That's fun. Um, I'm being told that you can only do one monitor replacement with it. Um, I know I saw people with more than that of screen. So maybe you can do one monitor replacement and then other apps around it. Mm. Um, why on earth would they care how many monitors you replace with it? I guess it I would have, know. it would come down to how Mac OS handles maybe display management or something. I have no clue, which was awful. Last time I used it, by the way, it was just like terrible. Like, just clone window, just clone arrow snap. I'm talking specifically for the laptop usage by oh. the way yeah oh okay when i'm saying i i'm sure i'd be fine on a macbook i'm yeah. saying just to replace the laptop that i have oh i see i, see, I would I see, still I need see. the desktop 100 right okay 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 yeah. i understand yeah. yeah i would be going just i use a macbook now yeah see that's that's a little bit yeah. more drastic if i was just replacing my laptop genuinely i think it would be completely fine um yeah okay so apps can be the other ones you can only screen share one macbook screen and uh that's at 1440p apparently that's, okay. what, that's what Chad's saying. I mean, that seems fine. Which I believe. Yeah. And Matt, who was doing monitor replacement, uh, Matt from the Labs web development team, mm-hmm. who was doing monitor replacement um, uh, sometime last week with a Quest, had three monitors on the Quest. So it is kind of a weird limitation. And I wonder if you're right. I wonder if it's something to do with macOS. I don't know. No idea. I mean, these are all things that I guess I'm going to get to discover. Because the, yeah. the main question, right? Because everyone and their dog who's... Oh, it's based on the display. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't know. Don't, don't, don't take the things that I'm reading from chat as like 100% fact. It's just interesting to discuss. Everyone and their dog who's Mac friendly has already looked at this thing. So 
if we're going to make a video about it, it has to be from the angle of, okay, but hold on a second. What if you're more like me? Should this be interesting to you at all? Or should you just be waiting for a second or third generation clone from a PC company that kind of works or something? Yeah. And I think the answer is going to be, you don't need to care about this right now unless you're willing to switch into the ecosystem. So then my question becomes, is it worth it? They're asking for a pretty big outlay. Yeah. I mean, it's... That being said, I think they're going to have a bunch of tech people that are going to be happy to jump into it. I mean, wasn't Google last like $1,000? Something like I that. I, f- I forget what Google Glass... Uh, Google Glass announcement price. I, I find people have a very intriguing amount of money whenever there's something interesting to buy. Yeah, it was $1,000. And do you remember how many people oh, were wearing Google Glass at CES that year? Everywhere. They were freaking everywhere. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I bought one of these because it's my job. I used it for a while and was like, okay, I have used it now. It's pretty useless. And now it goes in a pile. And how are you people still wearing these? I don't understand this. And then by the following year, all of them were gone. I don't S'more in chat is saying $1,000 is way different than $3,500. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Sure. It's still That's in not a, my point. It's, it's also, I would say, it's still in a range Like to spend that much money on something very fresh, experimental stuff like that is wild. Is wild. It's asking a lot. Both of those amounts are in the that's wild category. Are they the same? No, not at all. No. But like, man, Google Glass was only five years ago. You have over a thousand dollars of throw it away. This might be complete trash spending money. Not even it might be complete trash. I don't think it's going to be trash, but it might be sits in the box and doesn't get used yeah the battery man the battery life is a big concern for me i know i get that i you get can plug that the pack in non-removable sure. cable on the pack uh not, not true no it's removable yeah is it, it? it turns out it's like a jumbo lightning connector or something well, yeah. that's, that's so it's sick it's kind of like the non-removable cable on that imac that we oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. A lot easier live on the WAN show as far as my understanding goes you just stick a thing in a hole and it pops out oh that's awesome yeah, yeah. i'm actually really happy about that that makes me feel better about the world yeah it lightning i yeah. mean it also just didn't need to be lightning at all um but hey whatever it's lightning so sure. that's something yeah Five years ago was definitely not correct. Oh, yeah, no, that wasn't five years ago. Hold on a second. Okay, what is this? Why am I... Was it longer than that? Oh, no, 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 no. This is Enterprise... Sorry, this is Enterprise Edition 2, announced for $9.99 in 2019. Hold on, hold on. Enterprise Edition. Google Glass, here we go. It was $1,500 in 2013. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. Yep, here you go. Sorry about that, guys. I'm excited for the display. Yeah, it's supposed to be amazing. Out of everything I care about, I think that's the one I care about most. Because that means progress for all the headsets. And if I could just use my Windows computer with that display, that would kind of be my ideal while I wait for... And that would also be a way that I could kind of justify it as well. Because... No, no, even then. Like, that's a... Boy, is that ever an expensive monitor. Yeah. I do think a lot of 
Yeah. Traveling tech people will find a legitimate way to justify it. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. Dude, it's going to be tough at work too, though. Even I, just for privacy reasons. I work collaboratively with people a lot. Yeah, you like, do. What am I going to... Uh, no, I know. I'm, well, yeah, but I'm reviewing it. So yeah, I'm trying to think enough. like, what the heck am I going to use this thing for? I don't for? think it's for you, to be completely honest. I mean, I want to like it, actually. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I but think it's really cool tech. I don't really think cool this tech. particular device is going to be great for you. That being said, I do think you'd be able to see if it had value for other people. I don't think you're like not an applicable person to review it, to be clear. I, I just don't, know. don't think it's... like Okay, here's one thing. I'm not going to get any calls on FaceTime. I don't know anybody with an iPhone. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why it wouldn't be for you. But well, yeah, but so I, uh, how am I even going to, how am I even going to applicable anything? Like I just just, sit in a chair and pretend you're on a plane. I'm obviously, I mean, yeah. Okay. Obviously, but you can do it. Yeah. I I, I, I know. I know. I can, I know. I can, I know I can sit in a chair. (laughs) Good boy. Sit. (laughs) Do you want a Welch's? Have you ever looked at your Welch's? You got a great one. All right. Um, right. No, but like, yeah, I, I think I think it's it, the, the the price tag is a big holdback for the vast majority of people, right? Yeah. It's going to be a huge issue. We were just talking about the price of GPUs earlier, a VR headset for thirty five hundred dollars. I mean, we were we were balking at VR headsets that were less than a thousand, not that many years ago. Yeah. Now it's thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, it's obviously crazy. I think there's going to be a market of people that are interested in it. I literally know people that have already bought it. Yeah. Oh no, no, not me. Oh. I thought you were saying you do too, and then no, I, I realized I that it. you were saying you no, I don't know it. anybody. But I know other people as well. Yeah. Um, multiple, actually. Um, and pretty much all of them are unanimously saying, monitor replacement, not at my desk. So they're not trying to replace their currently existing multi-monitor setup, but they are trying to make it so that... That's a really, ex- that's a really extravagant... I'm writing my novel in the Starbucks and I want to totally. do it like like next gen yep. accessory. Absolutely. It's going to have to get a lot more useful than that. Yeah, for the vast majority of people. Yes. So it's but a dead they kit had, then. They had 200,000 pre-orders and they're going to sell a bunch more, I guarantee it. Apple's a hell of a thing. <laughs> Honestly, straight up, if Meta released the exact same headset at the exact same quality people would tell them they were idiots yeah but then hey maybe their stock would go maybe bazonkers like it did today or yesterday or something like that it went really i think developers yeah meta is going like wild like well if it was windows based i think developers would hop on that within an hour what happened i forget this is the five day this is the five day it's their it's It's their year of efficiency or whatever i don't know who knows it's the stock market dude even biden bidenomics (laughs) <laughs> oh man okay cool yeah. earnings apparently they declared a di- oh they declared a dividend on the stock so owning it means you like get money instead of just you only get money when you sell okay all right that, that makes sense okay <laughs> cool um What else, what else have we got here? Do you want to talk about the AI poisoning tool? <laughs> yeah, I thought this was something different until I read it in the doc, and now I'm like way more interested. Yeah, I didn't bother read really into this. I'm going to run to the washroom while you go through it, because I've already read it. Sure. Uh, I didn't bother read into this earlier in the week, because I assumed it was like, is it on that one? Yeah. I assumed that it was um, 
just like you know a way to jailbreak ais that we've had forever and people just bought it for whatever reason but that's not it that's not it at all it is way cooler than that a team at the university of chicago released their new free ai poisoning tool called nightshade it was downloaded at least two hundred and fifty thousand times in the first five days nightshade is intended to disrupt uh, art generation models that scrape art without permission by identifying the subject of the image, then applying a tag that subtly alters the image at the pixel level so other AI programs see something totally different than what's actually there. Interesting. Gradually, this will poison the AI's training data by making it misclassify the original images and therefore generate confused, muddled, hallucinated images. The changes Nightshade makes are reportedly more robust than watermarks, as the effect remains even when the image is screenshotted, cropped, uh, compressed, or even filtered. The, the same team has previously released a separate program called Glaze, intended to confuse AI training algorithms so they interpret the image as having a completely different style than it actually does. They recommend using both together for the best effect. There's a discussion question, which I guess is Dan and I now. Can we expect Uh-oh. the notion of copyright to change in the AI era and how? Uh, because, you know, everything is eventually made using tools that involve some kind of AI trained on some other type of copyrighted material, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I don't know. All I know is I think this is super cool. Um, I find the the tool war of AI to be an extremely interesting thing. I wish I had read into this more so before the show because I think it's super interesting and I will do so. I will, I will dive further into it after the show. There is a really cool um, page, just nightshade.cs.uchicago.edu slash what is dot html might as well do the whole thing and they have a whole write-up um talking about it you should check that out if you are interested super cool i love this kind of stuff fantastic i like that if you you don't want your stuff shared you have some tools in order to uh you know make it worse which is great very good is that miss vicky's yeah we have miss vicky's now yeah, I've had Miss Vicky's for ages. Oh, I don't usually look at the snacks. That's oh, cool, yeah. though. Miss Vicky's are great chips. Yeah, they're good chips. This is not an ad for Miss Vicky's. Nope, not even a little. Nope. Um, They'll kill you. Yeah. See, if it was an ad, they wouldn't let me say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how many people think, like, we have secret sponsorships and stuff that are not disclosed. When <laughs> really? we will, When we will say stuff that's just like, clearly you don't know anything about working with sponsors. There's, there's... <laughs> absolutely no way any brand would have you say anything like that in a video that they sponsored. Oh boy. Um, some uh, actually somewhat interesting AI news this week. Google, uh, the Bard chatbot, can now use Google's own Imogen 2 model to generate images. Congratulations, you're slowly... Uh, feature matching other things um generative ai chat is being added to google maps uh awesome that's great 
now it's probably going to direct me to the wrong place some percentage of the time because of hallucinations. I don't want that at all. Uh, Amazon <laughs> announced Rufus, a chatbot. Oh, rip Rufus USB. Uh, announced Rufus, a chatbot in beta that will help customers shop on the platform. Maybe you'll be able to find TVs more easily. Um, and Apple, according to Tim Cook, Apple is putting a tremendous amount of time and effort into AI and plans to share more details later this year. That's a... Okay, uh, perhaps something related to their published paper about getting LLMs running locally on iPhones. That would actually be cool. That would actually be sweet. That would make buying an iPhone significantly more intriguing. In my Apple's opinion. been putting neural processing into their into their Apple Silicon, or do they call iPhone Silicon Apple Silicon? I can't remember. But anyway, into Don't their know. A-series chips for quite some time now. So I see no reason why they couldn't do this. Having a local LLM on there would be fantastic because yep, local then maybe things Siri would good. be useful. Yeah, maybe. That's yeah, true. That may be nice. I um, mean, they could have done that without it being local, though, and then it would be annoying and suck. Universal Music Group pulls, tic- pulls music off of TikTok, um, and then Spec Ops The Line was pulled off Steam. It's actually the second one that's a little more interesting to me, but a bunch of TikToks got muted because uh, licensing negotiations broke down between UMG and TikTok this week. Imagine TikTok caring about that. I, 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 I must have missed, I blinked and TikTok went from just, yeah, we just use whatever music, whatever we don't care, we're from China and we don't care at all, to now they mute licensed music. Um, interesting. Anyway... The critically acclaimed 2012 game Spec Ops The Line was suddenly delisted from digital storefronts earlier this week. In response to a question from The Verge, 2K stated that the removal was due to the expiration of multiple partnership licenses, which The Verge took as a reference to copyrighted music on the game's soundtrack. So it's been 10 years. Uh, 12? That's a weird expiry. That is a weird one. Anyway, the game's director, Corey Davis, called the removal devastating personally, both for him and the rest of the creative team, and he likewise stated that this is not the end for Spec Ops The Line, but what future the game might have is currently unclear. These kinds of licensing issues have come up before. Wasn't there a GTA game that had a bunch of licensed music in it that had to be changed at some point? Not sure. I'm not sure if if I'm going to be able to remember exactly what it was, but I know we've definitely seen stuff like that before. That's Corey Bellrock. GTA 4, apparently. Yeah. Vice City. Oh, okay. Apparently there is GTA 4 Vice City. Fun fact, I haven't actually played through a GTA game at all. I played a bunch of one that came out for Android. I forget which one it was. It was three, maybe, uh, on my NVIDIA Shield, but I didn't beat it. I think I beat five. Cancel them, boys. Yeah, I know. But that would have happened, like, almost ten years ago. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's been too long to really remember. Uh, I didn't beat any ones other than five, I don't think. But I haven't played any GTA game in a hot minute, so I'm not sure. Mafia, I, I actually liked the Mafia games more. Yeah, that's on my list of I need to get around to this at some point. Because Mafia 2 Remastered came out a little while ago and is apparently just flipping awesome. So yeah, I liked Mafia 2. Um, finally, Edge got caught stealing Chrome tabs. Yeah, what is this? An Edge feature that allows it to import data from other browsers has gotten more aggressive, much to the surprise of several users, including Tom Warren from The Verge, who found that after their most recent Windows update, Edge opened automatically with all the tabs from their default browser, Chrome. One user had even uninstalled Edge and deleted all of its app data, only to have it open with all his Chrome tabs imported after an update. So that's bad. Uh, Time for Wancho After Dark. (laughs) 
Yeah. Have you noticed Teams is just like ignoring default browser stuff? Yes, I have. Um, I th- That's over the last couple of weeks, oh, I guess, God. right? I think it. I think it might have gained a setting where you can now set Teams's default browser to something that isn't Edge. But when it first happened, I don't think that was possible, which is awesome. Awesome. And then people were having. We're, we're, we're slowly, there's going to be notes in the Monday morning meeting about this uh, for people that work at the company, but we're slowly working on a migration and it will be a, announced as a full migration on Monday to everyone in the company using Teams for meetings instead of Google Meet through Calendar. And in doing that, we've been finding a lot of problems with Teams meetings. Ah, Teams um, has also been especially having trouble the last week or so. I think it is. So maybe that's it, and maybe it'll get better. Let's hope. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't count on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, after dark. Sure. Let's see what we got. Hi, LLD. You've spoken of the difficulties running video hosting services. Think there's a wisdom to be gleaned from the older sites, for example, Newgrounds on track to 30 years of hosting user content. Actually, we were having a fun conversation right before the show started mm-hmm. about uh, Twitch and the no good, very bad week that they've had. Um, Pokemane announced that she's no longer exclusive. She will stream wherever she pleases. Um, and, you know, obviously Pokemane's not the biggest creator on the platform, but she's certainly a prominent one. And she's just one of many prominent creators who have left or... Uh, or, or multi-stream now to platforms such as YouTube and Kick, And, um, you know, part of the conversation around, you know, oh, how could they let Pokimane go or whatever is probably going to end up coming around to money. And uh, Luke came across a calculator that I think you guys might find very interesting. Can I yeah. switch over to your screen? Yeah. So the calculation that I have on screen is roughly for this show on public channels. So I think there was like... 2000 and something on twitch there was like almost thirteen thousand or something on youtube and then i threw in 20 for good measure because facebook exists um and i did the standard plan because i don't know whatever there isn't a big difference between standard and basic so i did standard and then 1080p because that's what we're streaming in i'm saying the wan show is roughly four hours we have that many viewers uh and this is average viewers so i did 100 percent of the stream because i don't have the total amount of viewers in order to give a lower percentage, so we did 100% of the stream. And, uh, yeah, 8,000 US dollars. Now, this isn't some number that Luke pulled out of his butt. No, this is from Amazon's actual cost estimator. This is Amazon IVS cost estimator. This is the thing that Kick uses. And Twitch example. uses. And Twitch, yeah, effectively, yeah. This is, someone mentioned pirate software. Yeah, I'd seen this before, but I saw his thing on this, uh, and that reminded me of this site, which is why I showed Linus. He's, pirate software is really cool, but... Um, yeah, then I looked over here and was like, how many people are alive right now on these different websites? So let's go uh, 3,262 channels. Yeah, let's, let's play a game. Let's, let's play a game. 3,262 channels. Oh, that's a big number. Um, and let's go viewers right now. Uh, what's their like average? Yeah, let's kind of let's kind of we'll kind of eyeball this. Let's so they, eyeball this. Grab they, grab halfway up a slope. They look like halfway up a slope is around here actually. Okay. Uh, maybe even higher. So this what's is that? this is fairly low as far as I can tell for average. Let's say a hundred. Let's say a hundred and eighty thousand. Sure. And then. Okay, and then let's um, 
that's all yeah that's all the time but that's not four hours that's all day ah uh, yes now obviously they would have volume discounts mm-hmm. probably very significant ones mm-hmm Obviously, this is marked up. This is not Amazon's raw cost to to yeah. run Twitch. Oh, and Twitch is has I mean way but higher numbers. <laughs> let's have a look at what Twitch's numbers look like. Two point two million viewers and one hundred and forty thousand channels. Do we even want to input this? This number obviously means nothing. Just to be very clear, it's just fun. Uh, don't take th- <laughs> don't, take, <laughs> don't take this too seriously. Um, <laughs> But it's it's entertaining to throw it in the calculator, anyways. Um, woo! <laughs> for a day, um, obviously, this is not representative for like a billion different reasons. So again, don't for, run too for seven hundred and twenty-seven billion different reasons. <laughs> but it obviously, doesn't cost that much. But the point is that. It doesn't make sense to give gigantic payouts to streamers to stream on your platform when streaming is expensive. When those are the only ones that you're making money on anyway, um, and you are you've basically been operating at a loss from the moment you acquired this company until now, with absolutely no end in sight for it operating at a loss. Uh, the only reason Kick exists at all is that it's just gambling money. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then you throw like uh, Amazon Prime free subscriptions into the pile as well. Like, dang. so a lot of people have asked us, "Hey, Floatplane, why are you guys like slacking? Why don't you like have a free tier? And why don't you uh, really do more on streaming and do this and do that? Because because we don't because we don't like putting money in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, streaming streaming we we offer streaming on Floatplane, but it's like. It's it's an avenue that I honestly wish we never went down. Uh, we can't take it back now, but I wish... I mean, we can. Yeah. But we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's it's rough. What what I, like, in my head kind of wish we did was, was just develop a live chat that detects if uh, a Twitch or YouTube or whatever else stream is live and then generates a subscriber-only live chat for you mm. or something like that. I don't know. That'd be um, pretty cute. But I mean, we did it. It's here now, so we Good job, team. We we do the streamings, um, and it's just it's a fun it's a fun calculator to 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 play with. I guess yeah. Uh, it's it's rough too because something that was actually very surprising to me using the steaming uh, streams charts site. I don't know how accurate it is. I just found it uh, today. But stream charts, Twitch's was really high, right? Hundred forty thousand channels, two point oh, yeah. two million viewers. This was surprising to me. Yeah, YouTube is low key kind of a big deal. Whoa! It turns out I didn't think for live streaming though. <laughs> Dude, I didn't think they'd have like twice the viewers. Dude, it's YouTube. Wow! Everyone who's like, yeah, man, like you know, we have, uh, wow. rumbles. You know, YouTube, YouTube sucks. It's good. We're gonna YouTube is just unfathomably powerful they, they peaked what is is this yesterday seven days ago they, they peaked at eight million viewers yeah they don't they Live. don't they don't need to they don't need to offer giant packages Whew. to prominent streamers they don't need to i mean they can if they feel like it but they also just don't need to yeah that's wild because like i was looking at our numbers 
and we had yeah thirteen thousand live on YouTube and then twenty nine hundred on on Twitch. Um, I don't know why anyone's watching on Twitch. Uh, Colton insisted on turning the ads back on, so that's why they're back on. Nice. So you should just good watch on Floatplane or watch on YouTube or yeah. uh, watch on Facebook apparently because that's a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's an interesting. It was a it was a fun dive because uh, yeah, yeah, it's just a fun dive. Seeing the numbers of these companies is interesting, and you know, you know, there's going to be like insane volume discounts, especially when you start getting to the numbers that we were talking about. Like it's going to be a totally different world, um, but it's still interesting to see. It's a lot of money being pumped through IVS. Yeah, this is uh, this is from Arcane Canned on Twitch. Uh, Twitch no longer offers big streamer contracts because Dan Clancy said, I can tell you the cost of retaining those streamers would have been far more than the revenue generated. That is something we've been very clear about. We don't want to do that because the only way to do that then is to have this imbalance where we make up for that on smaller streamers. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, and like, it's, it's an interesting, the streaming economy in general is really interesting because there's all these companies just losing money hand over fist. And then the viewers and a lot of the streamers, uh, are really mad because the viewers are angry because, uh, sites like Twitch are inputting more ads or making different viewing experiences, uh, worse in certain ways or potentially pressing the creators that they like. So they're mad for the creators to do like their own transcoding or whatever else we've seen. Um, and a lot of the creators want to make more money because obviously why not? Why wouldn't you want to make more money? Everyone wants to make more money. Um, but all all the money's being burnt. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's interesting. VC money is a hell of a thing. Yeah. More questions? Yeah. During a CPU upgrade, the IHS was melted into the copper plate on the cooler. Half the pins were bent when I removed it from the motherboard. Uh, What is the worst thing that has happened to you during a CPU upgrade? That shouldn't be possible, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make much sense. I mean, the worst that's happened to me is obviously dropping it. Worst thing I happen, had happened was I was handling a hard drive while doing uh, some work on my mineral oil computer, and my hand was oily, and it went shwip. Nice. And there was nothing coming off that drive from there on. It was unfortunate. Just went to Facebook and it has 29 viewers. So I underestimated. I'm sorry. I apologize. Sorry, I guessed, Facebook. I guessed 20. I didn't count nine of you. Yep. I, was your mom one of the ones you didn't count? <laughs> she actually genuinely probably doesn't watch through Facebook. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Is a YouTube viewer, I suspect. <clears throat> okay, next up. Hi, LLD. I work for a major general contracting firm, and we are seeing some amazing technology come into construction. Do you think at a certain point technology usage will plateau in skilled labor jobs? No. Not personally. It'll just get faster, more efficient, until we can, like, just... There's a building. There's going to be some amount of progress. Hey, LLD. I'm an ICU nurse and have long enjoyed watching your videos. Ever had a negative tech-related healthcare experience? The amount of tech we use just to keep one person alive is wild. 
I haven't had too many healthcare experiences personally. Um, so no, I can't say I've had a negative tech related experience. Uh, my only negative one was, uh, the ultrasound machine uses windows CE and it was hilarious watching it boot into windows. I had a, a friend who was an MRI service technician, um, and passed away over the COVID period. Um, and was working like insane hours because of COVID stuff. And just talking to him, the fact that all that stuff works in the song and dance that it has to work in is is pretty impressive. IT people that work for hospitals. Good job. I think they're um they're nearly classed as biomedical engineers. Is that I don't I didn't ask him yeah. Yeah, I, I mean it kinda depends. I know that some of them are like if you want to think about it as IT for hospitals, but you need a special engineering degree just to just to service a cow or something. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. A computer on wheels, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, it's like a computer on a cart. They call it yeah, a yeah, cow. Yeah, 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 not, yeah. not like yeah, yeah. veterinarian tech. I, I was like, I need an engineering we're, we're degree. We're jumping to vets now. Okay. No, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Hi, DLL. Do you figure wearing the Steve shirt during an Apple interview for senior software engineering position will be positive, neutral, or negative? <laughs> That's interesting, actually. <laughs> I think it's going to depend on your interviewer. Yeah, if they a lot have, of it comes down to that. Yeah, you don't have to tell them where it's from. Um, but I think, I think if they don't recognize the stoil of it, they, uh, probably aren't paying very close attention. So then it would be neutral. And if they do recognize it, I would say most people would probably think it's kind of cool that you have, you know, a Steve style shirt. You just don't tell them you got it from LTT store. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I just might not mention that. Yeah. If they ask, just say Mac address. Mm, yeah, it does have Mac address branding on it. All right, let's see if I can get this one right. Hello, Dinus, Nuke, and Lan. Mr. Lefrafarf. Lefrafarf. When picking back up an old project that was untouched for months, what do you do to regain interest in continuing and remembering what you have made? <laughs> That's that's all. That's the story of my life. <laughs> oh God! That's all I do. I'm glad it was just Luke. Preemptive work, um, right? You got to try to leave good crumbs for yourself. I have a piece of my uh, I have a piece of my motorbike sitting in our sandblasting thing right Still? now. Uh, yes. Still. Yes. Wasn't that started years ago? Well, no, no, no. Well, oh, hmm. no. Okay. It was started a year ago. Oh, I thought it was way older. And I only put it in the sandblaster a week ago. <laughs> and then I had to have Tynan help me because the bottom had to be taken out so that it could fit enough that I could actually get the gun and the hoses and everything to the right places on it. Anywho, uh, the point is um, I, I, I put things in organized piles. Yeah. I label and I make notes for myself. This is um, why I said preemptive work. Like I... Oh my god, it took me two and a half hours to change the windshield wipers on my Taycan the other night. Why? <laughs> you're either going to love my reason, or you're going to hate it. Okay. So here's the thing. If you buy the full assembly, I think it costs somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20 to $50, depending on the car and the bottle year and whatever else. Yeah. Okay, so it comes with... Oh. It comes... Stop. I, 
Just stop. I love it though. Okay, so it comes with the the <laughs> like the plastic and metal thing, and then it, there's like a clip, and it goes into the thing. You can get OEM ones from the manufacturer, or you can get third party ones as long as they have the right compatibility type or whatever else. Anyway, um, <laughs> the more economical way, <laughs> and you can get these. Uh, for as little as like a few dollars in some cases is to slide out the actual rubbers and buy new rubbers and put them in. Uh, in my case, I went with silicone blades uh, because they have good performance characteristics and they last a long time. And I was having a heck of a time. As it turns out, there's not a lot of people who there's not a lot of people who drive Taycans. Um, so the resources for, you know, DIY, um, DIY projects on them are relatively limited and the resources around trying to save $13 on your Taycan <laughs> are especially limited. So when I was searching for someone who makes just the rubber component, just the rubber strips that it can be, can be installed on a Taycan and then just swapped out uh, just that part um anyway i ended up with this article that was like the top five windshield wipers for the taycan as it turns out they hadn't tried installing any of these apparently no. because i ordered probably one generated of them. i ordered one of them where the pro one of the pros was that they sell just the replacement rubber strips i was like great so that's good i will put on aftermarket holders once and then every other time after that, I won't have to throw away that whole assembly, creating yeah. a bunch of unnecessary waste, and I'll save a buck. It'll be awesome. So, they clearly never tried it. I ordered them. They didn't fit at all. Like, it, it was immediately obvious that they wouldn't fit. Credit to the uh, store I ordered from. I wish I could shout them out. They have a compatibility stage in their order fulfillment. And they actually, they ask you your car when you order windshield wipers and they messaged me. They were like, Hey, we noticed this isn't compatible, like officially. So if you know something we don't know, then go ahead and click this button and then you can't return them. And I was like, okay, fair enough. So they arrived. They don't fit at all. And cool, cool of them though. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very cool of them. And so I'm kind of sitting here going, okay, but I need new windshield wipers. Hmm. What can I do? Get this. The OEM Porsche assembly, other than having this weird little aerodynamic blade or something that comes out the other side. So, so it's got like, it's a shape like this. It's like this, like this, and then there's a third one, and then it comes out like that. It's like from profile, profile view of the thing. It has a fin that sticks out the other side that doesn't go against the windshield, and I don't know, whatever, who cares? Other than that thing, <laughs> the actual profile of the rubber, identical, sort of, I'll get to that. Uh, so that got me thinking, huh, maybe instead of putting on the third party assembly and then swapping the rubbers on that, I could just take the rubbers out of my third party assembly and then I can just order more of them after if I can figure out how to get them into the OEM wiper blade assembly. Well, that took a while. <laughs> First, I had to figure out how to disassemble the Porsche wiper blade, which it was very obvious to me. It had this plastic end cap that had some wiggle in it. So it clearly clicked on at some point. 
as it turns out... Not designed to come off? It's not designed to come off at all. There's absolutely nothing you can do. No amount of prying and I fix it anything under it could get it off. The only way I could get it off was to just forcibly rip the old rubber blade out. And then there are two metal strips that sandwich it. And as soon as you... Uh, take the blade out, you can move them together, and you can pop the end off. So so the way the assembly process works is they put it together and click on, but there's there's no way to remove them. These, these are at both ends. That was only part of the battle. <laughs> I had to figure out how to hold these two stupid strips together while I fed the other thing through. It turns out that is not the way to do it. The best way to do it is actually to put the rubber thing into one and then put the other one on and then click the middle and then slide on these two little retaining clips and then pop the end caps on. Uh, but this is all trial and error because I can't find any resources no for, this. for how to rebuild. No one's a, ever done this before. A, a portion <laughs> stupid OEM wiper blade thing. <laughs> so I don't know what my hourly rate is. <laughs> But whatever it is, that was the world's most expensive windshield wiper change. I've, I've only changed, I'm too cheap to generally do it, so I've only ever changed yeah. windshield wipers once, and it was on my current car. You live in Vancouver! Yeah, it's fine. Oh my god, no it isn't. It's bad for your windshield. It'll scratch hey, wind, it up. Windshield's fine. <laughs> so I've done it once. Uh, I didn't know there was insert things, but I assumed. So I went to Canadian Tire and yeah, asked for them. No. They said they don't exist. Yeah, they, no, didn't, they didn't, they didn't tell me that they don't have them. They said they don't exist. And then I said, okay, what one of these things do I need for my car? And the guy handed me one. I went outside. It was clearly incorrect. I came directly back inside because my plan was just swap it in the parking lot. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, you were talking about <laughs> opening the mattress and stuff in the parking lot. But absolutely. I was doing maintenance on my car in the parking lot. Um, I go back inside. I'm like, this is wrong. And they're like, you can't return it. So I ended up spending if we're talking about hourly rate, longer than it was worth convincing them to take it back. And they did eventually take it back. Yeah. And then I bought the right one, which I just figured out by Googling um, and then finally swapped it. And that was actually, uh, I mean, other than debating with them about how I should be able to return something, if they were literally the ones that told me it would work, whatever. Um, it ended up being very easy. Yeah. It took me like 45 seconds. Oh yeah. No, I know how easy it's supposed to be. <laughs> Um, anyway, I learned something and now all I have to do is order the replacement rubbers, which yeah. required some modification, by the way, because the way they click into the, the, the third party assembly, uh, there's a, a little, um, indentation in the molding at the end where two little metal hooks kind of grab onto it. That doesn't exist on the Porsche one cause it has end caps. So I have to cut that off, but that's fine because they're actually about a half an inch too long anyway. Okay. So I just cut that part off as perfect. long as, yeah, as long as I get a nice clean cut, um, they work great. I rainxed my windshield. I put on my new windshield wipers, and it's like dead silent. Everything removed. I'm very happy. There's some kind of um, there's something in either the rubbers or something that causes a metallic residue on your fingers. Never figured that out. That uh, formed that formed at some point. Most likely carbon or graphite. Uh, sure, uh, lubricant. Why would that be on? Um, uh, Why would oh, that be on there? Yeah. To help you get it in? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, unironically, Luke. Yeah. Stop, oh, I know, stop, I know, I know. Stop I know, that I know. cheesy little grin. <laughs> you put that away. 
Uh, right, that would be up. that would be my guess. Anyways, someone asked if I made a, a guide. Now that I have figured it out, the answer is no. I I didn't. It was very late by the time I was done. Maybe next time. You know, I'll that, upload that a YouTube a short. Fun. Yeah, that'd be a fun yeah. like channel. Linus tries to change his windshield wipers. Like s- saving saving ten dollars by spending hundreds of dollars worth of hours, yeah. and that's the whole premise of the channel. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I'd watch it. You know what? I'd watch it too. They'd have two viewers. Yeah, I mean, uh, man, it's like I, I, you know, I've got a, I've got a button fell off of this shirt, and the only way to get a new button is to like travel to Pakistan to the factory <laughs> yeah, where they made it. Yeah, See, that would be awesome. <laughs> I, I would it's love like that. Not even sort of worth it. Not only are you like spending more money, I to do love the fits, this. I would definitely watch this series. That'd be sweet. That'd be so sweet. Oh, I, I do probably have security footage of me doing this. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, man. That's how we resurrect Channel Super Fun. No, Chan- that's channel not Super fun. fun. That's Channel Super Frustrating. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're a new spin but, but it's fun for the viewer. Wasting $30,000 of my time to save 65 cents. <laughs> I mean, I've done that before on my car, where the part that I'm trying to change is like $4. And then it takes me 15 hours to change the part. Yeah. But that's like doing maintenance. And yeah. Mercedes would charge me, I think the last one I did was like six grand because you have to take the dashboard out. Oh my God. And But <sighs> if you know how to do it, you can do it by crawling underneath with a pair of a couple pliers and, and redo it. Uh, so you don't have to take anything out, but it does take ages. So basically you're saying you want to be the host of this channel. No, no, no. I'm saying that's a reasonable way to save thousands of dollars. <laughs> Yeah. What you're doing is not like replacing a button and you have to go to Pakistan <laughs> or like, you know, I, I, but I, I mean, stuff like that is um, like consumables can get really expensive and it's unnecessary as well. What night did I do this? It was a while back. Why is this? Why is this? Yeah. See, Coburn gets it. It's not about the wipers. It's about not letting them win. Yeah, I am. I am so for that mindset. Yeah, that's one of the reasons yeah. I respect Linus so much is because he does <laughs> shit like that. It's awesome. I'm like, yeah, I don't care how much your car costs. I'm not spending. I already bought the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, exactly why I don't want to spend more. And there's already and, a perfectly fine wiper assembly. And there's on obviously the car. like a consort. Uh, it's like light bulbs, right? They all got together and they're going to go. Okay, well, these these wiper blades are going to fail. Like, how much how much material science and experience have you uh, had in the world with every single car ever having wiper blades and you can't make them last longer than three months? <laughs> I have very strong feelings about a lot of things <laughs> that Linus is describing that he did. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> you go, Linus. Thanks, Dan. You go, too. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I can figure out when I did this. Have I effectively stalled for time yet? No, no, I can can figure out when I did this because I created a doc for myself. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, we're coming all the way back to what actually got us here. Auto care, car documents, and tips, keywords, Taycan, car windshield, wipers, Rain-X. Yeah, because you have to help find things in Google Drive because the search is so bad. Yeah, so details, hold on. I created this doc January 27th, so okay, that'll help me narrow down where exactly I need to go to to find my little project. So yeah, we were talking about how you pick up the the merch message from half an hour ago was we were talking about how you re-pick up projects or tasks or whatever that you've put down for a significant period of time. 
time. And the the core idea was that yeah. it's all in in the preemptive work. It's all in the work that you do while you're already working on that project. And that is generally uh, note-taking, organization, planning, stuff like that. I don't know what Linus is trying to do. Um, and you can extrapolate this to things that aren't serious as well. So you should do this for things that are serious. I think we want to switch to... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Uh, that one. So there it is. That's how to do it. Yeah, give yourself notes. Keywords are key. Uh, here also. Uh, here I am. Uh, yeah, here I'm going to do this. This is such a low tech way to do this. Uh, it works. You can see the time scale here. Reading, researching, inspecting. So we're like nearly an hour now. Yep. <laughs> this is the most ADHD thing I think I've ever seen. Okay, I think by this point I have switched to Raynet. So, uh, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. It's not too bad, actually. <laughs> I'm so frustrated because, like, it shouldn't be that hard. It's a little plastic clip. It can't be that hard to, but if I break it, well, I'm, I, I have to buy a whole new one, and I'm not going to have new windshield wipers on my car tonight. And I can't put my old ones back on because I ripped the rubbers off. <laughs> So unless I can get it apart, I got no way to put it back together. Anyway. You know, do you know, uh, Darius? Yeah, 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 yeah. At the at the whale land that we had <clears throat> in the lab warehouse, uh, that night was a very interesting night for a few people. I ended up, I think, staying there and gaming. No, I, I think I went to go sleep for a little. I don't remember what happened to me. Um, my dad stayed up all night and then went and uh taught a plumbing lecture and then came back and kept gaming so he didn't sleep at all and Darius, i thought he went home to go sleep he went home remembered that his truck was like partially taken apart and like i don't remember exactly what he did he like uh replaced the fuel injectors or something i don't remember what it was but he did this like whole maintenance project on his truck for the entire duration of the night didn't sleep at all and then came back um, which was why when he was in the Left 4 Dead tournament before the finals game, he he, he jumped out of his chair and just did a bunch of push-ups because he was trying to like get his blood flowing so he could wake up so he could play better. <laughs> Absolute just, mad lad. I very much enjoy surrounding myself with these types of people. <laughs> it's a very interesting life. <laughs> Garon Ninja says Luke's dad is a machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're we we're we're convinced too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a heck of a weekend. <laughs> All right, Dan, hit us. Sure thing. Hey, Duke, Lan, and Dinus, what are some of your favorite 4K HDR movies to show off QD OLED TVs? Also, I watched Hackers, and it was ridiculously cheesy and hilarious at the same time. Thanks for the tip. No problem. Uh, Encanto, bad ending to that movie. Uh, absolute visual fiesta. It's so beautiful. Uh, that's that's definitely my favorite right now. 
I apologize if this has already been asked, but what is Linus's opinion of the MIG switch that was announced at the end of last year and is set to release this month? Okay, this is my first exposure to the MIG switch. It appears to be a uh, an R four or whatever whatever that thing was called for the DS. Oh, this. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know it was called that. And honestly, based on the website, it's kind of hard to tell. But yeah, looks sketch. <laughs> what am I even looking at here? Is that Rasputin? I don't know who it is, but uh, <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Uh, well, man, what was that? Makes sense with the colors. What too. was the one before yeah. the R four R four DS or like what 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 are what are these things called? Just like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just like pirate cartridge. It's a, a non hardware modification way to flash carts. Flash carts. Okay, sure. there you there go. You go. Flash cart. Um, I don't know. I would be. I'd be interested in trying it. Make Switch is the only backup and development device for all Switch consoles, regardless of version, firmware, and type. That's wild. Actually. And requires no installation or modification of the console. Just plug and play. I am. I'm surprised that the switch got this broken. Right before the new one comes out or gets announced at least. Yeah, kind of bad timing. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, you can pirate games on the switch. Finally. Um, I mean, if you can, if you can, I mean, it's still cool. It's still very cool. Cause you can get micro SD cards that are like a terabyte, right? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. So I apparently can't buy one. I go to the website. Oh, but so they oh, either boy. got taken down or they're not up yet or something like that. Yeah. One Su- terabyte micro SD card is a hundred bucks. You pair that with this thing. You got a lot of games. Super easy to get in China. Uh, France, apparently pretty easy. Italy, no problem. Mexico, no problem. Uh, watch out guys. Something to keep in mind is that. Uh, these can be illegal, depending where you're from, even if you use them for their official purpose, which is to back up your own cartridges. Uh, so, yeah, thoughts are, yep, this is a thing that apparently exists. I, I'm very curious to try it, but I also... Uh, does anyone have one? Like, are you guys... Uh, so the Canadian store doesn't work, but you can go to American stores that ship to Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I think this is just Shopify. Yeah, there's just Shopify stores that ship to Canada. Got it, okay. Yeah, interesting. You can get Switch Band with these, um, says McBain. Nintendo can ban the game's unique serial number. Oh, very interesting. I don't know. I just just buy my games, guys. I... um, I am at that era as well. Yeah, like I... I I don't subscribe to services though yeah that's fair enough yeah if i was if i wanted to if i wanted to rip off nintendo i think uh a steam deck and emulation is probably the route i would go or a um an ally in emulation if you need the extra performance yeah yeah all right okay what else we got? Oh, uh, let's see. Hey, LLD, my wife bailed on the Pokemon franchise when she lost the ability to have the entire Pokedex in one game. What franchise do you feel has let you down the most? That's an interesting take. If your tagline is, you got to catch them all, and, and then can't. you're just like, you can't. Yeah. 
But that I feel is a like pretty interesting take. eventually the sheer number of Pokemon, because they're always releasing be. new ones so that you have new ones to collect, would have just been, it would have just gotten completely unmanageable. Like, how many are there now? There's like 150 in Pokemon Blue and Red, if I recall correctly. That's right. First gen. Is, is it 150? 151. Oh, sorry. Got yeah, it. 1,025. So maybe you are correct. But in that generation, there's 151. Yeah, Not the, okay. You said the games, though. Um, 1,015, is that what you 1025, said? 1,025, apparently. 1,025? Over 1,000, let's say that. Yeah. Like, how could you possibly hope to balance a game that has 1,000 yeah. playable, battleable Pokemon in yeah, it? Yeah, and you can put all those Pokemon in something called Pokemon Home that I don't know anything about, but I know you can put Pokemon there from all the different games. Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. No, I get it. Um, what franchise has let you down the most, though? I mean, it's got to be Final Fantasy for me. Uh, I, I loved the games, and then I just didn't. Can I just say a company? Blizzard. Bethesda. Oh. So are also you, Blizzard. Are you games off, that start with B. Are you off the Starfield like bandwagon now? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so you're just over it? Yeah, I tried really hard. You really did. It was sort of admirable I gave almost. it every effort I possibly yeah, could. Yeah, you really did. It was actually kind of sad. Yeah. Sad to watch. Yeah. Yeah. The, the disillusionment. It only comes that much stronger. It was replaced with rage. When you try that hard, yes. yeah. <laughs> like, is it less of a piece of shit now, or is it just... No. Yeah, okay. No. Cool. And I have no faith that it will get cyberpunked, because the problem, Ashton in Kutcher's my opinion... Ashton is just not that into it anymore. <laughs> that took me They're on fire tonight. That took me a second. These have been well, very a, high quality. That was a deep cut. I am, a, I am appreciative. Wow. Um, He's not there to fix it. In my opinion, the, the problem is the company. Yeah. And that's why I said I, I wanted to say a company, not, a, not an individual franchise. Uh, I don't think they're capable anymore. Right. I actually don't. Because you, you look at the trajectory ever since Oblivion. And actually, in my opinion, every game from every franchise from Bethesda ever since Oblivion has been some form of regression. And people are going to be pissed off because everyone loved Skyrim. But in my opinion, Skyrim was kind of the beginning of the end mm-hmm. um, in, in like a huge amount of different ways. Okay, um, but, yeah. but maybe Blizzard never let you down because, hold on. First of all, this is a different company and also I don't agree. Hold on. Because maybe Blizzard just changed their name. Okay. Have you seen this? No. Stormgate, Stormgate gameplay reveal. Is this like some of the original devs or something? This is folks who worked <gasps> on StarCraft and Warcraft 3. Uh, they just... Oh, that looks so cool. They just shattered their Kickstarter... Seven um, months ago. How did I never heard about this? I, I'm not sure how you missed this. To oh, be look at that micro. With you. Um, look at him go. I love the art style. Yeah. It's so defined and everything's really easy to read. And we've been watching this for 40 seconds and I heard yeah. understand whatever. RTS games are everything. notoriously difficult to follow. So, so and good. I've never even seen this game before and I can fully understand what's going on. Great character models. Yeah. yeah. Love the UI. Uh, and even like the terrain as well, like the trees and all of the terrain is, Looks is great there's a fits lot of, in really well there's a lot of really cool ideas uh, i am i'm floored that you haven't seen any of this That's yet right. stormgate. stormgate it's called yeah I, i've maybe heard of it but i haven't seen that video don't pre-order you know whatever but also it seems like what they're doing is really cool so if you want to support it 
than is there an estimated uh I, I i don't remember people are talking about modded versions of the elder scrolls yeah but that's not the game um there's i i, I skyrim modding is fantastic uh starfield modding is uh, required to even have a potential of a, enjoying any percentage of the game but is nowhere near as good the person who made the multiplayer mod for skyrim yep. was looking into playing uh, making a multiplayer mod for starfield and just didn't bother his quote on it i wish i could find yeah, it he just eviscerated them yeah it was brutal like but back to something that maybe doesn't suck um <laughs> stormgate yeah is this the future Looking at all the layoffs in the games industry, looking at all the challenges facing AAA gaming and the enormous budgets required to bring the next GTA or the next Call of Duty or whatever it is to market, don't people just want fun? I strongly believe so. Don't people just want BattleBit? I strongly believe so. And BattleBit, uh, I still enjoy BattleBit. I still play every once in a while. And, and um, love it. Like I, where what what the heck happened to RTS? Yeah. Well, it's it's not as it's not as profitable as a gotcha game. Like, how did we get? I think RTS is harder to continually monetize through microtransactions get, because people don't care as much about the skins. Luke, how did we get two fucking Diablos since the last RTS from Blizzard? Yeah, how does that make any sense? Yeah, it might be smaller teams making more bespoke things. Um, Baldur's Gate I'm is not an so RTS. Hard to not somehow force Baldur's Gate into this conversation. And yeah, it's not an RTS, come on. I no. think that, that's one of, to, to force myself into this conversation, that's one of the things that amazed me about Pal World when I tried it for the first time. Yeah. It was just a game. It's just fun. You, you push go, and then you're, you're playing the video game. There's no uh, like stuff that wastes your time. Um, one thing that I figured that wasted my time was the most was Death Stranding. That was a huge, yeah. unrespecting game. Same with probably Starfield as well. But Power Mario World, Party. Mario, the first Mario Party for Switch, Starfield's whatever, whatever the name just, of that one is, just that had brutal. Just let me play the video game. Let me have fun, please. And they could have patched it so easily. All they had to do was make cutscenes skippable, and the game would have been way better. Mm-hmm. Even, even I'm going to mention BG3 now. Even BG3, yes. you just hit the right mouse button, and then the <laughs> the line is gone. Right, going from that where I can skip through dialogue really quickly yep. or listen to it, and then going to Starfield, terrible. I don't know. Stormgate will be released on early access through Steam in 2024. Uh, D. Martinez says the game is boring, bland, and the main draw of Bethesda games exploration in a lively and handcrafted world was completely gone the modder dude wrote. i'm not gonna put my heart and soul into a mod for a game as mediocre as this oh, get him get him Woo! wait february 5th no way stormgate's coming out in two days no is it really did this sneak up on me like that wait it's the second. You live somewhere that isn't here. It might be early <laughs> access or something. No, no exact release date's been confirmed yet. Yeah. What, uh, it's a complex game, so it may take some time. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, no, no. Closed no. beta, apparently. Okay. Okay, right. well, I'm not in that, but... I mean, I, you're I influential even, enough I that even. I bet you could be. Yeah. Does anyone know anyone who works... Give me in there. Um, Luke wants to play. I realistically yeah. won't have time, but... I do. <laughs> and you have a new computer. Is it working now? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it works with the side panel off. Um, all right. We'll, we'll, all right. We'll, it, it, we'll it, let I, the people watch the video. I've put it through some stuff though. And like when okay. it, when it, um, 
I haven't recreated this scenario. Yeah. But when it did overheat that one time, yeah. I was pushing it very hard. But can you play Final Fantasy VI? I haven't tried yet. I am planning on playing All right. tonight slash tomorrow. All right, cool. I, I gave him my manual from when I was a kid. It's actually super cool. Yeah, have you looked through? Yes. Have you like thumbed through it and stuff? Yeah, I have. I, even before I was able to play, I was like, "We're gonna look through this." Well, that's I what it used to be like. like. You, I love stuff because your like parents that. wouldn't let you play the game all the time. I also enjoy, and so you had to just read the manual. <laughs> I, I enjoy tactile stuff in general, but like yeah. when we were playing Anno which I would still like to play again sometime. Yeah, yeah, we should go back to our world and like, you know, finish some stuff. Somehow figure out what the heck we were doing. Yeah. But uh, when we were playing Anno, I used to take written notes on a, on a like, notepad um, yep. so that we could figure out what the heck we were supposed to do next time. Steam has since introduced a feature that I try to be, uh, you told it to me through a video, actually. So this, nice. I learned this from you. Um, but it's like the coolest thing ever and no one seems to know about it. But Steam has a feature where if you bring up the overlay, you can have notes for a game that are cloud saved and game specific, which is like the so coolest cool. thing ever. Yep. Um, so uh, I would have just digitized them if that feature existed back then. But, oh, it's also a Uplay game. You can probably force Steam overlay onto it, but... Not sure. Yeah. Um... Anyways, yeah, Stormgate, that looks sick. Uh, I, I kind of hope that the future of games is actually aiming a little bit less high on the difficult, expensive things. Now tell me this. And still aiming really high on the fun. Now tell me this. What if that means these small teams have to use AI oh, that's, in order even, to achieve their I goals? I don't even think I like, want to get into that conversation. This is dangerous. You're you're asking for it's, there's knives to my throat right now, man. Uh, the usage of AI, how much you should do, how much you can do, all that kind of stuff is very, very intriguing. I don't want either of you to touch that. Let's have another. Yeah. Uh, let's have another merch message. Black Smoke yeah. Rise says we are never going to bed. Lol. <laughs> I have a sign. I we go down, I have a sign chat. We have a sign for this. It's fine. Uh, hi, DLL. I've worked for my high school's IT department for three years, but I'm going to study civil engineering in college. What is a good way to market tech skills to non-tech employers? Uh, I mean, I did this. I'm assuming you probably did to a certain degree as well back in the day. No. Nope. So I used to walk into, uh, most, I, I would try to profile places that I thought would need IT work. Mm. So I wouldn't necessarily walk into a grocery store. I don't know. That's just an example. Yeah, sure. No chain. Because it's, yeah, no, especially no chain. What I would try to look for was small mom and pop. Probably this is the only location that exists uh, medical or legal practices. Because just off the top of my head with both of those. Uh, tons of regulations around data tons retention. Tons of regulations, yep. data retention, security for different things. Sure. That's when TrueCrypt was super sick back in the day, and nobody knew what TrueCrypt was. So I could basically just like get them set up with TrueCrypt and show them how to use it, and that would be like an automatic win. And I could often do that part for free yep. and then get my foot in the door and be like, all right, now that your data is encrypted so you're not breaking a bunch of laws because you probably were because most of them were, by the way, just so you know, um, <laughs> uh, I can do more things for you. You're going to have to pay me now, but I can set you up with, you know, like uh, data redundancy. Sure. so that Remote access. Remote access. Yep. Do all these different types of things. Make it so that if this one computer dies, your entire company doesn't go up in flames. And you can give some, um, some uh, uh, cases of like, here's an example of a company where they had a fire 
uh, they lost all their records and they just immediately yep. went bankrupt because they're a, a, a legal or medical thing or whatever. And that like can't really happen. Um, huge risk in legal and medical field if you don't have good insurance, though. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that back then. <laughs> Let's move forward. Uh, but I think that is probably a thing. Um, mm. I think the insurance might be on the coming. I don't. I don't know. There's some stuff. This is going not on legal there. advice. This is yeah. This is definitely not everything legal he's advice. saying right now is the opposite of legal. Not advice. even sort of. But it's, yeah, it's beagle lice. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Find a way to communicate how being more technologically advanced can financially benefit that business. The one bit I'll pitch in with is don't jargon them. Show them what they can do with it. Yeah, for real. Show them the result. Because there probably is. A lot of these companies, like, they just don't know what is possible yep. technologically. And they might be able to save a bunch of their own time. Maybe yep. maybe they're making enough money. This is the only uh, storefront they want to have. Uh, but there's some tedium involved. And if you can help them skip that tedium, you might just make their life a bunch better. And if you can do that at a cost that is reasonable, they might run with it. All right, Dan, hit us. Hi, Dinus Duke and Lan. I work with superconducting magnets oh, that will be used in the LHC at CERN. Oh, what a Chad! That's what sick. international project are you excited to see the outcome of that one? Um, ITER. How about garbage patch cleanup? I'm going to go with that. Yeah, there's some actually really cool things there. Yeah, there's another really cool one that we became aware of recently. Uh, they're finding like old sunk uh, like ships, and they are mapping them and then going down and trying to retrieve the fuel from them yeah no that's cool i've heard of that before yeah, yeah not because they like need fuel for ships but, but because it's kind that of way a, it won't leak out into the ocean it's a bit of a time bomb yeah. yeah 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 that's really cool i want to show this really quick before we keep going i don't know if we showed this earlier but apparently stormgate it's over two million was raised yeah, yeah. i know you said they beat their target oh, yeah but like two no, million versus a hundred grand is crazy. Yeah, people are storming the gates to get that game. Co-op, yo, yeah. But I didn't know make we had co-op. Make games that are games. Everybody, copy this. It's good. Do this. Make it nice. That's so cool. Just do cool things. Just play. It. It's a game. Just make it fun. No games have co-op. And it does. And it's awesome. And so does BG three. All these games that I love. If you have co-op in your game and it's at least decently fun, I'm pretty much going to get Slapshot Rebound. <laughs> yeah. You know what's fun? It has co-op. Playing games with your friends. Yeah. Yes. Five, 5v5 or 6v6, I think it supports. Slapshot Rebound is... Eight? Oh. Yeah, I think you have to go in the bigger arena, but I think you're right. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. freaking yeah. nuts. Super fun. The potential to Super find killer. five more friends, maybe. Don't care if it makes the game unbalanced. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No one cares. I've heard that example from a bunch of people. Oh, we can't like balance the single player campaign around co-op. Who cares? No one cares. You just you just team up and then you just Avengers stomp everything you encounter. And that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> Please. It's fun. Games are fun. <gasps> Games are supposed to be fun. Anyways. Just right. make them fun. We'll move on from Stormgate. I'm ah. wildly more excited now that I know it offers yeah, that's co-op. That's really cool. Hi, DLL. I know the lab and the Landminton Court projects are huge, but what is the next step for LMG? Growth, enhancements, expansions? I th- love you guys. I think the main focus for us is getting the lab, uh, improving the lab. I mean, it's... It's obvious that 
we have things to work on. We, we've had things to work on. We have things to work on with that. I think that it's really clear where we want to get to. And there's a lot of investments and a lot of time um, that it's going to take in order to get there. But that's something that I think is probably the most important thing that we are doing right now is building that database that will exist to help just demystify things and make this information that you can pull up at a moment's notice rather than something that you have to sit through a video that clearly none of you want to watch um, in order to get. With with cities in the UK now increasing parking charges for EVs, the reason giving that they have higher lifetime emissions than traditional cars, are we starting to see the beginning of the end for EVs? No. What kind of question is that? EVs are not going anywhere. I mean... I do hope the plug-in hybrid model sort of takes over. Um, I think it is a better solution for the vast majority of people. With gasoline, I don't know that I'm that convinced, but I mean... Uh, and I... With... with, I mean, hydrogen fuel cell, if it works as well as it, like, pie in the sky should, it kind of sounds amazing. Um, I still feel like... I don't know enough about hydrogen fuel cells to talk about this, to be completely honest. Yeah, I know I know enough to know that it's, on paper, just outstanding. Because the refueling that. times are more like gas, yeah. and the emissions are more like nothing. It's super it cool. absurdly expensive, though? Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's a long way. It's a long way away is the biggest issue. Yeah. Uh, hey, double... Uh, hey, D, double hockey sticks. Have you ever realized in the moment? I don't know. I, they're just they're going crazy with the names. All of them, all of them are like this. Every single message is like this. Hey, D double hockey sticks. Have you ever realized in the moment that you're doing something you'd remember for the rest of your life? Yes. What was it? Uh, I'm not going to repeat most of them, but I I think it's. <laughs> I think we have a bleep button. I Luke. think it's an important thing to do. Actually, not not only what, in the, the moment thing of... you were doing that you can't say. I mean, sure. How else do we make more people? But. It's truly a noble I, goal. I was, I, think, I was thinking more like trash bags and a large carpet and then like a ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You maybe know, if that you're too. using a condom, it's all for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Linus knows how to replace rubbers There's still now. a percentage chance that it's for something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> um, anyways, I think it's actually very important and valuable to you as a person to not not necessarily even when you're in the exact moment but when you're in a period of time when you're like uh, recognizing i will at some point in time look back at this and think of this as good old days for whatever this activity type of thing is i think it's actually good to recognize that and like bask in the warmth of that to a certain degree um because if you don't I think it's easy to fall into negativity even though you are in a very good time because you're only thinking about the, the, the bad things and allowing yourself to just like actually be like, no, you know what? In a lot of ways, this is really great um, and I'm going to be very happy thinking about this in the future is a good thing. There's too much negativity in the world. I don't take enough candid pictures. Me neither. Like this moment. Why would I take a picture of this? It's just, It's just... Uh, we're, we're walking to or from school or something. It's just Yvonne and our youngest daughter. She's, she's carrying her for, you know, what might be the last time? 
Yeah. Right? Like, she's getting to the age where you don't know when the last time you carry them somewhere is going to be, right? Um, and so I'm, I'm trying to think about that stuff more, but honestly, I'm, I'm really bad about it. I, um, we took some pictures when we were at the badminton center. Cause like I realized that we took no pictures of our reno when I was trying to pull a cable through conduit. And I was like, yeah, I have no in progress of any of this. And the most fun pictures for me to look back at are always the candid ones. Just like, oh yeah, we had the furniture like that in that room. That means more to me than like... I try to like, screenshot float plane every once in a while. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, tried to, I have a bunch of historical screenshots of the forum, different like, things, things like that. Things change more than we realize, I think. Yes. I sent the ones I took uh, to Yvonne because, nice. yeah, I took a bunch of reference pictures. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Dan uh, just, what I was laughing at, by the way, was Dan just like oh, slid yeah. out from behind and took a photo of us. <laughs> I thought that would be cute. That is funny. Dan, you're always cute. <laughs> Feeling cute right now might delete later. <laughs> my, my screen protector goes over the front of it, so it's blurry as hell, but that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah I don't know. I, I actually genuinely think it's very important. Um, I don't think I've done that enough in my life, but it's something I've tried to make an effort to do more so over the last, I'd probably say, like three or four years. Um, and there's been a few times where I've even like said it out loud to other people, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of at a peak with this thing. Not yeah. that that's a bad thing. But I think we should like appreciate that and enjoy it while we have whatever this is. And that might be a friend group that like if you have a friend group in high school, even if you stay friends with them after high it's school, it's different. It's different. You're probably not going to see them very often. Yep. Someone might move away. People it's not going to be the same. Someone might be that low percentage, even when they do use the thing that they have kids then. Yep. Yep. Uh, you, you might have like a and d group that you play with. Eventually, that's probably going to end. Not guaranteed, but probably. And you should just recognize when you're in the moment, like, this is fun. I like these people. This is good. This is a good thing that I have. I, this is, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to stop ranting about it. Uh, speaking of things that um, I'm making memories of, remember last week I was trying to point out bannable comments, and I realized I hadn't really screenshotted any of them. Well, I screenshotted some for the show this week. Uh, Here's an go. example of a comment that will get you a shadow ban. I wonder how mocking the blatantly failing commercial name strategy of Engredia every 30 seconds helps in any way the consumers understand what to choose. Naming choices start sucking more than hell at 4000 series launch and unlaunch not grown better. However, LMG says, we're pro-consumers. Okay, fine. Deliver info. Stand-up comedian should be for super fun channel-ish. Shadow. What are you even talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Like, well, actually, what are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, so this one's good. This is from the Land Center badminton video. At 5.16, I make a comment about how the women's washroom has the natural light because, of course, the women's washrooms are always nicer. What a completely unnecessary comment. Like, if you're so bothered by women having the changing room with nature lighting, change it. You own the company. This is so toxic and not even true, to be honest. What? Shadow ban. Nice. You're actually done. You have nothing to contribute. I've just, I've seen some questions from people like, <sighs> okay, is Linus just like silencing dissenting opinions? No, it's just like actual wastes of characters on YouTube servers. <laughs> like, there's, what do you, it's, a, it's like, a, it's a thing. You know, the women's washroom is always nicer and cleaner and smells better because 
it just does because they just take care of things. <laughs> like it's just it's just a thing. <laughs> And the natural, obviously, I know I could change it. The decision was made that the women's washroom should just be nicer because they're just always nicer. <laughs> I thought about shadow bands for the people who talked about the privacy issue of having a window there. I considered it because obviously we're not f***ing stupid. We're going to put security film on it. Like, what are you? Come on. <laughs> Come on, people. But I decided to leave those ones. I decided to leave those ones. Anyway. Bit by bit, I'm cleaning up our comment section, and I'm actually noticing a difference. Yeah, good. It is a shockingly I th- I think- small number of users contributing to the vast majority of the stupidity in the comment section. Like a decade ago or something, yeah. I used to be against that type of stuff. But I think in the modern web, you just have to. Yeah. I, I, don't I think, think it just is what it is. And I think, honestly, an argument to the other side is just an argument asking for a bad experience. I, yeah, I don't know. How do you know the women's washroom is better, hmm? Sus. <laughs> Says Azerty32. Oh my One of the most mortifying experiences of my adult life was in the library at UBC in university when I just went to the washroom, used the bathroom, came out to wash my hands, And there was a woman washing her hands at the sink next to me. And I just left (laughs) without washing my hands, which probably didn't make it better at that point. (laughs) I just hadn't paid attention. I just need to get out. I just walked into the women's washroom. Um, (laughs) It was pretty bad. Um, I've, I've almost, but never actually done it. I've like gotten up to right in front of the door and then be like, Oh, and then switched. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like went in, did my business. It wasn't, it wasn't a busy library. It was like the, it was like the small one. It was, uh, oh, which one was it? Yvonne and I used to go hang. Oh yeah. And Yvonne was there. Like I, 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 I left and came back and I was like completely red. And so I told her immediately like, uh, okay, don't take this the wrong way, but I just checked out the women's washroom. Hey, nice washroom. Uh, <laughs> you guys are doing great <laughs> yeah uh, it wasn't a labeling issue i just completely spaced 100 <laughs> percent um i have to redeem myself at super check so we do have to start getting through some of these merch messages at some point luke beat me last week and i'm so upset got him overtime game five of our five game series they're really good games <sighs> they were really tight games hard fought games what did i did i win the first two or was it one one? I know you won one, the first one. one. I think it was. I think you did win the first two, and then I came back. Yeah, and he came back and took three in a row. Yeah, because so. the first game was like really close or something, and then the second game was. I don't think it was. And yeah, then I'm not I came sure. back. I think I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I should have noticed there was no urinal though. Yeah, people say that, but. I don't know if you're if you're spaced enough if you if your head's somewhere else thinking about somewhere else that you walked into there in the first place are you going to notice the urinal thing I don't know yeah all right let's see what else we got here hello DLL with the land center coming soon will we be able to buy LTT merch and other cool stuff from the creator warehouse there thanks for the cool tools 
Uh, there'll be some stuff there. Like, I would imagine we'd have water bottles and stuff, probably, but you it's... You might as well have it, at least, like, a couple screwdrivers and backpacks. Uh, screwdrivers? And I don't want it to seem weird. Like, it's a badminton pro shop. It's not a screwdriver store. That makes sense. We do want to do a physical location at some point, but, like, I also don't want it to just look like a weird LTT garage sale, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, like, I could see, like, we LTT has... Uh, like uh, like athletic pants and stuff. Like we we would totally have those there, but beyond that, no, I don't think so. Hey, LLD, what are your thoughts on the Apple AirTags? Now that they notify a thief, they're being tracked. Had my LTD backpack stolen last year with one in it, and never got my stuff back. So I only found out this week that as an Android user, you can ping any AirTag that has been like near your phone recently or something like that so yvonne discovered this she was like yeah i had to use my because i i threw an air tag in her purse because she went through a period a little while there where she was just like leaving it everywhere and i was like okay well this is getting really inconvenient trying to track down where you put it on the security cameras and stuff um like she's usually really good about that stuff but we just she wasn't getting a lot of sleep and she just kind of like she left it somewhere like twice within a few weeks or something like that and i was like okay this needs to stop happening so i threw an air tag that i happened to have because d brand sent one over for some sponsored something it had a linus meme face on it checked it in her purse and i was like okay well just let me know if you need to find it because and i'll have to grab the utility iphone because neither of us daily drives an iphone and then this was i don't know six months ago or something but Earlier this week, she goes, oh, yeah, I had to use the AirTag for the first time. I'm like, what do you mean use the AirTag? How'd you use it? I don't even think you know where my iPhone is. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I just go into this thing. And you can see recently connected trackers and just beep them. Like, you obviously can't use um, UW, whatever it is, the like the super, super direct UWB. I, I forget what it's called. Uh, but you can't, you know, just point it and you find it, you know, to within 30 centimeters or whatever. But you can you can ping it. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. So it seems like over time, Apple has gone from sending an occasional notification to you can actually, like, ping the thing. Um, what I will say is this is true to the intended functionality of the device. It was supposed to be for you to find your own thing that you misplaced. It was really useful for anti-theft. Um I understand they don't want it to be used for stalking and stuff, though. But I understand why Which these changes major problem, have so been like, made. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, I get it. I understand why they had to change it, but for the law abiding citizens, it's, this is one of those things where the ne'er-do-wells wreck things for everyone. If yeah. just, if nobody used them for stalking, totally, this wouldn't be a problem. And you could just track your personal air tag anywhere you wanted, anytime you wanted. And it sucks that it has to be like this. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. D martinis. Mm-hmm. On that same subject, that's a great segue. Um, I love this. This is a great take on um, a comment I get a lot. Hey, Linus, I've been watching since elementary school when you didn't even have your own channel yet and was always wanting to ask you why you're built funny. It's just a very strange... Why I'm built funny? Like, do you mean physically? Like my build? Like, you could be taking it so long. So many ways. Yeah, fashion- Linus, I live in your walls. The why fashion- are you so weird? <laughs> <laughs> I, I often make that joke when people walk up to me at a trade show or expo or whatever, or they're like, I've been watching you for 10 years. And I'm like, really? I didn't see you. <laughs> it's great. Oh, that's I, horrible. Have fun with it. I know. I love uh, it. Sheesh. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, this is great. 
Uh, built funny. Um, I have kind of wide hips for a, for a male, for my, for my body type. The fashion team tells me that. Um, robust childbirthing hips. It's good. Other than that, uh, you know, I'm kind of short, but it's all in my legs. My torso is normal. So if I wanted to get that like height enhancing, uh, surgery, I would actually look quite proportionally sound. Okay. I can't play sports anymore. At all. Well, like I'm sure you at all could do something, but they definitely say like, is it because the bone structure is not as strong or like, what's the reason? uh, I would assume that it is not as strong as it used to be. And probably it messes up your muscles a little bit, but yeah, I don't know if you guys know this. I thought you could recover from both of those. If you're short, you can like have your legs broken and then they like pull your bones apart and they brace them and they like grow back together or something. It's 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 wild surgery. It's nuts. Yeah. You uh, you won't be able to play sports because you would be too powerful. <laughs> Here's one for Luke while you go through some of the potentials. Uh, what is your favorite? You'll have to throw me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh. Uh, Luke, what is your favorite build in Slay the Spire? I always uh, love when a shiv deck can come together with the silent. Uh, that's kind of funny. That's one of my favorite <laughs> builds in Slay the Spire. Uh, all my favorite builds are going to be not all. The majority of my favorite builds are on the silent. The silent's my favorite one by far. Um, I would probably say that honestly, I prefer poison over shiv, but shiv is fantastic. Um, they're both very, very good. Um, I find both of those very fun. Another one that I like is just raging super hard on ironclad and going full strength and just trying to like one to two turn every single combat. And if you fail, you die. That's very entertaining. Uh, so those are my three favorite glass cannon. I think that type of thing is called. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's often built as like a, a, a block machine. So he just like Tank defends thing, like yeah. crazy. So you just build him in completely the other way, which he is also built for, mm. but a lot of new players won't go for it. You just go strength super hard. Um, yeah. Hey, DLL, I remember an old LTT video about haunted hardware, which had fraps working on Vulcan when it shouldn't have been. Aside from that, what's the weirdest hardware thing you've seen? Uh, recently, I wasn't able to play back video on my machine at home. It turned out to be uh, I needed to reinstall my AMD drivers. But even with hardware acceleration disabled, it would barely play anything. It was, it was super weird. I wish, I, I wish I'd recorded it because it's the kind of thing where you tell people, they're like, oh, yeah, but I'm sure it was easily solvable. No, it was not easily solvable. Everything, YouTube, Twitch, uh, local media players. That I was just really odd. I couldn't I play media. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I've seen some weird. Oh, oh, my uh, my old boot drive for my system. One of the reasons that I was like, okay, just f- it, let's reformat this thing was that um, Windows Hello will not work. I cannot change my password. It's it's just like it's just it's just broken. I, I have a I have a, a webcam that supports it, and on the fresh install, it just immediately worked the way it's supposed to. But there was some weird authentication thing where I was using a local account then i was using like a work account and then i was using my hotmail and then i was just something something it's just it has no idea what's going on it's completely broken um i i think my most modern example at the very least is when we used to do remote calls for the wan show um we used to i'm talking like within the last the, the, the most recent one that isn't the current one we're using. Uh, we used a system called ping.gg from, from Theo, which was great. Um, he said, I think afterwards, I don't remember, 
I, I know he said it afterwards. I think he might have said it beforehand as well, that it doesn't work on mobile. Um, but when I was in that airport in Serbia and I had to call in for the WAN show, I did it entirely through my phone on mobile and it worked flawlessly the whole time. And I remember I told him afterwards and he was like, that shouldn't have worked. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was it was flawless. So that was kind of fun. It was also really important that it worked at that time. So I'm, I'm happy that it did. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. What's your favorite janky cooling video on the channel? One of my favorite series. Favorite janky cooling. This one holds a very special place in my heart. I don't know why, actually, because there are other ones that were more fun. There were other ones that were more visually interesting, like when we used water to cool a heat sink. Uh, like we, we used to put an air cooler and we just poured water through it or like the fire cooling that Hacksmith came out. Like we've done so many janky cooling things. We put the computer in the fridge, which obviously didn't work because obviously that won't work. Uh, but I don't know why, but this, when you ask that question, this is the one that stuck out in my mind. Baby Alex building the world's shittiest mold. <laughs> oh my hold on hold on those are the failed attempts just a second <laughs> oh my god i have not seen this video <laughs> holy crap i remember oh, yeah, this yeah. but it's so old so this is it in order to get it mounted to anything uh we basically <laughs> had to just cut the one. Oh, oh my god <laughs> I love this. This is it mounted. You cool the CPU with a brick. This channel seems cool. I should subscribe. Um, yeah, it didn't work at all, pretty much. It's a complete piece of shit. I think Alex still has this next to his desk. I would keep that forever. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Memories, man. I Memories. Love that. <laughs> uh, I run into a lot of issues at my company around poor communication. As someone who is Do you leading work here, <laughs> do you work anywhere? <laughs> yeah. As someone who is leading a team, are there any ways you have found to combat this? The roles here are all work from home as well. Oh God! Please, uh, please email us if you know. <laughs> if you find out, save us. Please. If I knew the answer, I'd be writing a book, and I wouldn't have to work here anymore. Yeah. If you find out, sell it to the world and yeah. become a trillionaire. So I think the answer is no. Communicating with a large group of very different people is extremely hard. How people take a certain message <clears throat> is going to be very different depending on who the person is, when they receive it, all that type of stuff. Also, some people will just uh, not be very interested in reading messages from certain uh, messaging apps. So there might be people that prefer to read messages from s something or another thing or Someone who ignores one type of uh, routine email, maybe, that you put information in, but they just don't think it's normally very important to them, so they don't read it moving, moving forward, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Fun fact, um, on our Monday morning meeting notes, the first line is actually, Monday morning meeting is important, you need to read it, or something like that. And I'm sure... I don't remember the wording, because... Uh, he doesn't read it. Because I can't see it anymore, because it's always there. There's no, there's no workaround for that. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's a big problem and i i think being 
too angry at your own company about it is not going to get you anywhere because if you leave that company and go somewhere else, you're going to run into the same problem. So have Got fun. Him. Is it good uh, to uh, yell constantly at your direct manager who sits across the room from you? Yeah. Yeah. I think Does so. that help? It's a good strat. Does it make him less stressed? <laughs> I say go for it. Yeah, do it. Um, and that he is powerless to make any changes? No. I make some changes. He has power. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. He has power. If he's not changing something, it's because he doesn't fucking want to. I will continue to yell then. No, I'm just somewhat fair enough. I can make changes. Um, It's just you can't fix communication completely. You can make efforts. You can try to improve things. When someone that helps a lot. Yeah. If both sides are making an effort, you can get a lot done. Yeah, and like part of that is going to be like if if you notice a problem with with some form of communication that's happening voice it make sure that you are also not a communication problem or as much as you can um and just try to understand that it's going to be an issue do what you can to mitigate it uh do what you can to improve things if if someone comes to you i think you mentioned help leading a remote team if someone comes to you and mentions a communication issue uh try to act on it best you can um I, I find layering is helpful. So, um, and I, I don't always do this perfectly. I also have my own communication issues. Don't get me wrong. Um, stop it. Um, <laughs> uh, but try to do it multiple times. So like if you say something vocally in a meeting, try to have it in text as well. Um, if someone received something through an email, uh, that that is important yeah they received it but they might just not read that email or something um copy it out put it in another chat uh tag people directly require reactions this is something that uh oh i love that dan i have adopted that into my entire life and all my dev circles it's brilliant uh dan from the labs web team started doing this with his team and then i copied it in every scenario i possibly could um which is like when there's a pr um, if you see it, you have to react with the like eyeballs reaction. Um, and if it's good to go, you have to react with the check mark reaction. And it just means that you have actual good receipts because red doesn't mean anything because notifications are totally broken things get marked as red all the time maybe you open your computer and it's on that message but you're looking for something really quickly so you just immediately click off of it well it just got marked as red you're not going to see it again but if someone goes through the effort to do that reaction you know that they actually saw it so if it's important enough you can require reactions and then you can check the reactions to see who didn't do it and you can go after them directly to make them read the thing that was a lot nice yeah i love that system actually uh, what else? How is the struggle dealing with doing things you love, but also doing it for a living and the livelihood of others? Is it a, is the burden ever too much? It can be exhausting. Um, like I, I still haven't tried the wireless Vive, uh, Vive, uh, index adapter. I got it plugged in. It's, it's charged. It's ready. And I just have been, I've needed some decompression time when I've been at home lately instead of tinkering with tech sometimes it's all i want to do sometimes it's it's nice to have a break and uh even though it's i'm really interested in it and i, I want to know how it works i just look at it and i go right but before i can do that i'm gonna to have to spend an hour just like fighting with it i'm gonna to have to take notes while i do it which saps a lot of the joy Feels out of like the work. discovery yeah it makes it feel a lot more like work it's tough it's tough i don't i don't have a perfect answer Hi, Linus and team. You always say not to pre-order things, but what would you say about pre-ordering a framework laptop? I actually did and can't wait receiving it. 
I would tell you the same thing I always say. I would say don't pre-order things. If I if I were to give you a different answer just because I was an investor in the company, then you should never trust anything I say ever again. Hey, LLD, has anyone tried to use the S24 AI image search on faces? For example, Linus, would it find the LTT store mousepad? Memes, LinkedIn, what about other people? With love, the guy that Luke signed his word, 1997. I have not tried it, but that actually sounds kind of awesome. Hello, WAN.DLL, first Merce matches. Hold on, I'm actually thinking of getting one. I really like it. I did an unboxing for Short Circuit, that went up today. Um, S24, it looks kind of sick. I still hate hole punch cameras, but obviously I'm not getting away from that anytime soon. Um, you can with this, this phone. The screen's incredible. What phone is that? The anti-glare coating on it. It's unbelievable. What phone do you have, Dan? I have the Sony, uh, one X. Yeah. Sony, I can't figure out how to move the stupid back button to the right though. What? Oh, it's just like a toggle. It is not. Toggle it. Prove wrong. Uh oh. Fight time. It's going to be my second Apple Arcade moment of the day. It'll be great. Either that or it'll be Dan's first Apple Arcade moment of the day. <laughs> oh my God, he's right. Yeah, ridiculous, right? Why wouldn't they? It's 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 part of like AOSP or whatever. Oh no, I can no longer recommend this phone. How That's... do they? How do they? Like what the heck? And I get it. Some people like the back button on the left. That's nice. I, I love that you like the back button on the left. But it is, it is as far as I can tell, just like a toggle the developer of the Android skin can just enable. It's uh, absolutely part of um, the I don't top think level. I use it. I think I swipe from the side all the time. Yeah, I, that's I, fine. I don't like gesture. And, and I like three button and I like the back button on the left. And I'm not going to tell you guys not to like your ways, just like I will not allow a phone manufacturer to tell me that I'm not allowed to like my way. If I, I want the back button on the right, then I want the f-ing back button on the right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I'm never recommending this phone to anyone again. <laughs> well, okay. that is that, No, Luke, you don't understand. That's actually enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe you. I, oh, I, 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 am, I, I, I am insane. At this point, I've worked with him for a while. I fully believe that. Yeah, I have no, <laughs> no, no, no questions so there. Then, here's <laughs> don't buy a Sony ever again. <laughs> the back buttons. Dan, would yeah. you recommend that people work at Linus Media Group? Oh. Uh, do, <laughs> are you the kind of person... Anybody out there, are you the kind of person that would own a Porsche like Linus <laughs> and change the blades of your wiper blades just for the principle of doing it? If you are, then I think you're you're going to fit into the team here. Uh, okay, so a conditional yes, a conditional yes. If if that honestly if, makes sense. <laughs> if not giving the user the right for a res- like, it's part of Android, the basic thing to be able to switch the buttons. If that was something that somebody had to develop for, or like you know, TouchWiz doesn't support it, so you do your own launcher. Then all right, fine, you know. Uh, but for just just not turn on a knob, like it took effort to probably disable that. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, it bothers me so much, man. And if it's not in the debug or anything like that, like <laughs> God damn, I mean, <laughs> I actually hate for for me. Like I like when Android eleven. Now you got me fucking. <laughs> now you got me ranting. I'm fucking, I'm angry, man. Oh God, I almost said it twice. Um, 
everything on Android is giant now. All of the buttons are huge. All like the clock. This is this is this screen has the highest pixels per inch of any phone on the market. Yeah, and how's six, that information density, Dan? Six hundred and sixty pixels per you, inch. You making use of that density? I can't because Android is garbage. I hate it. Abacus, give me an abacus. I'm, just, I'm going to the forest. I'm going to live with the forest things. Yeah. See you later, Dan. Bye. Uh, what the f is this show? I still don't know. My uh, my meds are off now. I've been, ho uh, I've been hosting it for over a decade, Luke, and I still don't know what it is. There's no more full quest. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go write an app to switch those, switch oh those God. buttons. It like intercepts your input, moves. Yeah. Oh, jeez, jeez. Hello, oh Wan D DLL. First merch. <laughs> first time merch message. I'm so sorry, man. What are some of the most cool or unusual pieces of tech you've seen put into a PC case? For example, I saw someone put a discrete car stereo into one ages ago. Back in the old days, people used to put all kinds of wild things in the front of the five and a quarter inch bay. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cigarette lighter. Yeah. Was one. <laughs> it's just, that's, wow, that really shouldn't be there. Yeah. You shouldn't like, smoke around your computer. The, the amount of, like, cigarette smoke tar that I've had to try to remove from computers over the years. Like, just stop. Yeah. Go smoke outside. It goes outside. right into the intake fan, because that's how fans work. Yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah, that's a good answer. Last one of my curated. We basically use an Apple TV as a coaster with all the smart TVs, so I'm curious, what is the most expensive piece of tech the company or employees have that does not get used as intended at all? I mean, I did my thing on that super expensive circulation fan last week, so I won't talk about that. I could talk about our 3D printers. Man, the kinds of things that I've seen people using 3D printers for internally. <laughs> we do a lot of really good things with them, prototyping yes. products and, uh, you know, creating uh, holders for our slates and pens for the sets and all kinds of very useful things. But one stood out to me, and this was for a LAN event of some sort. We apparently 3D printed a gigantic batch of trophies and i was sitting there going these are the most generic trophies that could ever have existed could we have bought these for like a dollar could we have bought these at the dollar store and the answer is often yes <laughs> <laughs> and it happens all the time we will design something that is actually available at Dollarama. We'll, we'll put the insert design, for a wiper. We didn't design the, the trophies. Oh, they just downloaded a file? We did not design the trophies. I've seen things get designed. Unfortunately, you have. to design. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. We, we designed, I think, more than once a, like, holder for a computer for our barcode scanner station. He's, he's talking about me right now. When I was like, guys, you know the Microsoft Surface exists. You know there's one in inventory right now. It has a kickstand built into it. Just use that. <laughs> and that's the stuff he complains about. <laughs> Actually, very reasonable, but also not. Um, okay, yeah, that's it. I'm done. I hope that rhino isn't 3D printed. The rhino? No, that is, oh. uh, that is ceramic. Yeah. I hope we didn't pay for that ceramic rhino. I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. I hate, man, I hate how much just like knickknacks cost. 
drives me crazy. It, that thing does nothing. Table balls? If it cost more than $2, I, it was a waste of money. Where, where do you think it was can't. from, if you had to guess? I hope it's from Value Village. And there's, I hope some other no idiot paid $200 for it, and there's I paid no $2 is. for it. Ceramic rhino. What, what were you saying ages figure. ago with the super expensive table balls? Uh, what about them? I was just saying I hate that. We, there was a whole rant months ago about yeah just i think it was just basically this like yeah. like knickknacks it drives me crazy how much they cost oh was it the bit about how uh, i think the whole thing is just a conspiracy where designers um buy this stuff because they get a commission ba- for for the project based on how much they spend total so they'll just pad it with like stupid line item things that are mm. like just an overpriced glass ball that they spend four hundred dollars on so they make 40 bucks um, um, I'm not sure because uh, we used to know like one of those interior designers. Oh, and some of this stuff just is like expensive. I mean, the thing is, you go to like HomeSense or something like that, and it's an eighty dollar table ball. Okay, look. but like this interior designer was like, well, we went to an artisan who would craft a table ball, and it'd be like three hundred bucks. Sure. I mean, it's not like I don't understand that things are expensive. I mean, you're talking to the person who made a solid gold Xbox controller. I get it. <laughs> yeah, but that's a little bit different than like a knickknack. That's an art piece, if you want to think about it that way. I think of it as more of an investment. I don't think of it as I made a solid gold Xbox controller. I think of it as I bought some gold. So that's yeah. my justification for that. As for like the artisan table ball made of I, like, I don't know glass about, or whatever i don't know I don't about know, you man. guys i, I know how to justify it i couldn't find this rhino but i did find a six thousand dollar rhino <laughs> oh my god how tall is that it's 24 inches tall it's it's like what is that four feet long it's by france <laughs> by france good job country but, what yeah no, no, what go, the heck let's go up a curse cursor up here, right? Up, up, left. Oh, yeah. wow. By France. Yeah, France. France made it. France. Good job, France. Look at the other things uh, they made. What is this? Oh, it's $8,000. What is Man, that? I had oh, a... wow. All right, so this is the type of stuff that they would put in your house. I had a blast. Um, there is a... There's a secondhand shop. Okay. Someone at a partner sent me this couch brand that they were like, Man, it'll change your life. You sit on this couch, you're never going to want to sit on any other couch. And I'm like... Knowing you, um, this couch is stupid. Ten grand or something. Like, you're not even close, dude. Forty grand? Probably cl- closer to that range. Anyway, uh, this couch company is so far up their own ass. They already look like it. The store in Vancouver, the store in Vancouver, Luke, does not have a sign on it. Ah, yep. It, it, if you don't know where it is and who they oh, are... I've been to this store. You don't deserve to be there. Anyway, so... That looks very comfortable. They had like we'll a, like a $12,000 beanbag. Yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. hand-knit or something. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Anyway, the point is not this. The point is that I went there for fun because there's no way that I would spend that kind of money on any couch. It could give you an orgasm every time you sit on it, and I wouldn't buy it. Mm. There's other ways to get that, and they're cheaper. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but i went there just to check it out to humor to humor my questionable re- reusability factor to humor my contact also the danger of the cheaper ones yeah the number of people that say laundering when they see stuff like this it's like no no that is actually just their business it's not not everything is money laundering yeah, it's, a legitimate. it's just like how people will just cry like tax write-off 
no, <laughs> it's not how that works. Anyway, um, so I went just to just to just to know what a couch that costs as much as a, a whole ass vehicle, a, a new one, yeah, um, would be like. Really nice couch. Great couch. It looked very, very comfy. But what I had the most fun with was actually the secondhand store a few doors down. Okay. If you're telling me I can get that comfy of a couch there for cheap, I'd be happy. While I was there, uh, hold on. Or is this one of those like crazy expensive secondhand stores? It was a secondhand store for things like those couches. Okay. Yeah. While I was there, I found this. I'm excited. It's a lamp. Okay. In the shape of a horse. All right. (laughs) It costs... I can't see it, but... 6,500 euros. Euros. And it is... Oh my god, how are their pictures so bad? Hold on. 95. How is how are these their only pictures? You don't need to see it. You do need to see it. It's the you size of a horse. It. Oh, wow. It is a it is a horse-sized So you horse also lamp. have Where the fuck would you put this? <laughs> well, you also have a, an enormous mansion that you need to fill with things. <laughs> I guess so. I would I would if I owned this, I would put it at the bottom of my pool. <laughs> <laughs> just because you can yeah <laughs> i mean that that would be reasonable you can oh, scuba dive inspect your nine thousand dollar horse lamp yeah. five-year warranty though nice oh man sweet yeah so it weighs 120 kilograms so that's about 250 pounds whoa it is 2.25 meters high so that's about seven feet it's enormous man this place just for a trip go on a date go down to chinatown okay get some food yeah go with the missus just go hang out in this store for a bit hey do you want to see and how just play people just, live just play the how much do you think this cost game and you just like keep score bring a little notepad and then play prices right rules and see if you guys can just just have some fun it's actually fun it's a blast so the, I think the 100 Gex song is just about that lamp. <laughs> so uh, to give wow. you some idea of where it is, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's kind of uh, east of Chinatown, southeast of Gastown, uh, and it's called, oh man, no, that's not it. Might be, I th- think it's this one. Um. Oh no, this might not be it. This one's in the heart of an Yes, 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 yes. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, I've got it. It's called Carriage House, affordable luxury. Yeah, that horse was like half price. <laughs> uh, if I was if I was more of an idiot, I'd be like, wow, what a deal, and I would buy it. Um. So they are Vancouver's premier luxury furniture store, which is not actually quite right because they're actually this, an upscale consignment boutique. So if you're not familiar with consignment, basically you drop off your thing 
And then the price goes down, 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 down. The store handles this for you until it sells. And then they keep some percentage and they give you some percentage. So obviously, uh, it's in their interest to curate the items in the store to make sure they're offering a variety. And it's in your interest to have it sell, presumably, at the highest price possible. So it's almost like a reverse auction. Or it starts high and then goes low, 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 low until it sells or until I think you like come back and get it. So it's kind of like a classy pawn shop. Um, man, it's just. That, that horse would be a great way to get people in the door. Freaking wild, though, dude. Like, I don't know. We these, should we should get that horse and put it in the lobby. These lamps aren't that bad. I mean, uh, it's more than I would spend on a lamp. Ralph Lauren lamp. Why is there a Ralph Lauren lamp? I don't know, because... It doesn't look good. Dude, I don't know! It looks like someone put a lamp head on, like, a tripod. Like, it it looks like it has the three legs connecting... $900. Here you go. a camera tripod. That doesn't look good. Well, you get two, though. They're half price. Yeah, two. But, like, I'm not even trying to... Like, if that was $15, I would be like... Okay, show me a lamp that you think looks good. I don't know. Google lamp, and you'll probably find better-looking lamps than these. Let me let me Google lamp. What a hater! Hey, I immediately found multiple better looking lamps, and I haven't even like clicked in on it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah, there's a Christie projector lamp. Who doesn't like that? A bunch of these look super cool. They're also really expensive. These are very expensive. Lighting is flipping. Lighting expensive. is really expensive. They know where you've been shopping for the last five minutes. Also, probably that. That's probably a thing. But here we go. Look, this is a cheap lamp. That looks cool. It doesn't have enough animals in it. <laughs> it's not a horse. It needs Why more tessellation. Yeah. Only like things that are tessellated like it's 2009. So you'll know that I've completely gone off the rails when I own that you, horse lamp. You buy that horse. Yeah. That's your, that's your yeah. uh, canary in the coal mine? Yeah. Is you buying that horse yeah. lamp? Yeah. What if we 3D printed you lost it? Hmm. I'm looking at some very large format 3D printers. Why? Uh, obviously for content. Hmm. Four, okay. Four feet tall. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, we could do Whoa. a we could do a mini we could do a Shetland lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I'm 3D printing a horse lamp. Okay. <laughs> The last merch message is, uh, WANDLL, what was the hardest decision to make in 2023 that in hindsight should have been simple? Um, letting the WAN show go for four hours at a time. It's just so obvious now. How long has the show gone on today? Four and a half hours, all right. How was Let's it, get the f*** out of how here. How was it so short before? I don't know. What did we even do differently? I don't know. Uh, you spent an hour and a half on the first topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, way to go, Dan. Yeah, it's Dan's fault. Yeah, technically. Look what you've done. Yeah. I regret nothing. <laughs> we'll see you again next nothing. week. Nothing! Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye! <laughs> nothing! All right.